Right now, Alan and his team are in the hall of the lowest level boss of the A-class dungeon. In the school city, we finally defeated it. And quat. There is a dragon lying in front of Alan and his friends. This is not Alan's summoner, but the lowest boss. It's about to draw its last breath. I was able to defeat the bottom level boss of a class a dungeon without Krenna's extra skill. Oh, I'm up to my level. And quat. Congratulations, Merle. Now you're at level 58. I think Merle has gotten used to the expression and quat. Level and quat. Name, Merle Age. 14 Occupation. General of Rocks. Level, 58 Physical Strength. 1621 Magical Power. 2340 Attack Power. 756 Endurance. 1274 Quickness. 756 Intelligence. 2340 Fortune. 1453 Skills. Demon Rock General and LT. 1 and GT. Flying Arms and LT. 1 and GT. Spearmanship and LT. 3 and GT. Shield. Art and LT. 3 and GT. Extra. Combination. Right Arm. Experience. 80,240 million skill. Level Flying Arms. 1 Skills Experience Flying Arm. 0 tenths. I feel like Merle is the only. Game I'm playing differently, but is it my imagination? I think the head roll is the coolest. For a combined robot, Merle must ride a golem soldier in order to use his skills. In a school, town without golem soldiers, you can't earn skill experience by consuming magic power, and your skill level doesn't increase at all. As a result, Merle is the only one who does not have the Status increase you get at skill level 3 or 6. Like Sophie, Merle came to the school city. Because of the alliance of five continents. I will continue to ride with Alan and the others in. The northern part of the central continent on a golem soldier. In the northern part of the. Central continent, there is an elven army. But there are also golem soldiers on loan from the. Bauki's empire. Although their numbers are small compared to the elven troops, they are powerful. Enough to slaughter a rank monsters. Oh, there's a gold box. I knew dragons were easy to get out. As soon as you slay a dragon, the reward for defeating it appears. This time the reward seems to be a gold box, and Keel jumps on the gold box for the first time in a year. Looking inside, there's a ring in it. Hmm. I would have preferred an orichalcone weapon. A great sword or an axe. It's either a great sword or an axe. Alan got the magic recovery ring that he had longed for. As a result, the ring has become a much lower priority. The next thing I want is an orichalcon series weapon to strengthen my companions. You want to get a weapon that can be equipped by Krina or Dagara as a priority. In Aaron's mind, the power of the weapons with attack power is as follows. Even a connoisseur can't tell, so this is Alan's own prediction. Projected attack power for each weapon steel sword 100 mithril sword 500 the sword of the lich kingpin 1000 sword of adamantite 3000 orichalcong swords over 5000 note that the 
Actual damage dealt varies considerably depending on the kryptonite, quickness, and skill level. This is a numerical value for weapons only. This is only an estimate, as I only fought with Helmios the Brave for Orahalkin's sword, and I don't know how much equipment Helmios has other than his weapon. I've equipped it, but what stats have I gained? And quat. Oh, that's a thousand more magic. Alan checks the effect of the ring in the gold box equipped by Kiel. You notice that your magic power has been increased by 1000. This is good. I'd like to use the combo of magic increase and magic recovery ring to get to skill level 8 as soon as possible. For now, let's talk about figuring out who will equip it later. Then the whole party finishes the fifth. A class dungeon, and something appears. Boom. I am a dungeon management system. Congratulations, abolished gamers. I'm here to issue you with a class a dungeon attack. Certificate. You showed up. Neither Cecil nor anyone else is surprised anymore by the sudden appearance of the cube-shaped object. Alan notices that the markings on the black card have increased to 5. The certificate of attack for the abandoned gamer has met the requirements, so I will turn it into an invitation to an S-class dungeon. As everyone looked at the card Alan was holding, the markings on the black card turned into a large one. Does this mean I can go to an S-class dungeon? And quat. Yes, and quat. Do you know where to find an S-class dungeon? And quat. This is Janpanis, where? I don't think that's even a place name in the geography we learned in school. Is it the Temple of Yamparani? And quat. Yes. The Temple of Janpani. Merle reacts to the word and quat. Yampani and quat. It sounds like you know the name. And quat. Huh? You know Merle? Yes. It's a huge temple to Lord de Glogny. I think it's located northeast of the Imperial City. Dot 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 dot. Merle's gaze swims in the air as he tries to remember the location of the Yanpani. Apparently Merle knows where it is, but he's never actually been there. The imperial capital, of course, is the Bossus Empire. And quat, umhum, dot, yes, what, an S-class dungeon is in the Bossus Empire, and quat, huh, so you can't go to an S-class dungeon right away? Krenna will be disappointed. As for the S-class dungeon, we were talking about going there now that Alan had reached summon level 7. I thought there was a warp zone at the bottom of an A-class dungeon that would lead to an S-class dungeon, or this cube-shaped object would fly me to an S-class dungeon. Now that the level has reached the cap, we need Orahalkin weapons to strengthen our friends. Even the brave men have recently talked about the inevitable challenge of S-class dungeons, since they said that Orahalkin weapons are available in dungeons. The conditions for Challenging an S-class dungeon included killing the dragon without Kersna's extra skill. Well, not impossible anyway. Cecil also sighs. And quat. Hmm. For example, I wonder if we could all go to the Balkis Empire together as an exchange student in our third year. Then we might be able to get Merle's Golem soldiers too. 
I don't know where the school of the Baokis Empire is located, but I want to get as close to the temple of Yamapani with the S-class dungeon as possible. In the third year, you will begin a strategy class in the classroom. In practice, students will go together to capture the ogre village. The lessons for the war begin in earnest. In addition, your extra skill training will begin. You can't do that? Dagara can't go with Alan's idea. I don't know. Do you think you could ask the dean? Ask to study abroad in the Basis Empire as well as social studies. Since it's only December, they say it might be possible for you to transfer in April. That's true. I'll ask Theodosiel to accommodate you. Sophie, who had heard how this conversation came about, took over the conversation. Thus, we agreed to challenge the S-class dungeon in the Baukis Empire for the Orahalkin weapon. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but there's more to explain. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that remains to be explained. The cube-shaped object that had been listening in on the conversation between Alan and the others is now talking to me. Apparently, the explanation wasn't finished. And quat. Huh? Yes, what is it? What's more? And quat. If you successfully complete the S-class dungeon in Yanpani, your invitation will be converted into a dungeon master challenge. And quat. And quat. What? And quat. And quat. Whoa. Hidden. Boss. Diarogni, you know what to do. To everyone's amazement, Alan clasps his hands together and exclaims, and quat, you mean we're going to fight the dungeon master? And quat, does that mean I have to fight the dungeon master? Cecil replaces the screaming Alan and proceeds with the conversation. And quat, yes, and quat, what do I get if I win? The question seems to arise within Cecil as to what he is fighting for. And quat, only the victors will be taught by the dungeon. Master, sir. Oh, don't tell me what's there, and. Perfect. That's perfect. This is. Definitely an S-class dungeon to go for. Alan said this as he looked at everyone. Then. Kersna was enthusiastic about doing it, and Cecil sighed and said, and quat, here we go again. The new year has come and gone, but this year's new year started off solemnly. At the end of last year, the king, who was in poor health, passed away. All events and economic activities are in a state of self-control and the whole kingdom is in mourning. Stores were closed and dungeons closed, except for the necessities of life, such as restaurants. And this year, when the morning was over, the crown prince became king as expected. The king's coronation ceremony is scheduled to take place with great fanfare, Refol said. As for Alan, he's not really interested in who the king will be. He hasn't seen the crown prince since the ceremony after the school martial arts tournament. It's been about a month since I found out that the S-class dungeon is in the Bossus Empire. I have asked the headmaster to transfer to the Baukis Empire. For my junior year, I have spoken to the Baukis Empire through the Baukis Empire, but was told that I am not sure if it will pass. We are now waiting for an answer from the president. The academy 
is operating as usual, with no morning. Right now, I'm listening to my morning classes and processing magic stones into leaves of life and seeds of magic power. Now that you have reached skill level 7, you are able to summon them at high speed, so you can reach the holder's limit at the same time, and the process is progressing at a very fast pace. The magic power recovery ring restores 1% of your maximum magic power per second, so your magic power will be full in no time if you're not careful. You are always trying to consume magic power while you are awake, but if you can't consume magic power at high speed by summoning it at high speed, you might have lost your mind. As you are taking a class, you hear someone running in the hallway. Bon. The classroom door is pried open with such force that it kicks in. Everyone's attention is drawn to the person who enters. The instructor freezes with the students. Homeroom teacher. As Alan turns his gaze to the door, his eyes meet the homeroom teachers. The breathless homeroom teacher ignores the instructor who is teaching the class. Out of breath, the homeroom teacher ignores the instructor who is teaching the class and says the words. Alan, come to the dean's office. Sophia Lorne, too. And the whole party. What's the hurry? Party means my party, right? You've been summoned. Cecil seemed to understand that. He was called in too. Since all of Alan's party is in this classroom, we all head to the dean's office with the homeroom teacher. I've got him. Explain the situation quickly. You're totally back to being an adventurer. I feel like my teacher's language has become that of an adventurer. Without asking for permission, you open the door and enter without asking for words. Alan and the others follow her in from behind. Oh, there you are. A map of the world is spread out on the table in the president's office. Perhaps it's because he's lived for a thousand years, but even his usual calm demeanor seems to be out of the ordinary. Yes, how can I help you? Because the president is standing next to the map laid out on the table, Alan and the others remain standing without taking a seat. Dot 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 dot. And quat. Huh? You should have been called for, but for some reason the question didn't come up right away. Is she at a loss for words? Or is she choosing her words? For a moment, I think the president looked at Sophie. During what? As a matter of fact, Alan and the others are required to go to work. And quat. Is it mobilized? Does that mean on the battlefield? Hum. Although it's only second year, when Alan first heard of the mobilization, he thought for a moment that he was going to be transferred to the Balkis Empire's school. However, we don't use the word mobilization to transfer to the school. Considering the purpose of the school, which was created to fight the Demon King's army, I think the only place to mobilize is on the battlefield. That's right. That's right. In accordance with the Alliance of the Five Continents, Rosenheim made an urgent request to dispatch Allen to fight the Demon King's army, and the Kingdom of Latash responded to the request. The Dean puts on the table in order with the names of Alan, Krina, Cecil, Dagara, and Kiel written on it. Not 
Only Alan, but all the party members. The orders. The president says it's a request, is that the same thing? And quad. Rosenheim? Do you want me to go to Rosenheim? Even before entering the school, I always thought that I was going to the battlefields in the northern part of the central continent, such as the northern part of the Giamat Empire and the former kingdom of Rasturi. The principal's gaze shifts to a large map of the world spread out on the table. That's right. That's right. Rosenheim is now an existential crisis for the nation. And quat. Huh? Sophie is astonished, but the rector continues on. This is an intelligence report that the three continents are currently under invasion by the Demon King's army. The number of the Demon King's army is said to be as many as 10 million. And quat. And quat. 10 million. The three continents are the central continent, the Bossus Empire, and Rosenheim, right? 10 million? The two continents to the south of the central continent have yet to become a battlefield against the Demon King's army. That's five to ten times more than in previous years. Dot. The Demon King's army had been attacking the three continents at the same time, but in the class, it was said that the Demon King's army had been attacking the three continents at the same time every year with a million to two million. One or two million is the sum of the number of demon king's army that attacked the three continents at the same time, so if it was confined to the central continent, it would be about one million at most. The rest of the continent says about half a million each. That's right. I don't know how long the demon king's army has been conserving power, but it seems to have been growing for this occasion. After all, weren't the Losses to the brave men in the past few years due to their strength alone? How many years have the Demon King's army saved their strength for this day? The battlefield changed with the arrival of the brave Helmios. Helmios is the hope mankind has found after more than 50 years of defeat. It's been 8 to 9 years since a brave man appeared on the battlefield and began his march. All that time the Demon King's army had been defeated, but it seems the reason was not only the brave man's power. Theodosir, why is Rosenheim's existence at stake? Urgent request. Well, no way. Sophie, who had been listening to the conversation with Alan, speaks to President Theodosil in a broken wind. Dot 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 dot. But the dean can't respond to the words. Words seem to be stuck in his throat. Theodosir. Answer. I hope Her Majesty is safe. The. Queen. Sophie calls her own mother and quat. The Queen and quat. The elves are just as devoted to her. Majesty as they are to Rosen, the Spirit King. It may be said that all elves fight for the. Queen. Her Majesty's fate is uncertain. The Dean finally managed to squeeze the words out of. His mouth. The words were that the queen did not know what situation she was in. Now. Bah. Ridiculous. What happened to Fortinia? Answer them all. Sophie is irritated by. The rector who only answers to what she is asked. Fortesnia is the capital of the elven country. Of Rosenheim, the city of the queen. Three days ago we learned that Forteania has fallen at the. Hands of three million demon kings. 
We do not know what has become of the queen. We don't know what happened to her majesty, since her last magical instrument failed to mention her body. And quat, such and quat, dear Mr. Sophia Lorne as Sophie collapses to her knees, Fulmer takes her in his arms and supports her. 70% of Rosenheim is already in the hands of the Demon King's army. Now I hear that they are preparing for the final battle in the south of Rosenheim. Hum, the warfare is progressing pretty well. Do you feel like there's not a lot of information about the battlefield in the academy? The school is only an educational institution. Even if it is a large invasion by a large army, it feels like the war is progressing too quickly. Do you want me to go there? And quat. Yes. Please respond to the request. By the way, what's the war situation on the central continent? Check the war situation in the north central continent. If Rosenheim is an existential crisis, what happened to the Guillaumet Empire? But the president could not answer immediately. And quat. Huh? Does that mean the front is collapsing? And quat. No, no. The front line has not yet become a battlefield. The Demon King's army is about 10 days away from the front line, and about 2 million of them are waiting. On the central continent, an army of 2 million Demon King's troops, twice as large as usual, was waiting. Hearing that, Alan's companions mutter and quat, 2 million and quat, and gasp. Huh? Waiting? All at once. Hum. Elven troops, excuse me. Has the elves unit been informed of Rosenheim? You said earlier that you were preparing for the final battle. The dean's eyes widened at Alan's words. It seems he got to the point. And quat, Theodosir, answer me. What is the status of the elven forces in the central continent now? Sophie also wants me to speak honestly. And quat, the elven forces have already been informed of the situation in Rosenheim. We are in the process of returning to defend Rosenheim. And quat. Oh, no. You can't have an army of two million without an elven force. Even Cecil, who was listening to the story, couldn't help but speak up. In a battlefield where there are few healers, a troop of elves is playing the role of recovery. The elves have begun to retreat for the sake of their country's survival. How can we fight a demon king's army that is twice as strong as normal, Cecil says. And quat, the demon king's army in the central continent is waiting for the enemy to lose their healers. So they are not attacking, but waiting. And quat, and quat, and quat, Alan puts the battle situation on the central continent into simple words. Dot 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 dot. Will probably be. But I am sorry to say that I am. Asking you to save Rosenheim and our queen. The president seems to know that much and still. Wants Alan to respond to his request. The royal president bowed to Alan for the first. Time. At the end of Alan's second year at the school. The demon king's army had unleashed a ten. Million strong army that was intent on destroying the world. Alan's friends, his homeroom teacher, and the school president all waited with bated breath for Alan's answer. Alan the protagonist. 
from the village of Krina. His name in a previous life was Kanichi Yamada, and in a previous life he was 35 years old. He is the only one who uses a rare skill. Summoning technique. Born a serf, he was a servant to the Baron Granville and then became a guest of the Baron Granville. Sweet Tooth. He was named after a magical beast named Albaharan. He has dark eyes and dark hair, and he's good looking. He thinks about all the wrong things. Alan's friends Krenna Alan's childhood friend in the house next door. Same age as Alan. A swordsman. Pink hair and blue eyes. He was born a serf, but was rewarded by his lord for becoming a commoner. Dagara the son of a weapons dealer in the village of Krina. Same age as Alan. The Axeman. Potato face. Brown hair. Large in stature. In chapter 3, he becomes much quieter and more of a warrior-like character. Cecil Granville. The eldest daughter of the Granville family. The eldest daughter of the Granville family. She is the same age as Alan. She is a talented mage. She has lilac hair and a pair of baleful eyes. She has deep red eyes. His partner's kumite level is rising. He is one of the party's few comedians. Keel the heir of the Carnell family. Skinny and blonde. He is a little taller than Alan. He has twisted hair and bad eyes. He took in his sister Nina and six servants who were displaced when the house of Carnell was demolished. After five years of service on the battlefield, he has promised the royal family that he will allow them to re-establish the house of Charnel after five years of service. A man who loves money and is nicknamed Inquat, the golden sage Inquat, named Cecil. Sophia Lorne, nicknamed Sophie, Princess of Rosenheim. An elf with clear white skin, long pure white hair and golden eyes. A wielder of spirit magic. The only one other than the summoner who calls him Inquat. Master. Alan and Quat. Formal Sophie's guards elves. Bowman. Mob. Merle from the Bauke's empire. He. Has brown skin with droopy eyes and light green hair with a bun. I'm about a head shorter than. Alan. His first name is me. I have a rare skill called in Quat. Demon rock general in Quat. That only. One in ten million people have. School president, Theodosiel, he came from Rosenheim. He is a high elf and royalty who lived for a thousand years. My teacher, Karova, a muscular body, a former a-ranked adventurer, a gifted swordsman, sent by the Adventurers Guild for Kersna. Brainy. Refol Hamilton Allen's classmate, Count Hamilton's trueborn son, the Earl of Hamilton, is a close relative of the Granvilles. He is a well-informed man who helps Alan learn things. Worcester. A child of a Hamiltonian baronial family. One of the class organizers. An outsider Elmea the creator god. Worshipped in this other world. Sometimes they respond to Alan's complaints. Rosen. Spirit king. A believer of the elves. Through sleepwalking, he has informed Rosenheim of Alan's existence. De Grogny dungeon master in the Bossus Empire. 
Complete S-Class Dungeons to Challenge Dagrogni. The Dwarves Have Faith. Kingdom of Latash Mbule von Latash the Crown Prince. The year is early thirties. A handsome man with an oval. Back and coiffed hair like you would see in a foreign drama from a previous life. His royalist. Father lost a political battle and was unable to become the king. He garnered the support of the great nobles and became the dauphin, and at the end of the third chapter he became the king. He is not on good terms with Alan or Viscount Granville. Old House of Carnell Nina the Blonde Girl adores her brother Kiel. Hero Helmio's a man with a talent for bravery. He is from the Giamet Empire. A young man with light blue hair who is always smiling. Ten years older than Alan. Doberg a man with the gift of the sword saint. The hero of the kingdom. From the serfs. Of Latash. One-eyed. About sixty years old. Frontier village. Rodan village. Rodan Allen's. Father. Twenty years older than Allen. He had brown hair and a wild face. He is the leader of the serfs and worked his way up from boar hunting to commoner. He is now the village chief and is settling a new village. Teresia, Alan's mother, 18 years older than Alan. Brown hair, green eyes. Mash, Alan's brother, three years younger than Alan. Brown hair and green eyes. He is a gifted spearman. He is named after a magical beast named Medergarsh. Marat. Alan's sister. Seven years younger than Alan. Brown hair and green eyes. No talent. Named after a precious herb. Called Mullis Flower. Gerda Krenna's father. Looks and builds like a gorilla. The city of. Granville Butler von Gravel the head of the Granville family. Purple hair. Eagle eyes. From. Baron to baronet on the advice of Alan and with the offer of Mithril mining rights. He made Alan a guest of the baronet family. Sebas Chan the butler of the house of Granville. Zenith Knight Commander. He is a gifted swordsman. I have fought the Demon King's army for ten years. Summons characteristics insect system obtained from summons level 1. Has a good ranged debuff. Effect. Does not always work. Beast strain taken from summoning level 1. It is the only attack driven strain. Attacks enemies with high strength and attack power. Birds obtained from summons level 2. Good at spotting and espionage. Grass lineage summoned from level 3. Can turn into a recovery potion. Using the special skill will not allow you to return to the summon. Animal. Stone system retrieved from summon level 4. Defensive subject. Fish lineage obtained. From summons level 5. Buffing subject. Use the special skill to swim in the ground. Spirit. Lineage summoned from level 6. Can use magic. Passable to matter. It can speak. It can pass with. Healing potions that use summons such as the grass of life. Other items cannot pass through walls. And so forth together. Summoner's blessing insect system durability. Quickness beast lineage. Physical strength. Attack power bird system quickness. Intelligence grass lineage magical power. Good luck stone system physical strength. Endurance fish lineage intelligence. Magical. 
Power endurance, intelligence, physical resistance summoners name and appearance insect. System H Denka grasshopper. Larger than a grasshopper. G. Pianta a frog. About as big as a bullfrog. F. Chu hill. Curled up as big as a volleyball. E. Swallowtail butterfly. 1 meter. From wing to wing. The spider. 1.5 meters long. Sepian a scorpion. 2 meters long. Animal. Lineage H. Koloski rat. About a rat. G. Mole. A small dog. F. Porgy. About an Akita. Dog. E. Tama. A saber tiger. Height 1.2 meters. 2 meters long. D. Bear the bear. Dot. 2.5 meters long. C. Button wild boar. 3.5 meters long. Bird lineage G. Chappie parrot. F. Popo. Pigeon. E. Hawk. A hawk with a wingspan of about 2 meters. D. Hollow an owl. 1.5 meters width. Wings outstretched. CFLAN a cassowary. 2.5 meters to the head and less than 2 meters. High. Grasses F. Apo apple. The limbs are growing. E. Mamatero peas. They grow limbs. D. Jagweed potatoes. They grow limbs. C. Marbo eggplant. With arms and legs. Stone. Lineage E. Cabello made of stone. An eraser with arms and legs. 1.5 meters long. D. Braun. Copper armor. Medieval European style. 2 meters long. Shield is 2 meters long and wide. C. Teco. Steel armor. Medieval European style. 4 meters long. Shield is 3 meters long and 3 meters wide. Fish lineage D. Harami salmon. About 2 meters long. C. Shark fin. About 4 meters in length. Spiritual lineage C. Maria blonde French doll. About 30 centimeters. Summoner's special. Skills and effects insect system H. Jumping just jumping around. G. Provokes the enemy into a furious state sucks up the power of the enemy. Does not increase its own power. E. Scale. Powder puts the enemy to sleep. D. Spider silk stops the enemy. Slows the enemy. C. Numbness. Needle paralyzes the enemy. Paralyze the enemy. Beast strain H. Run around just run around. G. Dig a hole dig a hole with a radius of 30 centimeters and a depth of 1 meter after F rank. The damage is about 1.5 times that of a normal attack. Birds G voice main know the name and can imitate the voice of the subject who has heard the voice. F receive Alan's voice to deliver words to targets within a 3 kilometers radius. No one other than the target can hear the voice. E eagle's eye you can search for objects in a 3 kilometer radius. You cannot search beyond the obstacle. The skill is only active during the day. DI of the hawk search for objects in a 3 kilometer radius. You cannot search for the end of the obstacle. The skill is only active at night. Crun through it. Run twice as fast as normal depending on your speed. Grass-based consumption item. F aroma. Raises the recovery time from 6 hours to 5 hours. Once planted, the effect lasts for a while. E grass of life restores 1000 vitality. D magical fruit. Use it to restore. 
1000 magic power see laxative cures abnormalities use it once for 24 hours stone system e2 d protects you by increasing your durability to 1.5 times that of the normal defense c doubles the durability to compensate for the damage taken by a companion fish d scattered physics and magic evasion increase c shark oil increases the rate of meeting rage spirit lineage c psycho long range single attack power depends on intelligence history of skill improvement o one years and oo months grimoire acquired summon level one summoner h rank o one years and 10 months summons level 2 acquisition of synthesis skills o 3 years and oo months old summoner g rank o 5 years and 11 months summon level 3 acquisition of enhanced skills summons f o 7 years o 9 months summons level 4 storage skill acquisition summoned animal e o 9 years and 10 months summons level 5 shared skill acquisition summoned animal d minus 12 years o 9 months summons level 6 awakening skill acquisition summoner see the magic consumption of each skill summoning storing sharing and deleting consumes zero magic power generation depends on the rank of the summon beast h rank magic power consumption 2g rank magic power consumption 5f rank magic power consumption 10e rank magic power consumption 20d rank magic power consumption 50c rank magic power consumption of 100 synthesis is fixed at 5 magic power consumption enhancements are fixed at 10 magic power consumption awakening is fixed at 100 magic power consumption combination of the z synthesis bird systems insects and beasts grass systems insects and birds stone system birds and grass fish system grass and stones spiritual lineage fish and birds the number of magic stones needed to generate and synthesize generation and synthesis from e rank requires gravestones the type of gravestone required is the gravestone of that rank one insect strain one piece of animal lineage three bird strains five pieces of grass strains stone system 9 pieces 15 fish strains 19 spirit lines enhancement level and the number of statuses increased by 2 as a blessing level 1 increase to 10 level 2 increase to 20 increase to level 3 50 increase to level 4100 increase to level 5200 increase to level 6500 effectiveness of awakening skills insect system h herding increases to 100 bodies cool time is one day g burns the enemy into a rage affects only one enemy the cool time is one day siphon off much of the enemy's power takes effect in one body cool time is one day e butterfly dance puts the enemy to sleep takes effect in one body the cool time is one day d iron thread stops the enemy reduces body strength has a cool time of one day c kills the enemy instantly has a cool time of one day animal line h rad equation doubles and multiplies they stop increasing after 100 animals 
G lives in a hole with a radius of 2 meters. Make the hole 10 meters deep. The cool time is one day. A month to become a small dog. E borrow a cat. D devour three times your normal attack. Cool time is one day. C rushes forward three times as fast as normal. Cool time is one day. Bird strain G chirp can be emitted simultaneously with a voice mimic. The cool time is one day. F transmissions you can use Alan's voice to send information to targets within a 100 kilometer radius. The information can be anything Alan has seen or heard, including images. Your voice does not change in volume, regardless of distance or obstacles. Cool time is one day. E clairvoyant vision allows you to comprehend objects within a 100 kilometer radius. You cannot see through obstacles. Valid only during the day. The cool time is one day. D midnight. Grasp objects within a 100 kilometer radius. You won't be able to see inside the obstacle. Valid. Only at night. Cool time is one day. Sea Vikings can run six times faster than normal. You're cool. Time is one hour. Cool time is one day. Grass, items consumed, F herb increases the recovery time. From six hours to three hours. Works while alive. E leaf of life regenerates health 1000 times when used. Works on all comrades within a 50 meter radius. D seed of magic. Use it to restore 1000. Times of magic. Works on all comrades within a 50 meter radius. C flavored vegetable cures. Abnormalities. Use it once to last for 24 hours. Works on all comrades. Within a 50 meter radius. Stony self-destruct attacks the enemy by self-destructing. Once. Triggered, it cannot be reversed. Detonates at 5 meters from the enemy. Explodes even if instructed. D. Save your life. Increase your endurance fivefold. Misanalyzed in. Chapter 3. See self-sacrifice triples your endurance and compensates for damage taken by others. Within a 50 meter radius. Fish lineage D scattering. 10% chance of physical and magical. Evasion. The effect is one hour. The cool time is one day. Sea shark skin 10% chance of a heart attack. The effect is one hour. The cool time is one day. Spirit lineage C poltergeist multiple long range. Attacks. Power depends on intelligence. Stowage performance any amount of anything within the size of a square of 30 centimeters per side will fit in. End of chapter 3. Items in storage at the end of the next point more than a year's worth of food, dried meat, dried potatoes, bread, mormo nuts, etc. A full pool of water igniting spells burnt torches 300 kilograms of firewood blankets for 1,000 people spare armor, 10 suits, 10 adamantite swords 18,000 gold coins 200,000 E-rated magic stones 220,000 D-grade magic stones 170,000 C-grade magic stones 12,000 B-grade magic stones 612 A-grade magic stones 650,000 leaves of life 20,000 seeds of magic 3,000 B-rank recovery pills, in an awake state, 
Share performance sharing allows you to share sight and hearing. Allow shared summons to use instructions or special skills. You can share more than one summons. You can share one summoner for every 200 intelligence, including blessings that you can share. You must be within a visible location within a 50 meter radius to share. You can unshare a summon from a distance of more than 50 meters. You cannot reshare. If you are more than 50 meters away, the relationship between intelligence and instructions, the intelligence of a summoner varies by strain or rank. If they are low in intelligence, they will not listen to instructions. However, you can activate special skills. With 100 intelligence, you can listen to commands. With 300 intelligence, you can work with other summons. Aaron and his men are asked by the rector to go to Rosenheim, which has requested assistance from the League of Five Continents. Rosenheim is about to disappear, but the central continent is about to be invaded by an army of two million men, while the elven troops who were in charge of restoring it might disappear. You want me to go to Rosenheim and not the central continent. With everyone staring at him, Alan asks for confirmation from the president. And Quat, there are brave men in the central continent. So I want you to go to Rosenheim, says the rector again. What? Hey, how wide do you think the front line is? The front line is a considerable distance as if across the central continent. The major fortifications alone number over 50. Cecil exclaims, and quat, how much can one brave man do? Even if you can defend the fortress where the brave men are, the empire and the central continent will be finished. If everything else falls, but we have no brave men. The president's words falter at Cecil's words. The president's face is agitated. Maybe he wants to come back too. Oh, Alan, what are you going to do? Cecil asks Alan what to do in this situation. Well, I need more information. I should say something. And quat, in this situation, I guess I'll just choose to save Rosenheim. And quat, ho, really? Will you go? The high speed maidship will be ready for departure tomorrow. The dean talks about his next move with glee. Oh, did I mention that there are high-speed maidships to travel to intercontinental and other countries' capitals? There are two types of magic ships, normal speed and high speed. Most maidships are normal speed. But you say you will use a high-speed grimoire that uses many times more magic stones to move it from its current location in the south of the central continent to Rosenheim. Could you then tell us a little more about the battle? And quat. Of course, of course. The Demon King's army was conserving its strength and looking for opportunities. I don't know how much planning went into the current situation, but I still need more information. So, three million Demon King's troops are currently in Rosenheim and two million are about ten days away from the front line of the central continent. Does that mean the rest are in the Bauke's empire? Alan will try to get a handle on the current situation. There are 10 million Demon King's armies in the world, and yet only 5 million have been mentioned. No, that's not it. 
The dean explains the strength of the demon. King's army. 3 million in Rosenheim 2 million bodies in the central continent 1 million bodies. In the Bossus Empire 4 million reserves the Bacchus Empire has not yet made contact with the Demon King's army, and has set up shop on the seas a short distance from the continent. A million. Bodies for the Bacchus Empire. Merle, looking much more anxious, mutters. Merle's father. Has been a soldier and is fighting on the front lines. The Bauchi's empire is about twice as large. As it was in previous years. Unlike the central continent and Rosenheim, it's a naval battle. Against the Bossus Empire. The Bossus Empire has not allowed the Demon King's army to land. This is because it has more than 10,000 golem soldiers over 100 meters long. The military strength of the Bachwist Empire is greater than that of the Giamat Empire. The Monster King's army fights against the Bauchis Empire on the seas with large monsters that can carry countless monsters on their backs as their carriers. Because of this, the number of monsters that can be used to carry them and their limited carrying capacity, there is a limit to the number of troops that can be deployed against the Bacchus Empire. But even so, the Monster King's army seems to have prepared an army of one million troops, twice as large as usual, to take on the Bacchus Empire this time. And quat. And so. Merle. And quat. Yes, yes Merle has been ordered to return to the Bacchus Empire. And quat. Oh, no. It seems that Merle also thought that he was going to Rosenheim with Alan and the others. In the order issued by the kingdom, there are only the names of Krina, Cecil, Dagara, and Kiel, led by Alan. The names of Merle, the people of the Bauchis Empire, and Sophie, the royalty of Rosenheim, are absent. Do I hate it so much? Alan has been under the spotlight since the current king was the crown prince. Although only noblemen are obligated to Go to the battlefield, they have drawn up a written order, in the form of an order from the king, ordering them to go to Rosenheim to support him as he is about to fall. And quat, does this mean everyone, not just Merle? That's right. Both Rosenheim and the Bauchis Empire have ordered the return of all elves and dwarves, respectively. Academies are not just in the kingdoms. The one country one campus system, created by the League of Continents, means that there are academies in every country on the central continent. Student elves and dwarves who have moved to non-kingdom countries such as the Empire have been contacted by the presidents of the academies to return due to an emergency. The dying Rosenheim is likely to send the returned elves to the battlefield immediately. Hmm, we're starting to get an idea of the situation. So, what is the main objective of the Demon King's army, and quat, aim? Hey, you can't be aimless. There is such a bias in the number of soldiers and the timing of the attack. For a moment, you are about to give him a tisk-tisk look, but you resist. Do you know what you're aiming for, Alan? Cecil seems to know what Alan means. It's helpful to have Cecil to talk to you about this kind of strategy. Maybe, but the Demon King's army has priorities. 
The Demon King's army is 10 million men, but that number is finite. If you have spent more than five years to prepare this army, you've wasted that much time. We can't waste as much as possible. Dagara and Kursna are also quietly listening to what Alan has to say. Alan continues to talk. 10 million of the Demon King's army seems to be a lot, maybe not enough to attack and destroy three continents. On top of that, I've spread out the troops and the timing of the attack with the goal of getting this far. Their first priority would be to attack and destroy Rosenheim. Rosenheim is supporting the central continent with its elven forces. The Demon King's army has proven that as long as the elven forces are there, it will be difficult to attack and destroy the central continent. The next step is not the dissolution of a country or continent, but the dissolution of the League of Five Continents. All the continents were cooperating because they could afford to cooperate with each other. Rosenheim is ignoring the treaty and sending the elves home for fear of national survival. This is like saying that they will leave the League of Five Continents. Even if we manage to get out of this war, it will be a great distortion of international cooperation by mankind. The other continents may not cooperate in future wars. The third would be to attack and destroy the empire of Giamat, the leader of the central continent. Now, the elven troops are in retreat. This should make it easier than ever to attack and destroy them. And finally, the Balkis empire. The Balkis empire is well defended and hard to destroy. It also sends golems to the central continental front for support, but most of them are used to defend their own continent. Does this mean that the 4 million reserve soldiers will be added to the list of priorities to attack us? That's true. If Rosenheim and the central continent are satisfied with their current 3 million and 2 million, then 4 million troops will be directed to the Bossus Empire. Does that mean that if Rosenheim falls with 3 million bodies, the 6 million troops in reserve will come to the Empire of Jamit and Quat? Of course you will. Reserves would be sent to ensure that the top priority is achieved. It feels like a wasteful strategy. If we leave Rosenheim to die, a large army will come to the central continent. So, Aaron said that we should go to Rosenheim to save the central continent. Well, there's a written order, especially for Cecil, so he wouldn't be able to refuse the king's order. Although the president doesn't use the word in quat, request, and quat, this time Alan and his friends have an order from the king. Perhaps he thinks that using the word in quat, order in quat, might make Alan feel bad and say no. To be honest, I don't care about the king, but I have a nobleman. Cecil, so I have no reason to say no. I'm going to go say hello to the king when he comes back. As I'm sure he's willing to let you die as is. And quat, but how can you have an army of two million? Without a healer? Keel has been quiet up to this point, but now he's going to say it. He is not against going to Rosenheim, either, but if we don't, the front line in the north central continent will collapse. I'm sure many of our men will die. We are without a comforter. If you 
saved Rosenheim from collapsing and came back, the Giamat Empire may have collapsed. Yes, I've thought of that too. Alan had a plan to get out of this situation. Alan said that in this situation, saving Rosenheim should be the top priority. The Allied forces in the central continent, led by the Giamat Empire, will soon be fighting an army of two million demon kings with no recovering elven troops left and no recovery magic to give them. The front line might fall back and attack the imperial capital all at once. Moreover, the demon king's army has four million more troops left in reserve. If the imperial capital falls, the kingdom will be the next to be attacked. And quat, so you won't be joining us on the central continent? Everyone is looking at Alan and the others. They're worried the president will change his mind. Yes, yes. I can't say it's going to be a problem, but I'm going to send a restorative for the soldiers on the front lines in the north central continent. Then Alan shows everyone a leaf of life that he made with a grassy summoner. This will help the front line. Hold up. I guess that means we'll be able to heal them for the elves. Recovery pills. There are recovery pills on the front lines, too. The rector looked at it curiously, so I handed it to him and he looked at the leaf of life sullenly. This one can restore a soldier's strength a thousand times within the range of one training ground of the school. And quat, a thousand. Such a large area? After all, the president said he understands the quantification of status. The dean was astonished and saw the leaves of life again. The rector had understood the quantification of status when he took the exam. Apparently, the president's own talents include the same appraisal skills as the brave ones. There's a reason the dean was taken aback by Alan's words. A monk's recovery magic has a wider recovery range as his level increases. But even at level 6 of recovery magic, the radius is limited to 30 meters. Not even Keel can recover the entire practice field. Furthermore, since the amount of recovery depends on intelligence, a monk who has reached level 60 can recover more strength than a leaf of life. There are about 600,000 of them, so I think we can bring them to the front line and the front line will last a little longer. Actually, 650,000 pieces. And quat, and quat, 600,000. Alan had created 650,000 leaves of life over a year and a half since last summer. He was able to turn most of them into leaves of life by summoning them at high speed, even though he had been stagnant for a while due to the number of magical stones. Since E-rank gravestones are useful, I left some of them as gravestones, leaving 650,000 of them as gravestones. Of these, 600,000 will be distributed to the front line where the elven troops have disappeared. And quat. Yes, look at the map. There are more than 50 major strongholds. But we'll only need about 10 if we are to survive this battle. The fort where the brave men are at won't need the restorative pills, too, so that's even less. It'll take about eight days to get from here to the front line using a magic ship. Alan.
explains. This battle will be an all-out battle that the Demon King's army has been preparing for for years. If the Demon King's army also wants to make sure that the Imperial capital will be destroyed, the invasion route will be limited and the battle will take place in about ten forts at most. And if a brave man with a magic recovery ring uses area recovery magic, the number of forts that need recovery medicine will be reduced further. There is a total of 600,000 healing potions provided to each fort. Considering the range of recovery, we think we won't need more than 10,000 per day. That's just a rough estimate. But it will only last you two months. The dean seems to have understood both what Alan meant and the practicality of his explanation. If it takes at least 10 days for the Demon King's army to attack, then we can get the restorative to the front line. Yes, that's right. This battle will be a short-lived one. We need to change the game in Rosenheim within two months, three months at the most. The restorative that Alan gave you will only last for two months, three months at the most. I must change the war situation during that time. If the Demon King's army's top priority is Rosenheim, then changing Rosenheim's war situation will force us to change our offensive strategy on the central continent as well. The central continent has brave men. The invasion of Rosenheim also failed, and now they are going to push for the invasion of the central continent, which is a lower priority. Well, this is what we have to do around here. It's also possible that your main goal is to attack the central continent, and that you were able to invade Rosenheim more than expected. Now it's just a matter of what the Empire does. The Empire won't be destroyed. Either. This is a war with an opponent. It is difficult to completely predict the strategy of the Demon King's army, the enemies of humanity. And Quat, has the Empire declared a state of emergency? By the way? In the kingdom, the king has the power to declare a state of emergency. If a state of emergency is declared, the duty of conscription, which was only for the nobility, is reduced to that of commoners and serfs. Basically, the state of emergency is not issued due to the dissatisfaction of the commoners and the instability of the nation, but it is issued when a crisis occurs such as this one. I learned this in my school class. I asked the president what the empire's response is in such a situation. Well, Emperor Jamit has already declared a state of emergency. As a result, he says, they are rushing to reinforce it by all means, including reservists, veterans, recruiters and conscripts. But they can't send them to the front line immediately, and even those that are ready to fight, such as reservists and veterans, will take a month to prepare. Would a month be enough to thicken the front line? But how do you get 600,000 of these healing pills? Is this a summoner's power? The dean wonders about too many recovery pills. If these numbers and effects are true, then the summoner should be able to change the game. No, this is not the summoner's power. And quat, and quat, what, and quat, Alan's fellow students, who were listening to the talk with the president also voiced their doubts. 
This leaf of life is a restorative made by Alan. Even during breaks in the dungeon attack, you can see him pulling the soil out of the storage and busily making the leaf of life. This is an elven elixir made by Rosenheim. This is the elven elixir created by Rosenheim. It's much less effective than the previous one, but it was successfully mass produced during the creation process. If the reaction of the brave men is true, then the elven elixir is said to cure the deficit as well. End quat, end quat. Elven elixir, end quat. I remember mistaking the end quat, blessings of the earth end quat, skill of grass bee that Alan used in his battle with the brave Helmios for an elven recovery potion, end quat. Master Aaron, this is definitely the elves elixir, end quat. Dear Ms. Sophia. Lorne? Sophie goes along with Alan's story. Theodosir, elven royalty and rector, has a look on his face that says, and quat, what are you talking about? The elven elixir is to make amends for Rosenheim's withdrawal of the elven troops. Is that right, Master Alan? Sophie looks at Alan with the eyes of a student who has answered the question correctly. Yes, it is. That should keep the League of Five Continents together somehow. The Demon King's army has priorities for this move. The first priority is the invasion of Rosenheim. And he also wants to break the alliance of five continents. That will make future invasions of the other continents easier. This recovery potion will be used as the elves elixir, with support from Rosenheim. This would greatly change the mindset of the Empire of Jamut's troops, who had broken their alliance agreement and fled before the enemy, even if it was to save their homeland from certain death. Well, it would be better to still maintain the alliance because the Demon King is there. With the Demon King gone, Alan believes that the alliance of the five continents will be reshaped as a small nation at the mercy of a hegemonic power. But it's great. You're trying to save Rosenheim, send aid to the Guillaume Empire, and maintain the alliance. Sophie explains to me what Alan wants to do. And quat. No, this is just an anticipation of what we're hearing and a response. In reality, the battlefield is going to be different because of what we're up against. At first I think the War will go in a good direction. Because the Demon King's army will attack on the premise that there is no recovery force of elves. That's 600,000 restoratives. But if it turns out that there's a lot of restorative medicine, it might change their strategy. If Rosenheim recovers, they might change their plan to attack the central continent. Surely not everything would be fine. And we need to take out some insurance, too. It seems that Alan has a plan that he hasn't told you about yet. But it would be really helpful. No, the president will have to explain it well. Ask the dean to give a good account of the recovery drug. And Merle. And Quat. Uh-huh. Talk to Merle, who has been sluggish for a while now. Merle is now ordered by the boss's empire to return home. My trip to the boss's empire will not change in April. And quat. Huh? And quat. 
I'll destroy the Demon King's army and go to an S-class dungeon as fast as I can. And quat. Uh-huh. Alan believes that this battle is a short-lived one. When it's over, he wants to go to the S-class dungeon of the Bauki's empire. So I'll give Merle the elven elixir as well, since he'll probably be sent to the battlefield. Merle is one in ten million who has the gift of a demon rock general who can move a mithril-class golem. In case of emergency, he is likely to be sent out as a student soldier. I'll take the elven elixir that Rosenheim gave me and give you the restorative. Oh, thanks. I'll give Merle some magic restorers, too. I'll give him 1,000 magic seeds and he can change the game. What the North Central Continent needs is a restorative. But what Merle and the other golem wielders magic-powered golem soldiers need is magic power. Merle thanked them with a half-hearted smile. He feels guilty about leaving the party after dragging his feet in the dungeon for so long. I'll have to explain it to Nina. Well, we should say goodbye at the base. We'll have to say goodbye at the base. He wanted to say a few words to his family and servants of Kiel at the base and then go to the battlefield. Thus, the preparations for the journey to Rosenheim were underway. When the president asked me to save Rosenheim, I agreed. Then a whole day passed. Alan and his team made preparations to go to Rosenheim. They were told that they already had the necessary supplies, including food, but there was something else that Alan would need. There is something deeply moving in me, knowing that I may not be able to come back to this city where I spent less than two years. I believe that War is never absolute, and there is no guarantee that we will win. Most of the inhabitants of this city don't know about the Demon King and live their lives as usual. I'm going to keep it that way. Kiel told his sister Nina and the servants what happened. Nina was quite shocked, but tearfully asked for her to come back. Nina and the servants agreed to stay with the Hamilton family about a year earlier than planned. Alan plans to have a short battle, but there is a good chance that the enemy will conduct a guerrilla-like operation and the battle will be prolonged. After leaving the dean's office, I told Rifolu about the situation, and he agreed to take Nina and her friends back to the Hamilton family's mansion as soon as possible. And quat. It's between you and me, Alan. It's not a problem at all. I was told that I owed him a debt of gratitude, but after all the lessons he had taught me over the past two years, I didn't mind owing him that much. Right now, Alan is on the outskirts of the school city. He opened his grimoire and checked the status, specialties, and awakening skills of the B-rank summoned beasts, whose summoning level had reached seven and could be summoned. Well, I'd like to send ten of them, or maybe 15 of them in support. Shape of the ant bug bee status species. Insects, rank. Bee name, Alapon physical strength, 2600 magic, 1000 attack power, 2400 endurance, 3000 quickness, 3000 intelligence, 2000 fortune 1800 protection, endurance 100, speed. 100 special skill, formic acid awakening, 
spawning shape of the Cerberus beast B. Status species. Beast, rank. B name Caroline physical strength, 3000 magic. 1000 attack power, 3000 durability, 2700, quickness, 2800 intelligence, 2000 fortune. 1400 protection. Strength 100. Attack strength 100 special skill. Triple bite 9 stacks. Of bites shape of the griffin bird B status species. Birds, rank, B name. Glyphs physical strength, 2000 magic, 1000 attack power, 2000 endurance, 2300 quickness, 3000 intelligence, 3000 fortune, 2400 protection, speed 100. Intelligence 100 special skill, flying awakening shape of the peach grass B. Status species, grass, rank, B name. Momoko physical strength, 100 magical power, 3000 attack power, 100 durability, 100 quickness, 100 intelligence, 100 fortune, 3000 protection, 100% magic and 100% luck special skill, blessings of the earth awakening. A blessing from heaven shape of the stone bee in full plate made of mithril sort. Stone, rank. B name, mirror physical strength, 3000 magic, 1000 attack power, 2800 endurance, 3000, quickness, 2300 intelligence, 2000 fortune, 2500 protection, strength 100, endurance 100 special skill, reflection awakening total reflex shape of the tortoise sea dragon archer and fish B status species, fish, rank, B name, Jembu body. Strength, 2900 magical power, 3000 attack power, 2000 endurance, 2900 quickness. 1000 intelligence, 3000 fortune, 2600 protection, 100 magical power, 100 intellectual. Power special skill, turtle shield awakening, turtle barrier shape and status of female. Spirits Spirits B Sort. Spirit, Rank. B Name, Ellie Physical Strength. 2600 Magical Power, 3000 Attack Power, 2600 Endurance, 3000 Quickness. 2600 Intelligence, 3000 Fortune 1800 Protection. Endurance 100, Intelligence 100, Physical. Resistance 100 Special Skills. Gravity Awakening, Kuro Hole Shape of the Dragon B Status. Of the Dragon Species, Dragons, Rank, B Name, Dora 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 Physical Strength, 2800 Magic, 1000 Attack Power, 3000 Endurance, 2900 Quickness, 3000 Intelligence, 1800 Fortune 1600 Protection, Attack Power 100, Speed 100, Breath Resistance High Special. Skill, Spitting Fire Awakening the Fire of Anger and Quat. So, we're going to destroy the Higzenbiest called the Demon King's Army, right? A woman with blonde hair, about the age of early teens, speaks to Alan. Her body is slightly translucent, and the one floating in the air and talking in a fussy manner is Spirit Bee's Summoner. That's right. It's a Hexenbiest. There are 
probably quite a few human soldiers out there, but don't ever mess with them. Even if they attack you and Quat, we're happy to oblige. Alan wants to send his summons to fight at the front line in the northern part of the central continent. I want to help you against the Demon King's army of two million Demon Kings and learn more about the war situation in the northern part of the central continent. If the Giamid Empire is defeated, the next battle will be with our kingdom. I don't think a dozen or so summonses can change the war situation, but the sooner we know the situation, the sooner we can react. We don't want to be unprepared, like this one, where we go to Rosenheim the day after we hear about it. And quat, jitty, and quat, I'm sorry, Araporn. The battlefield in the north of the continent is too far away, so I can't let you go, because it would take me a month just to move. I'll have you working on Rosenheim, so good luck. Bugbee's summoner is dented. Alan pats him on the head to appease him. Summons can stay in the dungeon for a month. In a row, there are many things you can do in a month, such as staying in the dungeon, going to the city of Granville as a liaison, or helping to settle the Rodan village. This time, however, you have to travel across a vast empire from south to north. I need a summoner that can fly and has a certain amount of movement speed. Two summons for bird E2 birds D summonses 5 spirit B summonses 5 dragon B summonses. So much for reconnaissance, combat, and information gathering. He also wants me to carry a recovery pill. Oh, if a demon god or demon tribe comes out, I want as much information as possible. I checked, but there's very little information. I'd like to know at least how strong it is. Alright, let's get around to getting the information. The Dragon B. Summoner answers on behalf of the according to the information I received from the president and homeroom teacher, the Demon King's army also has an enemy who will become its general. This plan is known to Alan's friends, but not to the president. The main reason is that we don't need to give out any more information than necessary. Besides, I couldn't entirely trust the rector for not telling me about the withdrawal of the elven recovery force right away. Then go ahead. I may send you some support when I find out what's happening on the battlefield, but don't get your hopes up. And quat, I'm going to go kill you. And quat, oh, they'll burn it all down. The summons of spirit. B and dragon B, who can speak the language, will answer. Then, flying in a clump with a shared vision, they will begin to fly northward over the central continent. Hey, and quat, Alan, are you done? And quat, oh, Krenna, they're gone. Alan and his team are in front of a 100 meter class high-speed mage ship. Hundreds of newly arrived elves are gathered in one place as well. Looking uneasy since the order to return was given. Sophie is going around offering incomprehensible encouragement, and Quat. Don't worry, we've got you. Master Alan and Quat. Looking at Kiel, he is about to say a final goodbye to Nina and her servants, but he seems to be having some kind of trouble with his oldest servant. 
It seems that he is about to entrust you with a considerable amount of money that he earned in the dungeon, and they are exchanging in quat, take it in quat, and in quat, I can't take it in quat. When I saw this happening at the base last night, the servants seem to have broken off, saying in quat, we'll use it for Master Nina. Are you sure? And quat, huh? What's that? Alan speaks to Dagara. I think the most dangerous one in this fight is Dagara. Well, it's much stronger than a B-rank summoner. There is one thing that a companion has that a summoner does not. Weapons and armor. It's weapons and armor. They wear the weapons and armor of the adamantite. So I don't think we can lose or die that easily. But there will be more than just dragons in this battle. Can't we just go along for the ride? Alan asks Dagara if he's going to be allowed to drift off into battle. What the hell are you saying? His Majesty put my name on the order, too. What reason do I have for refusing? You'll be rewarded handsomely for your service on the battlefield. Dagara chuckles and replies with words that sound like something Alan would say. Yeah, yeah, I'll be on the front lines with Klarna and Quat, of course, leader. Then Dagara gripped the axe on his shoulder tightly. First, the city of Nest. From now on, Aaron and the others will board the magic ship. We're going to get off at the southernmost tip of Rosenheim, a large city called Nest, about four days away by Grimoire ship. Looks like we're good to go. Then let's all go. And Quat, and Quat. Oh, and Quat, Alan and his friends were leaving for the battlefield. In a gorgeous corner of the castle, a small bird perches on a branch next to a tree that stands near a window. Inside the room are a nobleman, a knight, and a steward. The knight notices the bird and opens the door, and the bird slips in, and quat, excuse me, Viscount Granville, and greet the nobleman inside. This little Bird is Alan's summoner of bird G. I could have used bird F. I could have done with bird F, but I wanted to be as inconspicuous as possible, so I went with the smallest summoner. Im, sorry. It took a while to get an audience with you. And quat, what? No, no. What do you find out? On the day he received the president's request to join the war, Alan informed Viscount Granville of the situation by a summoned beast that was waiting for him at the mansion. Viscount Granville had not been told about the orders for Alan and his men to go into battle. He immediately went to the capital and asked the royal family for an explanation. But an audience with the king was not possible that day. The king was busy and kept waiting. If we did get an audience today, it was probably because he heard we were on the magic ship. Hmm. First of all, the war situation. It seems that the Demon King's army marched into Rosenheim about a month ago. The Viscount has confirmed a lot of things about the war. While you were waiting in the audience, some generals and other noblemen in high positions in the military were able to find out for you. They all seem to be very supportive of Viscount Granville. First, how the war came about and why. A month ago, the fortress defending the northern part of Rosenheim was taken down by three million troops. 
Although said to be a race trait, elves are especially good at assisting and healing. Elves are more likely to be born with high magic power. They are also archers, so if you think of it militarily, they specialize in defending the city walls. However, the Demon King's army attacked with greater force than their defense. There is a huge fort that has been fortified for decades in the north of Rosenheim, but it was attacked within a few days. The Demon King's army has now taken a major lead in their invasion of Rosenheim. Until now, the Demon King's army had attacked all three countries of the central continent, Bauke's empire and Rosenheim. But among them, the central continent has been attacked the most. If you ask why, the central continent was the weakest. The Demon King's army had been invading the central continent most intensively for a long time because it was easier to attack. That's why the central continent is the only territory of the Demon King's army unlike the other continents. Besides, the Bauke's empire had golem soldiers. And Rosenheim had the blessing of the Spirit King. But a brave man appeared and this balance of strength was upset. The weakest changed to Rosenheim. Despite the Spirit King's blessing, Rosenheim is said to have far fewer men than the other two continents. Elves are said to be long-lived and difficult to have children with. And the elves do not like other races to come to Rosenheim. Their exclusive management of the state has led them to submit an urgent request to the kingdom through the League of Five Continents, and by the time the kingdom responds, it is attacked close to the capital. By the time the kingdom responds, the capital has fallen. Having failed to reach the capital, the kingdom replied to the city of Nest, one of the key locations south of Rosenheim, that it would send Alan and his companions to respond to the request by order of the king. End quote. Rosenheim as it stands now is not looking so good. End quote. Rosenheim as it stands now is in a very tight spot. It took the demon king's army a reasonable number of days to fall. The capital of Rosenheim, and as a result, the elves were evacuated. They also say that it has created enough time for people to gather in several key locations in the south. I don't know how far the Demon King's army has invaded, but I believe the elves are fighting in the southern fortress. Thank you for your research. Of course I don't mind. So is the king. Tell us about the audience you just had. We are in an unprecedented crisis of national survival. We must cooperate with the League of Five Continents. We have decided to ask Alan to help Rosenheim, a valuable asset that will be greatly missed. And I thought that Alan would be able to demonstrate his abilities if he also included the comrades who were working with him. During the audience, the king was all this talk, and he wouldn't listen to me. Hmm. Plausibly calling me fellow countrymen to the prey of an army of three million. And quat, I'm sorry about that. I gave the king a bit too much of a bad impression. Talk about the exchange with the dauphin at the ceremony after the school martial arts tournament. As a result, Viscount Granville's daughter, Cecile is also involved. Dot 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 dot. No, it's okay. So I want you to make sure that Cecile can return 
home safely. The Viscount is at a loss for words for a moment, but he does have one wish for. Alan, I promise you that. I made a promise to the Viscount without any proof. Whatsoever. So, what's this all about? Dagara is talking to Alan in the mage ship. Just. As at the base, we're all gathered in one compartment. We're here to share with our friends what the Viscount has told us. Dot 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 dot. Sophie is quite depressed when she hears about the events leading up to the fall of the capital. And quat, but the elves are still fighting and not giving up. If they haven't given up, then we can't give up on them. And quat, Mr. Allen, it seems that Allen's words of hope have reached Sophie. It seems as if the sparkle in her eyes has returned a little. And quat, but this is my fault. I didn't expect the king to be so blatant. I guess so. That's predictable. Originally, we had talked at the first dinner about sending Kiel and Krenna to the most dangerous places. Though the target has changed to me. And quat. Oh, what? Don't apologize. You're doing this for your people. Dagara gives me a look that says, and quat, what is Dagara talking about? Everyone nods yes at what Dagara says. That's right. Do what you want to do, Alan. Yes. This is going to make me a nobleman a lot faster. Krina agrees, and Kiel says. He had no problem with Alan's actions because the fruits of the war would shorten his time to become a nobleman. Got it, Alan? We're all ready to go. Cecil says that everyone is ready to go to war. Yes, Cecil has been ready ever since his brother Mihai died in the battle against the Demon King's army. He thinks that next spring's entry into the war has only been delayed. We'll have to pass the test. I would have liked to go into the war with Orahalkin grade equipment alone. No, we have to do what we can now. There's going to be S rank class on the battlefield, I hear. Everyone has no problem joining the war. Of course Alan has no problem with it either. If I have one regret, it's that I haven't been able to get any information about the release of the level cap after a level canst, despite the fact that I've been steadily gathering information in the school city. This may be almost hopeless, as Helmios the Brave and Doberg the swordsman are still in normal mode. I wanted to go to the S-class dungeons of the Balkis Empire to get at least some equipment, but I had to do what I could. By the way, Alan, what are you going to do now? Cecil checks on the situation. I've been on the grimoire for three full days now. They've been talking about organization and such, but I haven't heard what Alan is after. No, they're just going to the city of Nest in the south. I heard that they're heading south to the city called Nest, so I'm thinking of going north from there to wipe out the Demon King's army. Now this high-speed mage ship is heading to the city of Nest at the southern tip of Rosenheim. It is said to be the southern hub of Rosenheim. It's in the city of Nest that the kingdom has made contact with. And quat, and quat, and quat. What was that thing you were going to say earlier about bothering us? Alan was determined to wipe out the Demon King's army. Well, that means we'll destroy three million Demon Kings. Mr. Alan. And Quat. No, 
Sophie. If possible, I'd like to destroy 7 million with the 4 million in reserve. 4 million reservists are said to be standing by at sea in the North Central Continent. When the war situation changes, they are sure to move. And quat, and quat, and quat. Maybe this is what it means to be speechless. Well, this time I was asked to do it, and I responded, so I don't know what form I'll take in the war. So far, I haven't even heard what to do. I was just told to help. I don't know if I'm going to be in a unit somewhere, or a ranger, or what I'm going to do. That shouldn't be a problem. And quat, huh? In the name of the princess, I'll set you free to fight. Isn't that right, Fulmer? And quat, yes, yes. Dear Mr. Sophia Lorne, Sophie is well aware that Alan's fighting style is not something that would make sense to incorporate into an elf unit. She feels that her position as princess was intended to set Alan free to fight. Amidst a number of misgivings, Aaron and his friends await their arrival in the city of Nest the next day. The land is in sight. Rosenheim is in sight. And quat. Yeah, right on schedule. Responding to Cecil's voice. It was now the evening of the fourth day, and the land that seemed to be the southern tip of Rosenheim was safely in sight. Sophie anxiously gazes at the south end of Rosenheim through the window panes attached to the mage ship. From what we learned at the castle, we did not know if Her Majesty was alive or dead. But thank goodness, there's no fire in the city of Nest. The city of Nest is the southernmost city of Rosenheim. If the fire is already raging and smoke is thick, then Rosenheim will be completely in the hands of the demon king's army. The magic ship will soon land at the landing field set up in the city of Nest. After landing at the landing field, they will disembark from the grimoire with hundreds of elves. The elven students look around and begin to run. I hear the elves are very protective of their families. I guess fear for the safety of the family was greater than the fear of war. They are looking for their parents to see if they have come to the landing site. But there are many elves here, but there does not seem to be anyone who looks like the parents of the elven students. Elves are more concerned about family ties than other races. Perhaps it is because they live longer and are less likely to have children than other races. Rosenheim is about a third of the size of the central continent, but the population of elves living there is the same as the small kingdom of Latash. That's an awful lot of cargo. Crates of cargo are crammed into the depots. It seems as if they have collected all the cargo from all of Rosenheim. Someone who appears to be the commander of the elven army is giving instructions on how to organize the cargo. If you look closely, you'll see some of the crates are charred. They must have escaped the war. The wagon is approaching from the dismounted side. An elf is getting out of the wagon and coming to join them. And quat, I'm glad you've returned, master. Sophiarone, the Presbyterian church wants to see you. And quat, elders. Mr. Allen, the presbytery is calling you. Sophie raises her eyebrows for a moment at the word. Elder. 
Sophie reiterates to Alan as the elf gets out of the carriage and speaks to her. Everyone get in, Sophie says, so they all get into the carriage. What about the students? I left behind the elven student who came with me. And Quat, that's not a problem. I've already told them where to meet. Saying that, everyone gasps as they pass through the depot. Because I saw the city scenery from the carriage window. Dot 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 dot. Awful. Cecil. Exclaimed. The area had been turned into a field hospital. The elves were healing the bloody elves desperately. There are voices of wailing children. How far does it go? Even through the city, the streets are filled with wounded and displaced people. There are over a million people. Displaced alone. Alan has already begun to check the entire city of Nest from the sky, using the summons of ten birds e in Alan's mind, the war has already begun. Now that the demon king's army has occupied 70% of the territory and is advancing further, there is no telling how much time is left in Rosenheim. The more time we waste, the more damage we're going to cause. We have no time to waste. Perhaps a million elves have already died in this invasion. Once we have a full view of the city, we will move directly to the front line to assess the situation. For a southern stronghold with a large bay, the city of Nest is quite large. Eagles. Eye catches the streets filled with elves. It is full of wounded and displaced people, many of whom are injured, some receiving medical treatment on the side of the road instead of entering buildings, and others with missing limbs. Perhaps they saw that they can no longer recover, or they do not have the time or magic power to recover the injured too badly. The fact that there are so many seriously injured and wounded in Rosenheim, where it is said that many of them can use recovery magic, seems to indicate the magnitude of the situation on the front lines. Allen's companions are shocked at the scene of the battlefield, which is so graphic. The carriage stops in front of a large wooden building in the center of town. As Sophie gets out of the carriage, the area begins to buzz. The people of the city seem to have noticed the princess's return. Some of them begin to clasp their hands and worship. They realize how much Sophie, the future queen, means to them. And Quat, come, Master Allen, this way. Where are the elders? Formar? Ha, I'll check it out now. Sophie instructs Fulmer stoutly, despite knowing the devastation of the city. Sophie seems to share the realization that time is running out. Soon, Fulmer will be back. I'll show you the way, and Alan and the others enter the back of the building. This way, and Quat, he says, and behind an open door sits a dozen raggedy elves. Oh, Master Sophia Lorne, good to see you back. One of the raggedy elves squealed with delight as they were ushered into a large conference room-like place. But Sophie looks around the large conference room and in Quat, where is the queen? And Quat, ha, huh? where are you going to be? And Quat, I'm sorry, we asked you to leave, too. So you're still in the front lines? And Quat, yes, yes then. Sophie is furious about the situation. And Quat. Hey, 
Why are you here without your queen? The ragged elves trembled at the fury of his words. And quot, I'm sorry. Master Sophia Lorne. Are they angry that only the presbytery has been evacuated while the queen has not? The elven nation is a parliamentary system with a queen. Matters pertaining to the running of the state are decided by a council of twelve elders, but the queen has the power to veto decisions made by the council. Sophie is furious that without a queen, there are all the elders here without one. One of the elves, called the elders, desperately hushes Sophie. And quat, so, what's wrong with her? Majesty? Her majesty remains in the city of Tiamo, where she is currently fighting. I've heard of Tiamo. It's one of the larger cities. Is that the front line? This reminds me of one of the larger cities north of here nest that we learned about in class. It's not hard to see why it's the front line if it's 70% occupied from the north of Rosenheim in terms of position. After all, you're still alive. Oh, yes. The elder elf slurred his words. And quat, what is the matter? With you? Answer. In terms of the battle situation, Tiamo has a few more days. The elders reply with a look of regret. The current frontline stronghold will fall in a few days. Besides, the elves of the Council of Elders, there are high-ranking soldiers and elves who appear to be generals. A map is spread out on a large table, and they seem to be discussing what to do about this situation that is about to be attacked and destroyed. Sophie turns to the elf, who appears to be a general in armor, to see if it is true that the city will fall in a few days. The wounded general's elf closes his eyes and bows his head. Is this officer also badly wounded and evacuated? Well, it looks like we're running out of time, and Sophie said you were free to do what you want. I'm an outsider, but you were called in, so let's get in there. The only people here are refugees who fled the war and wounded soldiers who retreated from the battlefield. And that the frontline cities will fall in a few days and the queen in them will be in danger. Alan summarizes the conversation and the situation in the city as confirmed by the summons of the bird. E. And quat, and quat, what? Alan, who had been watching from the sidelines, spoke up. And everyone looked at him. Hey, is this man here? Yes. The savior prophesied by the spirit. King, you have come for Rosenheim. Sophie seems to have finally calmed down now that Alan has entered the conversation. He bowed his head apologetically to Alan, so he shook his head to indicate with an attitude that there was no problem. Such a boy as the spirit kings. Dot 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 dot. The general, who has lost an arm, looks at Alan quizzically. Alan's appearance never looks so strong. Alan and his team arrived at the invaded city of Nest in Rosenheim. Waiting for them were tens of thousands of wounded soldiers and refugees who were unable to fight. Now that we know the situation, we must prioritize our actions. My name is Alan. Alan called himself the Wounded General and the Raggedy Elves, as a matter of course. Alan interrupted a conversation between Sophie and the generals and elders in the 
conference room. The general, who had lost an arm, nodded back to Alan as Sophie nodded strongly toward him. Oh, thank you. We're in the middle of a military council, so please join us. Hum. Now that's not a meeting to do. For Alan, who has heard the story so far, there is no point in having this meeting now. Because things are going to change. Because things are changing. And there are more important things for Alan to do. Uh, follow me. Alan stares at Sophie. Sophie nods in response. A military tribunal? Do you want me to treat your arm first? And quat. Yeah, that's helpful, but that's fine with me. He's like a general who thinks more of Rosenheim than his arms. And quat. Listen to me, Luchidrol. And quat. Yes, yes I wanted you to go ahead with the military council for Rosenheim, not for your arm. Still, Princess Sophie said so, so the general, who had lost an arm called Lucidrol, walked over to Alan. Upon closer inspection, you can see that the cloth covering the wound on his missing arm is oozing red blood and looks very painful. Alan pulls out a red peach-shaped object from the compartment with a blessing. This is the healing potion and quat, heaven's blessing and quat, made by Grass B's awakening skill. It completely cures physical strength, magic, and abnormalities. And its effect extends to a 100 meter radius. When you use the blessing of heaven, Lucidral's missing arm will grow back as if it were tearing off the cloth that covers it. Rukador wasn't the only one who was injured. All the injured elves here are fully healed. And quat, and quat, stupid and quat, touch and confirm their injuries. He is astonished at his full recovery, with no wounds at all. Even the tottering elder who has been standing there is shaken to his core. Is this the elves elixir? Yes, elves are called elves elixir too. There are only a limited number of healing potions and recovery spells that can heal a deficit in this world. If you want to heal the deficit with recovery magic, you have to be a saint or something. Lucidrail is astonished as he touches his neatly healed arm. You ask if it's an elven elixir, and I affirm it. In this world, there are many ranks of elves elixirs. The elven elixir is said to be a precious elixir kept in the elven kingdom of Rosenheim. And it is said that the elven elixir is the only one that can cure a deficiency. Even the Mule's flower, the precious recovery potion that saved the life of Aaron's father Rodan and costs five gold coins, can't grow an arm. As for recovery magic, it is said that only a saintly class with a rarity of three stars can recover from a deficiency. Keel who has the talent of a monk has raised his level and skill level to the limit, but it is not possible to recover from a deficit. Well, by the way, how many wounded soldiers have been evacuated to this city? Roughly 100,000 people. More if you include the injured refugees. Quite a lot, but that's about it from the air? Number 100,000 for a life saved is quite a bit less than 100,000 for a life saved? Even though the elves are a small country with a small population, we do not know how many lives were lost.
we can recover all those 100,000 wounded soldiers. And quat. What? It's not possible. I evacuated the people who couldn't fight. Yet another blessing out of heaven on your hand. With this one you can heal the wounded over an area greater than the city square you just passed. And I have a thousand of these restoratives. There was a town square that we passed on the way to this building. Actually, I have three thousand of them. I'm still, I should say, worried about the stock of blessings. I should be able to replenish it soon. I currently have about 12,000 B rank magic stones to fight as a summoned beast. In addition, I'm turning the B rank magic stones that I saved up during my two years at the school into a blessing from heaven. Let's see, a thousand. I don't know. It's not very much, but I can't help but think that there can't be a thousand of these things. Lucidral. Believe what Master Allen says. And quat. Yes. L-U-K-I-D-R-A-L-L nodded at Sophie's words. Then I will tell my men to gather the wounded and recover quickly. I guess we'll leave that to my men and let the war discussion proceed. Now we can make a plan that assumes no one is injured, but it's still not enough. It's a refuge. What's the most important thing to do now? It's to go to the front line where the battlefield is, to rebuild the front line and stop the invasion of the Demon King's army. I agree with you that the recovery should be done by my men and we should have a war council. However, I would like to have a substitute summoner for the council, not me, and we will rush to the city of Tiamo. Alan leaves a thousand blessings in the hands of the elves. I saw that there were a lot of injured people all over the place, but with my new situation in town, I don't know where and how many people are injured exactly. With Birdie's summoner, you can't see inside the building from the sky. To reliably heal the wounded with the grace of a minimum number of blessings requires manpower and some time. Huh? I'm sorry. If it means that there are only a few more days until the fall, perhaps we can save Tiamo and Her Majesty, we would like to leave now. And Quat, I'm sorry to hear that. It will take us a month to get to Tiamo by carriage. A grimoire might be able to make it there in time, but if we approach Tiamo with something that big, we'll be prey to the Demon King's army. Lucadrar continues, it's too late. The city is already surrounded by the Demon King's army and you can't even get close. We have magic ships, but the Demon King's army also has enemies that can be shot down. We need to gather information on the Demon King's army at the council meeting. Now listen to what the Luchidral said and figure out what information you need to gather. And Quat, Ellie, you know what to do. I need you to go over the information. And quat. Yes, Mr. Allen. Death. And quat. And quat. What? And quat. The elves are startled and shivered by the sudden summoning of Spirit B. Send out Spirit B's summons and have him gather information. Since we're also sharing what Allen wants to say can be conveyed through Spirit B. Yeah, let's get one of those poppies out to tell us what's going on. 
Oh, let's get a popo out to tell the situation. I'll also take out one of Bird F's summonses for communication. Bird F's summoner's awakening skill. And Quat. Transmission and Quat. Allows him to instantly tell any target within a 100 kilometer range what. Alan wants to tell them. Not only in words but also in images. With a Bird F summoner. It. Prevents a Spirit B summoner from becoming a message game and taking a long time to communicate or changing what he or she needs to say. Sophie is instructing the generals, including the elders, and Luchidral, to listen to the summons. And Quat, everyone, let's go to Tiamo. Then, and Quat, and Quat, oh, and Quat, there was already no one to oppose Alan. The sun had already set completely when I walked out of the building used by the presbytery. Many elves had gathered around, perhaps having heard of Princess Sophie's return. Some are in tears calling for help, others are offering words of thanks, and some are crying out for help to run away. A lamppost made of magic tools dimly illuminates people's thoughts. Do you want to ride the summoner, Alan? In the meantime, Dagara will see how to get to Tiamo. Yeah, of course I'll get on the griffin. Come on out, griffins. And Quat. Gulu. Hi, hi. Reaching five meters in length, seven giant griffins with lion's feet and a hawk's head with wings and a snake's tail appear. Standing on their hind legs and spreading their wings, their stature reaches the roof of the building. Then, legs folded and bent over, they all stepped over one by one. Then, L-U-K-I-D-R-A-L-L. We'll save your queen and the city's people, and I'll leave the nest to you. Instruct him to return to the front line as soon as possible. And Quat, ha, with the crowd and the soldiers. Having trouble understanding, Sophie gives her next instruction. The soldiers give an elvish salute, and the griffins begin to flap their wings. They leave the ground and gain more and more altitude as they fly northward. Dot 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 dot. And Quat, was the Spirit King's prophecy true? The L-U-K-I-D-R-A-L-L began to act with a small murmur, watching Aaron and the others fade from sight. I'll make it. I'll make it on time. And Quat, guys, hold on tight because you're going to be Fast. And quat. And quat. Okay. I try to move as tightly as possible, but I give out loud instructions. So that everyone at a distance can hear me. And quat. Griffs. Use the spinning. Wheel. And quat. Gulu. The griffin is increasing its speed. The summons of bird D, which I've been following for its night flight, can't keep up with its speed. To begin with, there is a Nearly 3,000 difference in speed between Bird B and Bird D. Allen used a high-speed summon to bring Bird D's summoner back forward and update the area he could see with his night vision. Within a few hours, he could see the many bonfires surrounding the city, a lone light at the center of the bonfires, and a number of buildings or something burning in the city. And Quat, well, the city is on fire. In the distance, with the city burning, Kersna shouted. Aaron's team is now flying on a griffin-shaped birdbee summoner, but the city of Tiamo is 
Still a long way away and the battle situation is not clear. And quat. Hollow. Check in the white. Night. And quat. Ho. At midnight, when it is completely dark, hundreds of thousands of torches are something else surround the city. And the city is on fire in a number of places as well. Alan invokes the awakening skill and quat. Midnight sun and quat. On the summoned beast of bird. D. This skill allows it to recognize everything in a 100 kilometer radius, but only at night. Okay, I can see it. The city hasn't fallen yet. There are elves in the city. The information shared by Midnight Sun goes directly into Alan's mind. Although you can't see the inside of the building, you can capture the bright city scene as if it were broad daylight, as well as information about the Demon King's army outside the city. There is no sign of a battle between the elves and the Demon King's army, as if they do not fight at night. However, the Elves are constantly working to put out fires in the city's buildings and trees, or to get the injured people somewhere. The city is still safe. Let's all go up once and get into the city. A look of relief comes over Sophie. Some of the Demon King's army can fly. Even in the middle of the night, in order to avoid being discovered by the Demon King's army as much as possible. I'm going to climb up and reach the sky above the city, and then start my descent. Your target is the largest building near the center of the city. We're coming down. And quat. And quat. What? And quat. With a word from Alan, the birds be begin their descent. The large building in the center of the city is packed with elven soldiers. Alan doesn't pay any attention to them, and with the soldiers gathered, he descends into the city on his summoned beast. What? It's an enemy attack. A Hexenbiest is on board. Many soldiers hurriedly grabbed the bows they were carrying on their backs and pulled out arrows from their quiver. Even the spirit magic user's hands began to glow faintly. Be ridiculous. Well, wait. Master Sophia Lorne is here. I thought I could. Now I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me, but the situation is what it is. We can't afford to be complacent. Good luck, Fulmer. In the midst of being completely recognized as an enemy, Fulmer hurriedly shouts out not to attack. I'll be cheering him on from behind the scenes. In addition, there is also a stone sea summoner that can replace your body after being attacked so I think I can handle it. Formar didn't expect Alan to swoop down so suddenly and in front of the soldiers guarding the city center. You will be careful not to provoke the soldiers, but you will restrain them from attacking you, even though you wonder why they would do such a thing. So, Miss Sophia Lorne? The soldiers begin to notice. One by one, the white hair and golden eyes of Sophia stride the summoned beast of the bird bee. Illuminated by the light of the magical tools, with the cry of Formar. I'm back now. I'm sorry to have frightened you. Put your weapons down. And quat, and quat, I'm sorry, too. The soldiers kneel, like a wave. It's all right, and quat, Sophie says softly, calming them down. And quat. I'll show you where to go. 
One of the soldiers, who seems to be of high rank, says he will guide you. You put away the summoner and walk into the biggest building in the city. You'll hear a commotion as you make your way to the second floor hall. It sounds like something is going on. In the hall, a dozen elves are standing in a circle. And quat, may the queen alone escape. We'll make the most of it. And quat, this place is going to fall tomorrow. And quat, cannot be. There are many people in the city of Nest who could not be evacuated. I will be on the front lines, and if you care about me, you will live through tomorrow. The men are dead and wounded and at their wits' end. Rosenheim is the queen. And quat, no, because of the elves' people. And quat, excuse me. We have brought Master Sophia Lorne and Master Formal. We're here too. But still, it's Mr. Formal, and Formal is a member of the princess's entourage, so his status is quite high. Fulmer, who is by Sophie's side as her bodyguard, is quiet and does not say much about himself. What? At a time like this? Eh? Dear Mr. Sophia Lorne the hustle and bustle dies down, noticing Sophie's presence. The queen looks just like Sophie. Hum, is that a monkfish on your shoulder? At the far end of this hall there is also a throne, but a female elf, who appears to be Her Majesty the Queen from the way she speaks, participates in the meeting as one of the elves in the circle as well as the other elves. Similar to Sophie, Her Majesty looks to be in her late 20s, with pure white hair and golden eyes, wearing a pure white dress, but not armor. The queen wears a mongoose on her shoulder. I wonder if elves, with their nature-loving image, get along well with animals. But they are out of place in this noisy place. You will find yourself staring at Momonga to see if she notices you, so you cut back the munchies like a country middle schooler. And quat, Sophie, I'm so glad you're back. And quat, yes, your majesty, I'm back. Such a pessimistic voice can be heard. It's not very welcoming. Just when we are talking about the fact that this place will fall tomorrow, not only the queen but the princess has arrived. Sophie, you heard me. Tomorrow this city of Tiamo will fall. We have two days to live. We've been here for a while now. You find yourself at the point where you are about to tell them to run. I'm talking about how you came to be in this city. This city is surrounded by the Demon King's army. The officers in this hall have been advising the queen to evacuate, but it's not realistic to begin with. How are we going to escape the city? The queen stops mid-conversation and notices a dark-haired boy next to Sophie. And quat, your majesty, Master Allen is here. There's nothing wrong with this war. Sophie assures him that Rosenheim is no longer in danger of exile. At these words, all eyes are drawn to Alan. Oh, Master Alan, the boy of the Spirit Kings. Prophecy? One of the elves, who appears to be an officer, mutters to himself, and quat, yes, my name is Alan, and quat, yes, my name is Alan. Her Majesty the Queen of Rosenheim. We have come at your urgent request. 
Alan stands and bows his head and greets the queen with respect and quat. Oh, oh, I see. It's good to see you. For a moment, he wondered what he could do. With only seven men, but desperately hiding his thoughts, the officers gave him a welcome. Like the officer of the city of Nest, Lucidril, even if he is a strong man, he knows how much power one person can have, because he is an experienced officer. Not everyone fully believes in the spirit. King's bedtime stories. Well, you can't turn your back on the reality that we are in danger of going out of the country right now. We have work to do before we can rely on the spirits, not on God. By the demeanor of those present, Alan sensed Rosenheim's perception of him. Master. Alan, we are glad to see you here. We have heard about your battle with Helmios the Brave. I look forward to your help. Apparently, the Spirit King's prophecy isn't the only reason why I was called up. He also seems to have heard about the match he had with Hermios at the school martial arts tournament a few months ago. Of course. And quat. So, let's talk about the current situation. Another war council. Well, this fortress may fall tomorrow. Meetings are important. But, time is also precious. Excuse me. In the middle of the story, what is the number of wounded and fighting soldiers? I don't know the rank, but when one of the officers tries to explain the current situation, Alan interrupts the conversation. As in the city of Nest, the premise changes. And you'll waste time listening to the whole story. Hmm? I guess so. I'd say we have 140,000 wounded, and something like 60,000 to fight with. Interrupted the conversation, but doesn't seem too offended. Hmm? That's quite a lot. The Demon King's army outside is about 300,000. Based on what I saw in the White Knight before. Oh, does it mean that the wounded soldiers were not necessarily injured in the battle in this city? The number of the Demon King's army camped out is estimated by the awakening skill in Quat, Shiro Knight and Quat, mentioned earlier. It is common knowledge in sieges that the offensive is three times as large as the defensive. While Tiamo's army is 200,000 men dedicated to defense, 300,000 Demon King's troops on the offensive seems to be low. Probably, Tiamo's army was 100,000 or less. With more than a month having passed since the war began, one wonders if many of the wounded soldiers were brought in from the more northern cities and fortresses. Nearly 10 magic ships have landed in the city of Nest, too. Does that mean they have a reasonable carrying capacity? We have 140,000 wounded men. Then please use this to recover as soon as possible. Alan pulls a blessing out of the compartment and shows it to the elves, who circle around it and stare at him. And quat, what's this? This is the elven elixir. This one potion can easily heal a person within an area of four buildings. Of course it will cure everything, including missing limbs. I will use the elven elixir to get through to him, even if it is the elven queen. And quat, and quat, what, and quat, I have one thousand of them, and I would appreciate it if you would send them out for tomorrow's battle. 
No, 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 no way. There can be no effect. Or there can be no number, or perhaps not both. End quote. Master Allen's words are all true. The 100,000 wounded soldiers brought to the city of Nest will be fully healed tomorrow. Sophie looks at the queen and all the officers and clearly declares. Some people gasp at Sophie's words and wonder how she can say it so clearly. Is it true? Does this mean we can still fight? Seems to be the case. How can I thank you? The queen wonders what she should do to deserve this miracle. And quat, such talk can wait. First, let's get out of the way of the impending exile. I'm not saying I don't ask for your help. And quat, and yet, there is one problem. If you make a big move in this kind of situation where you are surrounded by enemies, there might be some movement in the Demon King's army. If the elves are found to be recovering, they might make a big attack even late at night. Oh, in that case, I am going to make a night attack. I hope you will act quickly because I will be stalling for time. And quat, and quat, night, raid, and quat, yes, they seem to sleep soundly in the encampment. Alan was as bad as usual. And quat, night raid, are you going to fight now? Yeah, Krenna, I'll be working separately. I get it. When Alan says that much, Alan's friends can understand. I don't know what Alan will do now. Even when conquering dungeons, he often talked about battle techniques and strategies that he didn't understand. There were a lot of things that made sense to me in hindsight when I went along despite my lack of understanding. I'm sure that what we're about to do is one of those things, Alan's friends think. So, does that mean the seven of us are going out of town? No. Fulmer, stay here and arrange for recovery and share information on the battlefield. To the Queen's question, Sophie says that she will leave Fulmer here to orchestrate and arrange for the recovery of the wounded with the restorative medicine, it is better to have someone who has a firm understanding of its effects. Yes, sir. Dear Ms. Sophia Lorne, I guess so. That's Sophie. Do you want to keep Ellie in one piece and have her share the information? And there will be a military council going on at the same time. It's best to have someone in Aaron's group who will participate in the council and share the information with us. Just like in the city of Nest, I will leave a spirit bee summoner here to join the council. And quat. Ellie, share the information we discussed here. And quat. Mr. Alan, you are welcome. And quat, and quat, genie, and quat. The elves look at Spirit B's summoner and say, and quat, spirit and quat, as they speak. And quat, no, it's my summoner. It's different from the spirits of the spirit user's spirits. The elves are staring at the Spirit B summoner in astonishment. Just like in the city of Nest, the elves are quite surprised at Ellie. The spirit summons of spirit bee must be quite similar to the spirits that you usually see. I didn't know there was a spirit user too. I'd like to see them next time. Spirit magic is used by those who have the gift of spirit wizardry to use the power of spirits to perform magic. 
However, there is a higher level occupation called a genie wizard, which allows you to make a contract with a spirit directly. It is said that spirit tamer is only found in elves. Alan thinks it may be a race trait, like the dwarven golem user. And Quat, is that so? Speaking of which, that big-eyed bat that seems to be watching the city from above is not a genie, is it? I don't feel like an ally. Obviously, and it's okay to shoot them down. There were about six large bats flying around the perimeter of this Tiamo city. Just to make sure they were not spirits. No, they're scouts. For the Demon King's army. The Demon King's army scouts say that the city's archers have been dropping quite a few of them, but no matter what they drop, they keep coming over the city one after another. As a result, they say that a significant portion of the city's information has been passed on to the Demon King's army. Then, we'll shoot down the six scouts, so on cue, please begin your actions. From now on, the city of Tiamo will start moving at once. Since we're talking about enemy scouts coming out one after another, it may be difficult to completely block out the information. But we should give as little information as possible to the enemy. And Quat, Sophie, Alan was about to make his move when the queen said, and Quat, yes, my queen, and Quat, yes, your majesty. It's a pleasure to work with you. And Quat, yes, her own daughter, Sophie, is about to launch a nighttime raid with just six men against an army of 300,000 demon kings, and she won't do anything to stop them. Maybe she thinks this is also the fate of those born into royalty. Alan holds out a thousand blessings in the hall and walks out of the building with his companions. All right, first we have to eliminate the enemy's scouting eyes. Hollow, Ellie, come out. And Quat, ho, and Quat, death in the eyes of the enemy. Once again, have the summoner of Bird D use the Shiro Knight skill. Once you use the Shiro Knight skill, the skill requires one day of cool time before you can use it again, so have a different Bird D summoner use it. From the time it came to Tiamo, this skill allows you to recognize the presence of anything within a 100-kilometer radius around the summoned beast you are using. Determine the exact location of the Demon King's army scouts and have spirit bees summons quickly eliminate them. Report the defeat of the scouts to the spirit bee summons you left in the building with the queen or formal. The elves were surprised to hear from spirit bee that the response was so quick. But Alan has already started his next move. And Quat. All right, now let's go to the north. Gate. And Quat. You're going north? And Quat. Oh, there are the most hexenbiasts just outside the north. Gate. The awakening skill, Bukuya, has a two-wide search area, so its effect extends beyond the city. I already know where and how many Demon King's troops are located. This city Tiamo is a square city of about five kilometers on one side, with gates at every corner, north, south, east, and west. The Demon King's army has four positions of 30,000 troops at a distance of one kilometer from each of the north, south, east, and west gates. 
To prevent the elves from escaping to the south, 50,000 more troops are formed in the south, spreading out from east to west. The remaining 130,000 troops are encircled in a circle to the north. Our target this time is the 130,000 troops densely packed to the north. Alan summons the bird bee summoner, and when everyone is astride it, the bird bee summoner begins to rise. In the dark of night, they will rise one kilometer above the sky and will be able to travel unnoticed by the enemy lines. If it rises three kilometers in the daytime, it may be almost unrecognizable. Keep flying towards the north gate of the city. This city of Tiamo is protected by a huge city wall 10 meters high. There were not many walls this high in the kingdom. Beyond the city wall, an army of 30,000 men is huddled about a kilometer away from the gate. They are hidden in the dark and fly one kilometer above the city, but there's no need to risk being noticed. I will fly in an arc to avoid the 30,000 troops and aim at the main camp at a distance of another three kilometers. From the 30,000 strong mass of troops, 130,000 troops are encircled in a solid formation. Even though it's solidified, it's still quite a wide area. The Demon King's army is made up of B-ranked or larger monsters, so each one of them is much bigger than a human's. The size of the Demon King's army is more than 5 meters. There are also quite a few monsters that are more than 5 meters. In size, is this Tiamo city being attacked by 300,000 Demon King's army? Where are the remaining 2.7 million? Should we check this area too? I've heard that there are 3 million demon kings attacking Rosenheim. We'll move even closer and land about a kilometer east of the enemy's main camp. We're going to attack at once from here? Yes, Krenna. It would be more efficient to attack them from here, given the type of Hexenbius they are. Okay, speak in a lower voice than usual. I'm riding on Birdbee's summoner in battle, so I don't erase Birdbee's summoner. It's better to be able to fly away if you need to leave if something happens. And Bird B's summoner can fly even with three or so people on board. If Bird B's summoner is defeated, we have an agreement that you should fly to the safe one. Dora Dora and her friends come out. Stay low. Then 30 Dragon B summons and 10 Beast B summons come out. Alan continues to speak. You know what? Dradra attack a wide area with breaths. Kellerin has the occasional A rank. I'll leave that up to you. And Quat. I get it. And Quat. Ha. The dragon lineage is the first lineage to emerge after becoming a B rank summoner. But that doesn't mean that the beast line and the abilities of one of them will be unnecessary. The dragon B is good at long range ranged attacks. And Beast B is good at attacking at close range. But Dragon B's summoner can't defeat the A rank 1s in this group of 130,000 even with its awakening skill. However, Beast B's summoner can defeat non-Dragon A rank summons with a single attack using its awakening skill. Dragons and Beasts have different strengths and characteristics. Summon them quickly and 
efficiently and buff all of them with fish buffs. Apply the full range of waking skills. Keelan. Sophie will cast supplementary magic on them. As far as I've seen from the sky, the demon. King's army doesn't seem to have responded to the flickering buffs and supplementary magic within. The night eye range of Bird D's search. The unnatural movements of the monster beasts are also being caught in the open. And quat. Okay, there's no problem. Cecil, come with me and attack from the sky. Okay. And quat. People, when we start attacking you, just run at us. Take it. Easy. And quat. Yes and quat. Dradra and Carolyn, go ahead and frolic. And quat. Oh, I got it. And quat. Ha. After completing the confirmation of action, each of the bird be summonses, with Alan and Cecil on board, soared into the sky. They rise higher and higher, and then they arrive at a position about a kilometer above the enemy's main camp. Don't you notice it yet? If you have a good spotting team, you'll notice it. Is that because elves don't have the ability to attack? From above, we have to deal with things we're not expecting. She's still sleeping soundly. The Demon King's army is sleeping carelessly. Alan knows from his past hunts that magical beasts need to sleep, need to eat, and move with the seasons. After all, haven't any elves survived? Being hunted? Have they been eaten? The Demon King's army has dropped dozens of elven strongholds, but not a single one of them seems to be captured in this main camp. I wonder if the Three million Hexenbiest in the Hexenbiest's army were turned into food. You started this. You should be sorry on pain of death. And quat. Cecil, can you go? And quat. No problem. I'll see you in a minute. The first attack when the enemy is caught off guard is based on maximum firepower. Until now, Alan's rocky bombs have carried the load, but not anymore. There is a girl next to me. With overwhelming firepower, Cecil closes his eyes and begins to close his mind and concentrate. Oh, it worked. Cecil's body begins to shimmer like a shimmer. Then he thrusts his hands into the air and utters the words. And quat, petite meteo. With a loud voice, a huge chunk of red hot rock falls from the sky. The chunk of rock crashed into the ground as if it were being sucked into the ground, and the monsters were being blown up by the ground. The destructive power that seemed to roar even to the city raised the specter of a night attack. Cecil's extra skill in Quat, small meteorite in Quat, is activated. You're the second person in your party to activate an extra skill, following Krenna. The meteorite with the in Quat, small in Quat, is a huge rock tens of meters across. There is doubt about which parts are in quat, small in quat. The huge red hot rock attacks the main camp of the Demon King's army Tiamo squad where 130,000 monsters lie. The monsters beneath the falling meteorite will vanish and their power will roll up the ground, creating a huge crater. The monsters that are clinging to the ground are being crushed and burned up helplessly. With a crashing sound, countless screams and screams were heard, and the air was filled with a scream. 
I wonder if there are a lot of large monsters, or if they can reach a kilometer in the air. Seriously, I can't keep up with the log. I think we've killed close to 10,000 of them. So this is the perfect state of extra skill. I hope Krenna follows suit. The combination of the range attack magic and the fact that the enemies were quite dense seemed to have caused a lot of damage. The log indicating that the magical beasts that appeared on the cover of the grimoire had been defeated was flowing at an unseen speed. Krina was the first of Alan's companions to use extra skill, but Cecil was the first to use it in its full state. Good work. Krina and the others are on their way. And Quat. Gosh, we did it. Too bad they only give you one extra skill a day. Extra skill is quite messy, and the effects vary even for the same profession. And in Cecil's case, it requires all of his magic power at once, and it won't work until his magic power is full. It is an extra skill that is truly typical of mages. It seems that most extra skills have a one-day cool time, and like Krina, can only be activated once a day. It is said that there are equipment that reduces the cool time and consumption items that allow you to reuse skills immediately, but it is said to be frowned upon at the lower level. In addition, Cecil used the 5,000 gold coins he had earned over the course of two years of dungeon crawling to auction off a ring that would raise your intellect by 1,000 and a ring that would raise your magic power by 1,000. It seems that Cecil's financial sense is similar to Alan's in terms of turning all of his wealth into equipment. You'll be able to find out the best way to get the most out of your money. The Dragon Bee summons wipe out the monsters with a ranged attack, while Kurzna, Dagara and the Beast Bee summons work together to take down the monsters that were not killed by the Dragon Bee attack, such as the A-rank monsters. It seems to be working. There were a lot of beast-type monsters in that area. So it worked. The Demon King's army is not only made up of a single strain of monsters. There are zombies and skeletons with swords, beasts such as large bears and wolves, giants such as ogres and trolls, and dragons such as basilisks and wyverns. The various demonic beasts are grouped by lineage, and there are many beast lineages to the east of the main camp of the Demon King's army that is currently attacking you. Krenna and her team's goal is to reduce the enemy's numbers by one. It's not to cause serious injuries, but to reduce the number of the Demon King's army by making sure they are killed. Reapers are hard to stop, and ogres and trolls are rather strong and have skills such as self-regeneration. However, beasts are relatively easy to defeat despite their attack power. One may or may not be easy to defeat, but one is still one. War is about numbers, so the enemy's numbers should be reduced. But that's the goal assigned to Kurzna and her team, and Alan and Cecil's goal is different. And it's about to begin. And Quat. Aaron, I think it's beginning. And Quat. Yeah, it's right around there. Here's a blessing. Thanks. This is one kilometer above the main camp of the Demon King's army. Amidst the fire caused by Cecil's 
micrometeorite, the Demon King's army seems to have realized what's happening and the bonfire starts to burn. But that's not the only light that illuminates the Demon King's army. The healers within the Demon King's army have begun to use recovery magic to help their allies recover. She's using ranged magic, so even Aaron and the others from quite high up can catch the light of the recovery magic. He's using a lot of recovery magic. Which one of them is using it? Use the Night Eye of Bird D's summoner to see who is using recovery magic. It looks like a necromancer-like monster wearing a robe and holding a skull staff is casting a lot of recovery magic. There seem to be other monsters that can use recovery magic as well. Summon Tori F's summoner and use the awakening skill in Quat, Decree and Quat, to pass on the information to Cecil with each image that Aaron confirmed. The awakening skill in Quat, Transmission and Quat, allows you to convey information about what Alan saw directly or through the summoned beast's shared vision to your friends. And Quat. Looks like that skull staff is recovering. I'll crush this side. Cecil. You. Take that side. And Quat. Alright. Let me know where it is on a regular basis. With a reply. Alan sprang into action. Ooh. F asterisk CKU. The stony summons, which were generated in batches of ten or so to ensure their defeat, began to fall spontaneously and rained down toward the center of the area where you were casting a recovery spell. The necromancer's stamina may not be that high, but the necromancer is getting blasted to death by Alan's attack. This is Alan and Cecil's goal. Krenna and her team's goal is to reduce the enemy's numbers, and they're fighting an enemy that's easy to defeat. Aaron and his team's goal is to destroy the enemy's healers. The fewer healers they have, the better chance they have of winning future battles. We believe that, the most efficient way to fight is to prioritize hitting the healers, commanders, and enemies that can attack from a distance. You're getting the hang of it pretty well, me too. Cecil is also exuding confidence as he mercilessly drops the large chunk of rock he has generated. I feel Jealous that you can drop these big rocks without consuming any magic stones. I have to use E-rank magic stones as conservatively as possible. I feel like I'm getting better at this game. I feel like I'm growing up. Each stony summoner consumes 9 E-rank magic stones. I didn't know how many of them could be defeated, so I had to drop 10 of them at once, but it seems I don't need that many. Now that I'm getting the hang of defeating the necromancer, I change to one or two in one place, and drop the stony summons in different positions here and there. Three Doradora are down. I'll have to replenish this one as well. They are fighting in close quarters with each other, so if the number of summons is reduced, the burden will increase. When the number of Dragon B summons are reduced, they will be created and strengthened as soon as they are reduced. And then they will be sent to the sky as reinforcements. I'm sure you'll be able to find out what's going on. There's something flying at you. And quat. Gargoyles. Griff. Ascend. And quat. Gur. 
the winged stone statues of monsters notice Alan and his friends, and a number of them are approaching. Alan instructs Birdbee's summoner to start rising. You're late. You're no match for my glyph. Rattle them. I'm going to share and check the vision of the glyphs and bombard the gargoyles with stony summons. And quat. All right, let's take out the monster beasts as soon as they come up. And since we're higher than you, we have a distinct advantage. Yes. Cecil thinks that Aaron always seems to enjoy fighting magical beasts. After that, other than gargoyles, there are several monsters that can fly, such as necromancers, that will come at you, but you will be able to shoot them down and reduce the number of healers in the Demon King's army. And quat. Um. What's going on? No, there has been movement in front of us of 30,000 troops. You're moving it. I'm just getting started. The main camp of the Demon King's army is 130,000 men. However, in front of it, 30,000 troops are waiting at the north gate of Tiamo. Perhaps the Demon King's army thought that this was an opponent that could not be ignored because of the tens of thousands of casualties, and sent 30,000 troops toward Kursna and the others. Kursna's men were sandwiched between the main camp and the 30,000 strong army. Using the summoning skill of Birdef, and Quat, Denre and Quat, Alan transmitted the situation. He saw in Birdd's night vision to all of Kursna's men. Then he tells them to go to Alan and the others while the summons of Dragon B and Beast B are stalling for time. Soon, even Alan's naked eye can see Kursna and the others coming for them. That's a lot of them. Yes. It's a good idea to have a good time with them. I killed a lot of them too. And Quat. Yeah yeah, Cecil's extras were awesome. It was amazing to see it on the ground, Klarna says. Cecil replies somewhat happily, and quat, right? This must have been quite a blow to the enemy camp. Yes, but, apparently it's not enough, and quat, and quat, not enough, and quat. Alan tells the situation of Tiamo, who is being seen and heard by the summons of Spirit B, who has been waiting with the queens. Right now, they're using the blessings of heaven to split up the wounded to recover them. It's already been about two hours since they headed out for the night attack, but it looks like they won't be able to recover in that amount of time. And quat, at this rate, I won't be in the best condition when we're attacked tomorrow. Alan explains. Like the city of Nest, which is now in a hurry to recover, it will not be enough time for all the injured to recover in half a day or so, and it will take time to regroup after they have recovered. You have to have a good sense of time in this area. Then what do we do? And quat, I hear there are 50,000 troops in the south, so I think we're going to launch a night attack there as well. You can still do it, right? I'm going to check in with my friends like I'm in an online game and I'm not going to log off yet. And quat, yeah, I'm going to go. Dagara, too, replies, his whole body red with fresh blood. South of the city of Tiamo, Aaron and his men head towards the 50,000-strong army of the city's south. 
This is how the night attack on the Demon King's army continued until dawn. In the evening after the night raid, Alan and his friends are walking down the corridor of the largest building in the center of the city of Tiamo. Unlike the royal castle of the kingdom, this wooden structure with a simple but beautiful wood-grained interior is the building where you met with the queen and generals last night. And quat, Master Alan, we'll be back in the evening. Sophie calls out to me in a cheerful voice. And quat, Yes. I need a good night's sleep. I want to sleep now. I'll eat later. I'm going to tell Sophie all of my thoughts. Since they haven't slept a wink since the night raid, everyone looks somewhat sleepy, including Alan, no matter how young they are. But it's a great achievement. Let Her Majesty and her generals hear about it. Yes. Is Sophie a child who is okay with not sleeping? And face. Pass. Although it's nice not to have to wait, when Alan and his friends come to the front of the Queen's room, a large door is opened without waiting. This reminds me of an RPG I used to play, RPG, where you had to enter the throne room of the king without an appointment. Furthermore, the elves that Alan thought were generals were actually generals or higher. I also found out that Lucidril, who was in the city of Nest, was a general. They look to be in their thirties or forties, but they may be quite old. I'll walk with Sophie through the queen's room. Instead of arguing in a circle today, the queen is sitting on the farthest throne, as a queen should. On her shoulder is the same flying squirrel she saw last night, and now their eyes meet again. You're looking at me again. You're looking at me. Again. Are you sleepy too? The flying squirrel on the queen's shoulder curls up to move into the queen's lap, making a big omission. It seems to be asleep. She closes her eyes and falls asleep fast as she can. So how were the other three cities? Alan doesn't say anything, but stares at the flying fox, and the queen calls out to him. And quat, and quat, huh. Yes, I was still able to endure the situation without falling, so I successfully handed out 500 elven elixirs each. As far as I'm concerned, I think we can say that the situation has picked up. Thanks to you, I used all of my stock of blessings and changed 2,500 B-grade magic stones into blessings from heaven. Because it was still not enough, I need to increase my stock of blessings. I should borrow a flower pot to make a stock of blessings. And quat, and quat, and quat. Oh, wonderful. Thinking about the creation of the blessings of heaven, elves generals exclaimed with joy. As for Alan and his men's movements since last night, they first conducted a night raid until dawn, and were able to defeat a total of 40,000 Demon King's troops on the north and south sides of the city of Tiamo. It seems that the situation at the north gate was not carried over to the south, and the south side could do pretty much anything they wanted. Due to the night raid until dawn, it seems that the Demon King's army did not attack the city of Tiamo today. Then, Spirit B overheard the conversations between the generals of Tiamo and the city of Nest, and found out that Tiamo wasn't 
the only city that had been turned into a battlefield. The demon king's army that invaded from the north of Rosenheim is moving south, attacking and destroying cities and fortresses. After toppling the capital city in the center of Rosenheim, they continued to move further south. The main body of the demon king's army is in Rosenheim's capital. From there, they are dividing their forces and advancing southward from the north. As expected, it was logistically inefficient to move three million demon king's troops at once. There are three other cities at about the same latitude as Tiamo's city, and they are still being invaded. The reason why four cities including this Tiamo city are fighting is to make the queen's life and whereabouts unknown. After the fall of the capital, the queen moved to the city of Tiamo. The demon king's army marched south to kill the queen. None of the four cities can withstand being attacked by such a large army at once. So, they decided to keep the city the queen fled to or even if she died on her way to the city. That's how the generals protected the queen. Thanks to them, the demon king's army was evenly distributed among the four cities. As a result, I was able to buy enough time for Alan to arrive on the scene. The soldiers in the city of Tiamo do not know that the queen is here. They are only told that their battle will lead to the protection of the queen. Then, since this morning, Alan and his men have taken the three generals who were here on Birdby's summons and rushed to support the other cities. The reason why I took the three generals with me was to have the generals from the other three cities explain the war situation. Therefore, the generals landed in each city one by one and went directly to intercept the demon king's army. There are not only wounded soldiers but also many refugees in the three cities in Tiamo. In Tiamo alone, there are nearly 700,000 refugees. If Tiamo falls, the refugees along with the defeated soldiers will be used as food for the demon king's army. I've been supporting them by handing out recovery medicine and buffing them with fish-type buffs. We've left fish strains in each town to buff for the offensive and defensive battles that will continue from tomorrow onward. Thanks to the return of our wounded soldiers, each city, including Tiamo, now has more than 100,000 fighting men. At least they won't fall in a few days. This is if the Demon King's army doesn't change its current strategy. But I think it's unlikely that they would change their strategy in a day or two. I'm sure he's confident in his strategy that he's made great progress in the past month. This is the situation, sir. Replacing a sleepy Alan, Sophie explains the situation in the three cities. And quat, so that means more than 300,000 troops have returned to the front lines. One of the generals is pleased to see that he can still fight. But the demon king's army is now beginning to assemble their own monster birds. We may not be able to fight in the same night as we did yesterday. It also tells us about the situation in the city of Tiamo. Looks like they've got a pretty thick air force, if anything. Hmm. I see you've responded quickly. I won't be doing a direct night raid today. No, this is perfect. 
We should send out the Dora Dora and burn down the Air Force. It's important to know how the enemy will react. Thinking about this evening's strategy. And quat. But thank you very much, Mr. Allen. And quat. No, no, Her Majesty the Queen sits and bows her head lightly. Alan kneels to the dauphin, but he and his companions stand before the queen. No one tells them to kneel, so you could say that they have lost the timing to kneel. Alan believes that he would be willing to kneel. That saved the lives of many powerless elves. Master Alan, I would be most grateful to you. We've only beaten about 40,000. That's 2.96 million. Left. Yeah, we killed the elves, so I'd say about 2.7 minus 2.8 million. According to the generals, they were too busy defending themselves to reduce the number of the Demon King's army. Even so, I heard that they have defeated 200,000 to 300,000, but the Demon King's army is still overwhelmed. I heard that the elves have about 600,000 troops from Tiamo, Nest and the Three cities we went to help today. No, the battle isn't over yet. If you wanted to thank me, I would have told you. And quat. Huh? Is there anything you want to thank me for? Send my daughter? And quat. Well, your majesty. Sophie's white cheeks turn bright red. No, no. And quat, and quat, and quat. Hum. I feel like some kind of event has occurred, but is it my imagination? I was too sleepy to understand much of what the queen said. Actually, I have a couple of requests. Yes, yes. What do you want? Alan's companions listen in behind Alan, wondering if he had something to ask of them. Both the generals and Sophie, standing alongside. Alan, wonder what he wants. We want the magic stone first. For the magic stones obtained during this war, please let me recover what I can. Last night, Alan and his team defeated 40,000 Hexenbiasts in the Demon King's army. But after defeating them, they sent Spirit B summons to retrieve the magical stones, but the hungry monsters in the monster army were devouring them, so it wasn't possible to retrieve the magical stones. But if we are going to have a future battle, the collection of magical stones is a must. They want to let us collect them at our leisure. Of course. Are there any magic stones in this city, Sigur? Sigur is the general and supreme commander of the elven army. The queen will check with Marshal Sigur about the status of the magical stones in this city. And quat. Well, few, if any. Most of them were used to operate the mageship. Dot 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 dot. Oh, I only need the amount of magical beasts we kill ourselves. I think the magical stones are necessary for the city's activities and for the war. A siege would cut off the supply of magic stones, and the stock of magic stones would decrease rapidly. I know how valuable magic stones are in war. I can't even move my magic ship without them. We'll retrieve them ourselves, but I hope you'll forgive us. Of course it is, of course, yours to do as you. Please. What's the other one? And quat. Please let me see the spirit. King. And quat. And quat. What? And quat. 
Alan says he wants to see the Spirit King, and a big question arises. Is it no? Yes. Sure. May I check and make sure everything is okay? And quat. Of course. Then, the mongoose, which was asleep until now, wakes up and sees. Alan. Then and quat. No need to check. I'm Rosen. The beginning summoner. What can I do for? You. And quat. Mama flying flies. Japanese flying squirrel. Hey, this is an eye-opener. The flying squirrel on Her Majesty's lap uttered a word. Then Alan's surprised voice echoed through the hall. It was not a flying flying mongoose that was sleeping on the lap of the elf queen. The being in the form of a flying dragonfly is the spirit king Rosen, who is said to have reached the level of a sub-god. What do you want me to do? On the matter that the genie king was a little animal that talked in his sleep, he speaks to Alan as a matter of course, still in the form of a mongoose. As the elven generals standing in line take your breath away, you decide to proceed. Wondering if the spirit king rarely speaks directly to you. Yes. First of all, let me thank you for making this magic recovery ring. Thank you for making me a magic recovery ring. Well, the brave man gave it to me with a condition. Let's keep quiet about it. The spirit king had foreseen the existence of the summoner Alan, judging from the hero's story. And it seems that he made the magic recovery ring for me. Oh, so you mean the last time. You're welcome. The brave man asked me to thank you. Ha ha. Maybe the brave man went to remind me shortly before he met me. I wonder if the brave man went all the way to Rosenheim to get the magic recovery ring in order to pull Alan out of the tournament. Moreover, I would like to ask a favor from the spirit king. And quat. Hum. Alan's companions watched the conversation between Alan and the spirit king, who accepted the spirit king's presence and appearance as a matter of course, in a stunned manner. The elf queen and the general standing in this hall are the same. He asked to see the spirit king and I wondered what it was about, but I was surprised to find out why he wanted to see the spirit king. The reason Alan asked to see the spirit king is because he had a favor to ask. Right now, we are fighting with the elves against the demon king's army. If you save Rosenheim, I hope you will make your wish come true. With that, Alan bowed to the spirit king, and quat, how do you want me to thank you for saving the elves? And quat, yes, I see, and quat, he said, and the spirit king, still looking like a mongoose, began to touch his chin. Alan had come here at the request of the president. I see, and quat, he said as a matter of course, but he didn't ask for a thank you from the president. He can't give Alan what he wants because he can't give him what he wants. There are a few things that I want too. Magic stone weapons and armor that money can't buy. I'll be collecting the stones from the Demon King's army in the future. It would be better to have at least one more, but it's impossible to know how many magic stones a president with little power can prepare. I'm not going to ask Rosenheim for the stones. After we've suffered such a heavy loss, the weapons and armor that money can't buy will be obtained from an S-class dungeon. 
I won't be able to get it from the dean or anyone else, and all. Ask the queen later if she has something like Rosenheim's treasure, but I don't have that much. Hope. There is a more reliable and promising opponent in front of you. He's on the queen's lap. In the form of a small animal. That was quick. I was going to force the elves to help the troops. On the central continent. When I heard that the spirit king was a sub-god, there was something. I wanted to ask of you, if you had the circumstances to owe the elf. What could you do without? Me? I see. What's that about, by the way? And Quat? I'd like to have all of my friends in hell. Mode. And Quat? What? Hell mode? Alan says the word hell mode for the first time in this other world. Everyone who has been listening to the conversation between Alan and the Spirit King bent over to listen to him recite it without understanding. Hum? Help modo? Huh? Hum? The Spirit King did not seem to understand that. Once, putting a hand on his chin, he hollowed out his gaze and thought. And quat. Yes, I am in hell. Mode. It's an example of increasing the difficulty of the divine test a hundredfold. And quat. Oh. That. You're talking about the level of trials that people are put through. I didn't understand. For a moment, but the spirit king seemed to know about the hell mode. That's right. My party. Members have reached the upper limit of growth due to the difficulty of the divine trial being too. Low. For further growth, I would like everyone to change their mode to hell mode for further. Growth. And quat. Oh, I see. I'll just check it out. Then the genie king freezes. He looks. Stuffed. Dot. And quat. Hebe. And quat. Hey. Hey. Is it okay to say so much to the spirit king? Cecil. Who was behind me, grabbed me by the scruff of the neck. Maybe it's okay, right? And if not, I. Think the elves will stop. I'm trying to make polite conversation, so if Aaron's mannerisms are rude, I think it's the fault of the elves for not teaching the spirit king manners. I asked Elmea Sama, the god of creation, about it, but it didn't work. You can never change the mode. And quat, does that mean no extra mode? There was also an extra mode with ten times the normal mode trials, but I talked about the hell mode without mentioning it. Yes, it is. It sounds harsh. I'm just a sub-god, so it seems impossible for me to get him to listen to me. Haha. Sub-god has a low position in the divine world. I'm sorry to hear that. Then may I make another wish? And quat, if you save my darlings, I'll grant you a wish. If you think I can do it, I'll make it happen. Ha ha. And quat. I would like to transfer my party members to a higher level. Position. Change of profession. Like changing a swordsman to a swordsman. If you can't change the mode, then let me change my profession, he says. As soon as you hear those words, the spirit king's previously relaxed expression changes to a stern one. A silent, pressurized gaze catches Aaron from the front, but Aaron doesn't move at all and looks straight back at the genie. King. At such an attitude of Alan, the spirit king weakens and sighs. I'll have to change my profession next. You're that one. 
You're in God's logic. I see Master Elmir is concerned about it. Too. And Quat. Huh? Are you listening to me? Yes, I've heard that for quite a while now. She said. She was in a hurry to make a higher level summoner because she was going to become the king. She said she meant to get six stars but ended up getting eight by mistake. He said he was troubled that the summoner wouldn't change it after I warned him. Ha ha. I see, the fact that the summoner has eight stars was a divine manipulation error. It was a long time ago now, but I'm pretty sure it was. And Quat, are you sure you're a summoner? I think I got a message like that. I feel like I've heard the story behind the birth of the summoner or something like that. I didn't know that was possible. So what do you think? Is it tough on humans? For now, I don't want to talk about the birth story. I want you to tell me if you can. I think I can change jobs, so I talk to you about changing modes. There are many users of recovery magic in the elven lands. It can only mean that someone is increasing them. Someone in the gods' realm must be giving them eco-patriotism and talent. That's a pain in the ass for humans. No wonder Master Elmir is having such a hard time. Ha ha. After all, they were doing it secretly. Well, the elven country is not very populated. And it is hard to have children. If you don't do some, the country will collapse. The spirit. King scratches his head, and quat. I'm in trouble. And quat. Well then, will you listen to me? And quat. Hum. Because there's a difference between giving a talent to someone who doesn't have it and elevating someone who originally had it. It's hard to do without a price. And quat. Then saving. Rosenheim is not the price to pay. And quat. I'm not sure I can do this justice. Even if the price is to save Rosenheim, it's still not enough. I'm talking about, say, a lifetime in exchange for, say, a life expectancy, or something like that. Longevity. Okay, that's not so bad. Everyone gasps. At the words of the spirit king who asks for a lifetime to change professions. It's so important. That you'll have to trade your life for it. Only Alan understands the exact meaning of these. Words. Then how about paying for everything you've experienced before you reach your growth. Limit. See, that's what life expectancy is all about. It's not just about how much time you have left to live, it's also about how much time you have to pay for the experience and the time you've spent. And quat, what, are you sure? I've lost everything and become a level one, but if that's the price you paid, no problem. Non-vocational skills such as swordsmanship remain the same, right? Then the spirit king freezes again. He seems to be confirming something. And quat. Okay. Okay. That's no problem. But I can only raise the difficulty of my profession by one level. I still can't get five stars. Okay. Can I raise it to four stars? And quat. Thank you. And quat. By the way. You know, you can't do that if you're not here or if you're a member of a party that comes in. Later. D asterisk MN, I was going to get Merle to change jobs later, too. I wouldn't do that. And quat, bye. The way, I can read minds. Haha. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
But this doesn't get me anything myself, does it? Alan says there is no reward for himself. We've been talking about party members for a while now. And quat, so you can read minds. Marat, I think. What do you think of the offer to bestow a star on the beginning summoner's sister? No talent, right? I'll ask you which talent is better. Dot 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 dot. Wanting to end the conversation quickly, the spirit king began to read Alan's mind. He is quite out of it and seems to be completely asleep. He may not be able to have a long conversation with people. Thank you, spirit king. Then I'll do my best to save Rosenheim. Come. To think of it, I was sleepy too. And quat. Yes, be sure to help her. Dot 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 dot. The spirit king murmured once more and fell asleep on the queen's lap. Thus ended the conversation between Alan and the spirit king. In exchange for saving Rosenheim, he promised his friends a career. Change to a higher profession. Alan asked the genie king to grant him a wish if he saved Rosenheim. After negotiating with the genie king, he promised to transfer all of Aaron's companions to a higher level profession. You have to make sure that you have the right skills and knowledge of your own. I'm sure that the future battle will be tough for my companions, especially those who are less fortunate. I've been thinking of requesting a change of jobs or mode change if there is a sub-god or god. Now the war between the Demon King's army and Rosenheim would have an aspect of a job change quest. If I could manage this war, I would have hope for future battles. And that's what happened the next morning. Today, the siege of Tiamo is expected to begin in the next few hours. There was no attack yesterday, but judging from the information the scouts have gleaned about the movement of the Demon King's army, they're sure to attack today. Good morning Aaron. Sit here. And quat. Good morning, Master Cecil. Good morning, Master Cecil. How dare you? Should I tighten it up? And quat. No, it's nothing. Alan was called to testify by his friends, led by Cecil. Apparently, false reports are subject to censure. This is a room in the building where the Queen lives, and all of Alan's friends are here. I was asked to tell you how the conversation between Alan and the Spirit King yesterday came about and its meaning before the battle began. I told him it was a crazy story to believe and that it would be while making a blessing from heaven, but he said it was no problem. Alan summons something all the time when he's in the dungeon, in his base, or even when he's in class. Alan's friends don't seem to mind. There is a perception among them that this is what Alan is all about. Having returned yesterday evening and fallen asleep before nightfall, Alan is still up and working before the sun is up. Sitting with his friends around the circular table, Alan places the flowerpots on the table and begins to create the heavenly blessings. It's to prepare the necessary number of blessings for today's war. So, what was the conversation with the spirit king yesterday? You will be able to find a lot of people who will be able to help you in your quest for a better life. You will be able to get a good deal more information about the company. But when listening to the conversation with 
The Spirit King, I felt that both the knowledge of dungeon capture and the incomprehensible profession of a summoner must have been meaningful to begin with. Krenna is staring straight at Alan, wondering what they're going to talk about. Sophie's sparkling eyes were looking forward to what she would say. To the elf, Alan's presence was becoming an unceasingly large part of her conversations with the spirit king. Dagara and Kiel think it's no surprise that something is now happening to the somewhat uncharacteristic Alan. You're watching Cecil and Alan's conversation from the sidelines, thinking that it wouldn't surprise you to hear a few things. Formar is worried about Sophie, who has a twinkle in her eye. Why was I silent at first? Didn't you hate it when people thought you were fox-possessed or demon-possessed when you told them you were reincarnated? As a lowly serf, Alan came to this other world. Of course, he is inferior to the commoners. If he were to say that he was reincarnated in this position, he might be judged unfairly. That's why I didn't even tell my parents. I'm not sure now. Did I ever have to keep quiet? He looks at his friends one by one as they stare at Alan. Oh, they're long gone. Well, I guess I'd rather be Alan to my parents. To his father Rodan and his mother. Teresia, I think he would like to remain as his son Alan. However, Alan thinks that if you tell your friends what you're about to say, they'll accept it. Yeah, I haven't told you this in a while. I was brought into this world by Elmera. I became Alan. Simply put, I'm from another world. And quat, and quat, what, and quat, since the knowledge of the previous world is inherited, my common sense seemed to fit with the spirit king, so we had a good conversation yesterday. And quat, huh, huh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, hum, Cecil tries to deny. But if you apply the story now to the unprecedented dungeon attack speed, unorthodox ideas and actions so far, it often makes sense. Cecil's head spins in a different way than Alan's. Well, that's how Elmea, the god of creation, has found me to save this world. And quat, no, Elmer never said anything to me. Just that I should enjoy the world. We don't really hear from her. That's natural. God is a watcher, he doesn't interfere. The spirit king doesn't usually talk about anything either. Oh, I see. Does this mean gods do not interfere in the human world? The spirit king is tolerated a little more because he's a sub-god. So he could have some flexibility, but he couldn't help the elves directly from the demon king's army. The fact that he was bothering to care about Alan in the form of a prophecy may have been because he foresaw the situation where he would be conquered by the Demon King's army, as it is now. I see. That's why you always seem to enjoy it. Krenna remembers how much fun Alan always seemed to have. It was the same when he was a serf and conquering dungeons at the school. Dagara has nodded his head and seems to agree. Dagara also wondered what the fun was all about. And quat, I certainly admire Master Alan's dedication. And now you're trying to save Rosenheim from the demon king's army. Sophie seemed to think that it was precisely because he had the potential to save 
The world from the demon king's army that Alan was found by the god of creation, Elmea. How old were you in the other world, by the way? I'm curious about how he came to be here, but Cecil is also curious about the year of Alan's previous life. I think he's 35. And quat, and quat, and quat, and quat. Well, then we're the same age. And quat. Well, yeah. Sophie somehow managed to get into a school that was supposed to be for 13-year-olds at age 48. Well, I suppose she used her five continents ally power. If you add up the number of years Alan lived as Kenichi in his previous life and the number of years he lived as Alan, he and Sophie are the same age. I always thought that was a coincidence. Yeah, I have to say this too. And quat, what's more? Say it, all, and quat, I've never met a demon king and failed to defeat him. It's common knowledge in the original world that if you find a demon king, you must defeat him. In the original world, the demon king declared them to be targets of extermination when he found them. It's common knowledge among gamers, but it wouldn't hurt to say so. And quat, and quat, what, and quat, the rest of the guys. Wonder what world Alan came from. And quat, that's good, though. Now we can update everyone's profession. Well, this makes me a grand mage. Um hum. Cecil giggles. I guess I'm just happy to be born a mage, after all. I wonder what everyone is going to be like. One star Dagara axe. Wielder. Keel monk. Sophie's spirit wizard. Formal archer two stars Cecil's mage three stars the swordsman of the Krenna well, the grand mage has three stars. I wonder what the four stars are. And quat, huh? What are you talking about? You were too drowsy to listen properly. The spirit king said you can only raise up to four stars in the higher office. Cecil and everyone else understands from Alan's explanation of the profession and the number of stars that are rare. On top of that, Cecil says that a mage with two stars can only become a great mage with three stars, one above the other. Huh? You weren't talking about a one-time job change, were you? Thank God. When the Spirit King started saying in quat, I can read minds in quat, at the end, I was so sleepy and unsure. When he started saying in quat, I can read minds, and quat, I panicked, and quat, and quat, what, and quat, of course, when you have completed your level and skill level, I will ask you to change jobs again. I started in a C-level dungeon in College Town. This time it won't take you less than a year to reach the limit. Not while going to school. And quat. Hey it's. Dot 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 dot. And quat. Cecil, we just want you to keep your word. You will all be brought up to the limit. That the Spirit King has indicated. Just like that, Alan assured him with a bad face. He's thinking of turning everyone into a four-star profession. That's why I didn't talk to the spirit king about how many times you can change jobs. That's true. The spirit king says the impossible is impossible. Then I may become a genie wielder. Um hum. Sophie is giggling too. Is Rosenheim's 
only spirit user in this city of Tiamo? Sophie says it's not a problem because you didn't mention the number of times in that moment. Well, we're done talking. Now let the war preparations begin. We must win and fulfill the requirements for the job quest. And quat, and quat, oh, oh and quat. The friends were desperately trying to keep up with Alan, who stood up vigorously. It's now just before noon, after a successful breakfast and testimony. The associates seem to have taken Alan's story in different ways. At the end, Alan added that he told this story because he was one of them. Nothing good would come from the publicity about him, he said. The others all agreed that this was a typical Alan thing to say. I looked at Sophie and spoke to her, since she was the one who sparkled when she listened the most. He reassured her that Alan was one of them, and Sophie seemed to think that it would be better if people didn't know where he came from. He replied, and quat, all right. The Demon King's army was slowly approaching Tiamo, forming a line. They were now about a kilometer away from Tiamo's outer wall. Although the Demon King's army suffered some damage from the attack by Alan and his men that lasted until dawn. Yesterday, the number of troops waiting in the north, south, east, and west of the city of Tiamo remained the same at 30,000. In addition, there are about 100,000 main entrenched troops in the north and about 40,000 rearranged in the south. Perhaps because the Demon King's army has started its march, the demonic beasts began to scream loudly. The screams of more than 100,000 B-ranked and above monsters are echoing throughout the city of Tiamo. Many powerless elves who couldn't escape to the city of Nest at the southern tip of Rosenheim think of the end of the world. In their screams, those who were last with their families, those who were last with their families, shelters set up throughout the city are teeming with elves, many who have fled south. Since Rosenheim's northernmost stronghold fell, and others who fled the capital city are in Tiamo city. And the city is now surrounded by the Demon King's army. You don't know when the city wall will be breached and the city will be overrun by demonic beasts. All I can do is pray to the spirit, king and queen. Meanwhile, the elves who have climbed up the nearly 10 meter high exterior wall are staring at the oncoming monster beasts with a strong gaze. I'd be lying if I said I had no fear at all. 10 meters is not that high for the Hexenbiest in the Monster King's army. But the soldiers aren't going to give in to fear. We witnessed a miracle just a few days ago. Our dying comrades who were thought to be beyond recovery are recovering through the power of a miracle. Now, the elves lining the city wall have learned that miracles do happen. There were more than 100,000 wounded soldiers, but now there is not a single one. Those who never made it to the outer wall are on the ground, clutching their bows. 200,000 men, all better, are bracing themselves for the battle to come. The range of the well-trained elven archers reaches one kilometer. They are now awaiting the signal of their superiors on the outer wall. The spirit wizards are also in formation, standing by to help their comrades recover and assist.
the instructions from the commander who is directly responsible for uniting the soldiers are different today. For some reason, the spirit wizards have been instructed not to save their magic power today, which was not the case in the past. I don't know why, but I think it's a continuation of yesterday's miracle. As the magical beasts are slowly approaching, a troll, hungry and unable to resist, begins to run to the outer wall at once. Then the other Hexenbiasts, who thought they had beaten you to it, also started running to be one of them. If you fall behind, you might not be able to eat today's meal. Each of the four sides of this five-meter square city has 30,000 Hexenbiasts rushing into it. For some reason, the elves are relieved to see the same situation as before. Listen up. We have a spirit king on our side. One of the generals on the hull inspires the soldiers with a loud voice. And quat, and quat. Oh, 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 oh. And quat, and quat. Make sure you protect the queen. And quat, and quat. Oh, 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 oh. And quat, the soldiers are not told that there is a queen in this city. They are told that not knowing where the queen is leads to the protection of the queen. That was reason enough for the soldiers to fight. As if those words were a signal, the powerful bows of the archers, who have mastered all levels and skills in normal mode, bellowed at once and countless arrows flew into the demon king's army. Today's battle has begun. No matter how many arrows pierced the wall, the monsters rushed into the outer wall. The impact of the monster beasts hitting the thick outer wall reverberates through the city. You desperately draw your bow and turn the eyes and heads of the monsters into a beehive. There are also a lot of archers who shoot at the monster outside the city from underneath the outer wall. Just like the spirit wizards, the archers are also instructed to use all their skills without conserving magic power and to defeat the monsters in the front line with all their might. If you do this, your magic power will run out in less than an hour. But the commanding officer's command hasn't changed. And quat, don't save your magical energy and do your best to kill the monster. We have a spirit king on our side. I noticed something strange. As I pulled the bow, I wondered why. For some reason, I didn't lose the monster attack that I thought I couldn't duck. Somehow, more hits than ever before occur. Every once in a while, somehow I was able to withstand a blow that was almost fatal. It didn't take long for the discomfort to change to confidence. We are in a miracle today. The Battle progressed so smoothly that you wondered if this was a blessing. The elves' discomfort and confidence is justified. Before the battle began, Alan used Fish D, Fish C, and Fish B. Summonses on all 200,000 elves guarding the outer wall. Fish D's special skill, and Quat, Splatter and Quat, increases physical and magical evasion by about 10%. Fish C's special Skill in Quat. Shark Oil in Quat. Increases your heart attack rate by about 10%. Fish B's special. Skill in Quat. Turtle Shield in Quat. 
reduces damage taken by 20%, regardless of whether it is physical, magic, or breath. All of the feats last 24 hours. 10% or 20% may be an error for a single attack or a single attack. But now we are at war, and the longer the war goes on, the more elves fight, the more difference there is in the effectiveness of the 10% and 20% specialties. One by one, you will be able to kill the monsters that reach the city wall. Just then, a dragon over 10 meters tall will kick the monsters to the front line, as if it has gotten fed up with the situation. Its head, which exceeds the top of the city wall, is raised to the sky, and its mouth is glowing. And quat, breath is coming. A commanding officer shouts. Everyone takes a defensive stance, but then the dragon spits out a mouthful of all-consuming fire. The flames scorch many of the elves on the outer walls, leaving them mortally wounded. Then the general, who was watching, reacts quickly. As if to prove the existence of a miracle, he raises a red peach to the sky. And quat, the miracle is ours. Then the red peaches disappear in a glowing bubble, and the elves' health begins to recover. The elves, whose skin had been burned to death, all return to an unharmed state. The elves are astonished to find that their magic power, which had been diminishing since the battle began, has returned. This is the same expression of Surprise when I look around, wondering if they have fully recovered to their pre-war condition. I'm trying to determine how many people have been fully recovered from their burns, but the area where they received the breath is too small to determine the true extent of the effect. This time, Alan is handing out ten blessings to each of the generals. Roughly, a general unites an army of five to ten thousand men. Since there are about 50 generals in this city, I told them that each general can use them at his own discretion, depending on the pinch and the level of magic depletion. What are you doing, slaying the dragon? At the command of a general or commander level soldier, bows and arrows will attack the dragons at once. Even with the talent of the archer, a profession with two stars of rarity, defeating dragons with bows and arrows should be a challenge. However, thanks to Fish Sea's special skill, Shark's Oil, you'll be able to kill the dragon. Even the one-star archer can reduce the dragon's stamina in one fell swoop with the violence of numbers and probability. The dragon with arrows sprouting from its body will fall on its back, crushing the monsters. After that, they continued to attack and defend, and the number of monsters from north, south, east, west, and west, which numbered 30,000 each, was reduced by half. While the elves are hoping that this will take a few hours, a cloud of dust rises from the south. It seems that the Demon King's army has realized that they're struggling unexpectedly. The 40,000 or so magical beasts that were spread out to the south of the city of Tiamo as a reserve and to keep the elves from escaping to the south had already densely organized their ranks. Then, as a reinforcement, they started to attack the south side of the city of Tiamo. No matter which direction, east, west, 
north, south, or west, if the wall was destroyed, and the monsters were able to flood into the city, the demon king's army would win. Two groups of Hexenbiest will attack the south side of the city as if they are one point above the first group. The monsters that you've been reducing are now more than three times as thick as the ones outside the wall. They're only growing in number. Victory is ours. The elves flinch at the sheer number of magical beasts, and the generals desperately try to inspire them. And Quat, we finally moved the southern reserve. I'm just glad we made it in time. You took the time to go distribute heavenly blessings to three cities, yes. Now that the reserves are on the move, are we going to attack? Of course. To Cecil's voice, Alan replied as if it were only natural. A short distance above the trampled ground around where the reserves were, Alan and his team are in the air. The second half of the Tiamo offensive was about to begin. Alan and his team are about three kilometers away from the city of Tiamo. Since we are about a kilometer above the city, we have a good view of the battle between the soldiers and the monsters that seem to be hugging the city. The siege and defense of all four cities is coming to a climax. Is there any city that's about to fall? Tiamo's city was not the only one that was under siege. The three cities defending the southern part of Rosenheim, just like Tiamo, are currently fighting back against the Demon King's army, as confirmed by the Eagle Eye of Bird Ease. Summoner. The other three cities besides Tiamo have also been buffed by Fish DCB summons before the war began. There are no absolutes in war, but for now, the offensive and defensive battles seem to be going on without incident. Alan and his team will move to a position about 500 meters from the city of Tiamo. We'll lower our altitude and stop at a level with the ground. Let's get started. Well, we only have 37 more to summon? Alan uses a grimoire to check the number of summonses that can appear. There are 33 summonses now. Two in the village of Roden. One under the Viscount Granville. 15 bodies in support of the North Central Continent. Two bodies in the city of Nest. Eight bodies in four cities during the siege, including Tiamo. Five summonses of the Bird Bee. That Alan and his friends ride in the village of Roden Frontier. I have the summonses of Bird. E and Spirit B as watchmen and guards for the defense of the village. Each of the five Rosenheim cities, including the city of Nest, also has a Bird F and Spirit B summoner as liaison and combatant, respectively. Are you sure you have enough for 37 summons? I knew that 15 bodies in the central continent was too many, wasn't it? You've sent a bunch of pills, so why not cut back? Cecil peers into Alan's grimoire from behind. In order to save the summoning slots, Alan and Cecil, Sophie and Formal have changed to a two-seater. Birdbee's summons are large, so riding two is not a problem. Well, the battle will start soon over there too. If we're attacked, there will be more men on this side, but we won't have to cut back. The detachment has gone too the north-central continent for days. I've also given them some recovery medicine, so I'm thinking 
that we can use it all up and wait until we're dead. End quote. Hmm. With that much said, Alan begins to summon the insects B summons one by one. He summons 30 of them at intervals of 100 meters along the southern exterior wall of the city of Tiamo. He also summons five dragon bee summonses. At the same time, there are only two left to summon. Okay, aeropons, let's spawn. And quat, gigantic. The distance he has traveled while summoning is three kilometers, so he uses Bird F's transmission to summon all of Insect B's summons in the distance to use the awakening. Skill and quat, spawn and quat, at once. Then 100 huge eggs will appear in front of Bug B's summoner. The total number of eggs is 3000 for 30 summons. The visual of the eggs will turn into a glowing bubble and disappear, leaving a total of 3000 summons that look the same as insect bees. Summoner, but are about half the size. Bug B's awakening skill gives birth to 100 offspring, that are half his size and half his status. Aaron named the offspring born from this awakening skill. And quat. Child Arapin and Quat. The cool time is one day, and the summon can only be active for 30 days, so it can spawn up to 30 times. The cubs can exist for up to a month unless they are killed. This is the maximum duration of the parent's existence. The baby alapons will disappear once the summoned beast of the parent insect bee has been summoned, or even if the parent insect bee is summoned. Beast is returned to the card. An ant bee's summoners and quat. Spawn and quat. Skill will create an ant. Ant baby. Name, child Arapin physical strength, 1300 magical power, 500 attack power. 1200 endurance, 2000. Parent enhanced, quickness, 2000. Parent enhanced, intelligence. 1000 fortune, 900 special skill. Formic acid and quat. Okay, aeropons, let's move forward with baby aeropons. And quat. Gigantic. At Alan's signal, the 30 ant bee summons advance towards Tiamo. With their own aeropons born from their awakening skills. There are 3,000 children, some of which are up to 5 meters in length. Also, their endurance and speed can reach 2,000. The Parent summoner of Bug B was strengthened to 4000 in durability and speed, and then spawned, so. The strengthened status will be reflected in the offspring. Keel. Sophie. Cast a supplementary. Spell and let's get into the fight. And quat. Oh. And quat. I understand, Mr. Allen. Keel in. Sophie will cast a defensive supplementary magic on all of Aaron and his friends, including the summons. This supplementary magic is also effective on baby Arapin and his friends. And quat. Harami, Sharkfin, cast a supplementary spell on them too. And your awakening. Skills. And quat. Fish D and C can't talk, but they'll be swimming in the dirt and buffing the whole area, including their little ponds. Then, sparing no magic stones and recreating your awakening skills, you can buff the entire area, including the child Arapin. And quat. Jembu. Go. Around with the turtle shield and turtle barrier. And quat. 
Woohoo, I see. Crack the whip on an old bone and call it. Fishby, with a grandfatherly tone of voice, spins around and performs a special move while sprouting only his shell from the dirt. Turtle shield lowers damage by 20%. Turtle barrier lowers damage by 50%. These techniques and the awakening skills effects overlap, so the damage taken will be reduced by 60%. Note that Fishby's damage reduction affects physics magic, and breath. Turtle shield will last for 24 hours and will affect friends within 50 meters of it. Turtle barrier lasts for one hour and works on companions within 100 meters. If you don't get hit by an extra skill level blow from a hero, you won't die instantly. How many times? When he fought Helmios the Brave, Alan himself and Stonebee's summons were also covered with the turtle shield and turtle barrier. Even so, both Stone Bee and Alan were seriously injured. The brave man's strength can be seen. And quat. Go all out. And quat. Gigantic. And quat. Giggle. 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 Now that I've applied all my assistance, I'm going to keep them in formation and run them quickly forward. The baby Arapin is capable of listening to Aaron's instructions, but it is basically left to its parent, Bug Bee's summoner. You're less than 100 meters from the tail of the Demon King's army, but you'll continue on your way. Then, attack the many monsters that were watching the outer walls of Tiamo from behind. The first attack is Dragon Bee's summoners. Wide-ranging breath. All at once, the monsters will be set ablaze. And now that baby Arapin has made contact with the Demon King's army, I will issue new instructions. Use Formic Acid. Using the Bird F's message, he can direct all the baby alapons, which are spread over a distance of more than 3 kilometers from east to west, at once. This Formic Acid is a skill that can be used by both baby alapons and insect bee summonses. It shoots a poison from its buttocks that lowers both Durability and resistance, which is effective against enemies within a range of tens of meters, and the formic acid alone can kill a hexenbius that is not resistant to poison. It is especially effective against material type monsters as it is similar to a solution. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Follow Alan's words and end up using your special skills without attacking the elven. Troops on the outer wall are looking at Alan and the others in surprise. Those ants are just reinforcements. Just aim at the monster in front of you. Not many arrows are coming our way. I thought there would be a few. The generals are telling us not to attack the summons. The elves said, and quat, okay, and quat, and focused on attacking the monsters in front of them. The Dragon Bee summons will extinguish the monsters whose durability and resistance have been reduced. As they lower their resistance, they also lower their breath resistance. Then Cecil, who is behind Alan, will also attack with wind magic. This is because the fact that the dragon bee's breath after pouring formic acid on it won't kill it means that it may have a strong resistance to the fire attribute, so it will attack with another attribute. 
The basis of a battle is to always attack with the opponent's resistance in mind. Cecil has been using more and more magic other than the fire attribute since Alan began to produce Dragon Bee summons. The baby Arapan was sucked into the monster in front of him and the monster in front of him was sprayed with formic acid. The monsters with lowered endurance began to die from the elves' arrows more than ever. Before, don't let them escape. Exterminate them all. Alan shouts out not to let a single body escape. This battle is about the defense of the city, but also about the destruction of the enemy. It doesn't matter where, east, west, north, south or west, we want to eradicate all the enemies on one side of the wall. In the north, the main camp isn't moving, so I attacked the south side because it had the most magical beasts. The objective is magical stones. The B-rank magical stones are a blessing from heaven that will be distributed to the cities that have drawn four lines of defense, including Tiamo, and they're decreasing at an alarming rate. The number of B-rank magic stones will run out during this defense. Currently, we've given away most of the blessings and we only have a thousand or so magic stones. Even if we kill monsters too collect them, we have to dismantle them to collect them, so we can't collect them if there are other monsters around. You have to eradicate all of them so that you can collect them. I've heard that these monsters are smart enough to retreat when they know they're losing. We've decided to trap them to make sure none of them escape. Krina and Dagara will also be wielding their weapons with all their might. Some of the Hexenbiest will understand the situation and will try to retreat, but they will be interrupted by the baby Alapin. In general, the child's stats are higher than those of the Martyr Garsh. Its attack power isn't as high, but it has the power to lay waste to any B-ranked Hexenbiest in the area. Arapon's big jaws begin to crush the monsters, saying he won't let any of them escape. After all, Arapin shines brightest in war. Strength in numbers is power. They can't be awakened or enhanced, but they do produce such spectacular results. Can't use enhancement, sharing, or awakening skills against child Alapons. Summoner buffs and auxiliary magic of Kiel and Sophie work, but summoning skills are not allowed. But it has done more than that. Within an hour or so, Baby Arapin reached the outer wall. The area in front of the outer wall is filled with dead monsters. We were able to eradicate them just fine. Were there any S-rank monsters? There aren't that many? As Alan analyzes the results of the battle, the elves' shouts of victory can be heard from above the hull. And Quat, Dradra and his men and Arapin, go cheer on the east and west hull. Dradra and Araporn and the others go to the east and west halls for support. They'll get in the way of retrieving the magical stones if they stay too long. At Alan's direction, divide the group into east and west halves and begin to move in to hunt the east and west hexenbiasts that are still fighting. Leave the hundreds of pups on the south side and have them cut into the monsters bellies with their jaws so that they can easily retrieve the magical stones. 
Later, I'll let spirit be summonses hold the bag for me to retrieve it. Less than an hour later, the hexenbiasts that couldn't be contained in the area fled to the north. The battle ended in victory as the elves on the outer wall screamed with joy as they watched. Four cities, including Tiamo, had won the defensive battle. In the past defensive battles, they were only able to defeat a few magical beasts and waited until the sun set for the demon king's army to retreat. Of course, the number of monsters that would attack the next day would not change much, so the elven soldiers would be exhausted and the city and fortress would eventually fall. That kind of battle had been going on for more than a month. But today's defense is different. And quad, I am here to report. Your Majesty, in today's battle, we defeated more than 200,000 hexenbiasts in four cities combined. That means 2.5 million left. Let's reduce it. And quad, true? Yes, sir. Here's a breakdown of the four cities defeated. The city of Tiamo alone has over 100,000. And we're in a large building in the center of the city of Tiamo. Alan and his friends are listening to the general's report at midnight in the hall with the queen. Previously, the military conference was a crisis of exile, so Alan and his team prioritized the battle against the demon king's army and had the summoned beasts of spirit be join them instead. Now I'm attending the conference to talk about the future. The queen leans forward from her throne, surprised by the results of the battle. The reason why it's at this time of day is that the battle was so big that it took me a lot of time to understand the situation. We have summonses in each of the three cities for transmissions, so Alan is in between to quickly report on the situation in each city. The four cities, including Tiamo, are filled with the voices of soldiers and refugees rejoicing in victory. Everyone is saying, and quat, your majesty, and quat, genie king, and words of gratitude. The elves are said to be a quiet race, but many of them are bursting with joy at this unprecedented victory. So, what about the damage? Yes, sir. Today, some 3,000 soldiers died. That's the total number of deaths in the four cities. Really? The elves are mostly archers, and their occupational characteristics as archers do not give them such a high endurance status. Also, their equipment is mithril class at best. A blow from a bee or a rank monster can kill you instantly, or you can be attacked several times before you can recover. As a result, some 3,000 elves died in today's defense. This elf death toll is considerably lower than ever before. I have distributed blessings in each city and buffed the fish line. The number of elves who have not died is 10 times greater than the number who died. But still, the queen, the head of state of Rosenheim, was troubled. She closed her eyes for her lost elven soldiers and tried to avenge their heroic lives. And what do you plan to do now, my queen? We would like you to take refuge in the city of Nest if possible. And Quat. No, Gatoruga. I'll stay here and keep an eye on the battle. And Quat. No, no. But, 
The man who now stands before the queen with Alan is not a general. It is an elf who looks to be in his twenties. And quat, Gatoruga. That won't bother the queen too much. And quat, this is not to embarrass you. Standing right next to the queen, the top of the military, the general chides the man called Gatruga. The man doesn't seem to have anything more to say either. So this is Gatruga, the most powerful man in Rosenheim. Is he Rosenheim's only wielder of spirits? Was the city's outer wall also made by the legendary great spiritist by the great spirit of earth? Alan silently listens to the exchange between Gatruga and the queen and others, while checking the information about the spirit user in the grimoire. Gatluga is the only spirit user in Rosenheim. In terms of rarity, he is said to be equivalent to a three-star sage. One-star spiritist wizard two-stars spirit mage three-stars spirit user four-stars grand spirit user and above the spirit user is the ancient occupation of the great spiritist messenger in Rosenheim. It is said that a wizard is born once every thousand years. It is said that the wielders built the city's outer wall and fortifications with the help of the spirits. It seems that there are no Grand Masters in Rosenheim today. I will confirm what Sophie told me about the genie user in the grimoire. So what is the future plan of action? The Queen talks about the future, to change the mood of the place that has become a little heavy. It is still a crisis for Rosenheim's survival. First of all, it looks like we'll be able to recover a large amount of magic stones this time. We're still in the middle of recovering them, but I want to use them to resume transporting them on the grimoire ship. Do we have enough magical stones to make the transport all out? That's good to know. Rosenheim, one of the leaders of the Five Continents Alliance, has more than 100 mage ships. It consumes a large amount of magic stones to run those ships, but since the war began, you've done everything you could to get them running, and You've used most of your stockpile of magic stones. The grimoire ships use a lot of magic stones. The grimoires that came to Granville were about three times a month. Just because it was convenient doesn't mean you can't increase the number of flights. Well, that made for a lot of injuries, but it also allowed many elves to return to the front lines. The queen respected human life and prioritize the transport of wounded soldiers and refugees and the transfer of supplies to the evacuated areas. Thanks to this, there are hundreds of thousands of wounded soldiers who have not died and millions of refugees who have survived. But that's why most of the magic ships are currently out of commission due to the lack of magical stones. Now that We've managed to recover a lot of magic stones, the magic ships can resume their operations. Rosenheim can now start moving. I have about 70,000 magic stones. The magical stones from the Demon King's army that we defeated in the southern part of the city of Tiamo were all given to Alan. Thanks to this, we've used up most of our heavenly blessings and we're about to run out of B-rank magic stones, but we're on track to get our magic stones back. And quat. Master Alan, 
How? Is the elves elixir doing? And quat. We are preparing it now. I'm going to ask you to pay in magic. Stones. Alan answers the queen's question. More than half of the nearly 80,000 magic. Stones Rosenheim will own will be used for the operation of all magic tools, including magic. Ships. The other half will be converted into a blessing. I've been giving them away for free. But from now on, you'll get the magic stones you need. A single siege consumes 300 to 400. Blessings. Since I'm defending four cities, I've spent around 1500 heavenly blessings in a day. With 40,000 B-rank magic stones, I could create 8,000 blessings. Of course, I didn't say that you need magical stones to make a blessing. It's just that we'll get some magic stones for our money. The genie wielder Gatluga's expression is grim for a moment when he asks you to give him the money, but then he returns his gaze to the queen to see if there's any reason to do it for free. I would like to bring 100,000 of the wounded soldiers who moved to the city of Nest back to the front line. This would bring the total number of troops in the four cities, including the frontline city of Tiamo, to 640,000. And quat, and quat, oh, and quat, the report of one of the generals elicits a shout of joy. Everyone thought that in a day or two the city of Tiamo would be gone. It would have meant the end of Rosenheim. Just when you thought it would never happen again. Cheerful reports of today's victory, the activation of magic ships with magical stones, and the return of 100,000 troops to the front lines come flooding in. And quat, Mr. Allen, I will definitely repay you for this, so please continue to help me in the future. Let me help you. So, here's the battle ahead. It's too early to rejoice. And quat, battle? Does this mean that Mr. Allen has a plan for the next battle? One of the generals reacts to Allen's words. Allen's strategy for today's line of defense, pitting the men on the south side against the men on the outer wall, is his strategy. I want to hear about your plan for the next battle as well. And quat. First, it appears that the Demon King's army has begun its retreat. And quat. Retreat is indeed a retreat, but a retreat? Yes, sir. All troops are in retreat, including those that were attacking Tiamo. Allen has caught the Demon King's army retreating north from the four cities using Birdie's sentient skill, Bukuya. Therefore, we would like to reduce the number of the Demon King's army while keeping track of their movements. And quat. Yes, it is. The general knows that Aaron and his men hunted nearly 40,000 hexenbiasts in a night raid. As soon as possible, return the injured soldiers who took refuge in the city of Nest to the city of Tiamo. We'll go north when we're more or less ready. Because of the limited payload of the magic ship, it will not be possible, but I will tell them to hurry. And quat. Oh, you say you're going to go on the offensive. Yes, sir. We will also review in a future meeting the information of the cities we want to prioritize to take back. And let's take back the capital, Fortinia, as soon as possible. Hope returns to the faces of 
The elves. Aaron and his men attack the retreating demon king's army. In the meantime, they say. They are going to restore the troops and the borders that were taken by the demon king's army. Now, it's been eight days since we heard from the president of the Kingdom Academy City. Asking for support from Rosenheim. After winning the defense battle, the next battle for Aaron and his team was about to begin. In the daytime the day after the defensive battle ended. Since the military conference held. Last night, there is new information that the Jamit Empire has sent me a grimoire communication in the city of Nest, saying that they will provide food and supplies for Rosenheim. General Lucidrol in the city of Nest told me a lot about the situation in the central continent, along with the story of the support of the Girmit Empire. He said that the Demon King's army in the central continent is already in motion and in another day or two, they will attack the fortresses that the Giamat Empire has built at key locations on the northern border. The number remains the same. At 2 million, they are divided into about 200,000 soldiers per fortress, advancing toward 10 fortresses. This is just as Alan expected. He says that it makes sense for the Giamat Empire to come to Rosenheim's aid under these circumstances. It seems that some of the mage ships are already on their way to the nest, assuming that the elves won't refuse them when they announce their support. They say that the emperor of the Giamat Empire is a rare and wise emperor who rose to the position of emperor at a young age. The fact that 600,000 elven elixirs have been provided and their value has already reached the emperor's ears. This support is a stepping stone to get the elixir as cheaply as possible in the future. And if Rosenheim persisted with this support, the four million reserve soldiers of the Demon King's army could go to Rosenheim. Either way, it will be to the advantage of the Girmit Empire. Even though we are under attack by the Demon King's army, the head of the state is always looking for the country's interests, Alan thought. Alan is now several dozen kilometers north of the city of Tiamo. The purpose is to check on the movement of the Demon King's army that has retreated to the north and take further action. I can see it. Do you see it right? And quat. Oh, yeah. Today. Alan is riding the bird bee summoner with Cecil to save summoning slots. And Alan is sitting facing Cecil. Since Alan is riding in front of him, he is riding backwards from his direction of travel. This would be fine if Cecil rode in front and Alan rode behind him, but once the battle begins, Alan is going to be the shield in case something goes wrong, so he's sitting facing him. The reason Alan is facing back is to place a large, shallow flowerpot on the back of Bird B's summoner to generate heavenly blessings. I consumed a significant amount of blessings during yesterday's defense battle, and they are currently being generated. Thanks to the fact that you pretty much beat the Demon King's army in all four cities yesterday, we won't have a defense battle today. The depletion of 100,000 demonic beasts seems to be a good enough reason not to hold daily sieges. Let's make a blessing in the meantime. I'm flying pretty high so that the enemy can't see me making it. 
such as the case when Alan discovers the end of the Demon King's armies. Retreat from the Tiamo invasion with the eye of a shared bird bee summoner. Hmm. At this rate of progress, we're going to meet up with the next army tomorrow. We've got to stop this. Is it still bad if you join us? And quat, and quat. Yes. It would be a shame to be joined and outnumbered again, and to be attacked by a concentrated army of one or two more cities with an increased number of troops. After all, wasn't it just a retreat? Currently, four cities including Tiamo's city have drawn a line of defense, so the Demon King's army is divided into four separate armies that are attacking at the same time. It seems that the Demon King's army also has the wisdom to change their strategy after the night attack three days ago and the heavy defeat in yesterday's defensive battle. They're still on the march, so I don't know what they're going to do, but it seems they're going to join up with their neighbors from the direction they're going. It would be a disaster if the divided forces joined together and concentrated their forces to take down one or two cities instead of four at once. Since we are at war, if the things we are supposed to be defending are killed, then even if we destroy them afterwards, we will still be defeated. What do we do now? And quat, of course we'll harass you. It's not a defense battle, so we can move freely. Well, we'll destroy each one. In a defensive battle, you have to make moves to defend the city. And you can't do it. But today, you can attack without worrying about that. Alan will use the summoned bird F to communicate today's strategy to his friends flying around him. This is useful for communicating your strategy, as only the designated person can hear the bird F's message. Alan and his team will reach the rear of the Demon King's army, which is down to 100,000 men on the march. Alan, it's getting noisy. Are we under attack by the enemy? I mean, do you still make that? Bird Bee's summons are quite large and easy to spot, and the Demon King's army will recognize them as enemies based on their past activities. Dozens of magical beasts that can fly from the Demon King's army will come to Alan and the others. It's natural. This is going to go on all day. And quat. Oh, yeah, let's go up a little more and get a little meteo. There. I'm going to be working all day today to create a blessing. Since I was able to collect the magical stone last night, I'll make it while there's still time. Unless the situation is really badly attacked by the enemy, I'll continue to make it. It seems that Cecil has figured out what Alan wants. The Hexenbiest army is advancing north, but the size and speed of the monsters vary. There's more than double the difference between the fastest and slowest Hexenbiests of each type. Naturally, there are more slow-moving monsters at the back of the march. Bipedal ogres and trolls are at the back of the monster's army. They're also bipedal, but their bodies are made up of lightweight bones and other light materials, so they seem to ride on the backs of quadrupedal monsters. It rises about three kilometers to scatter the Demon King's army, and then uses Dragon Bee's summons to scatter the rising Demon King's army. Then, Cecil begins to focus his 
attention to activate the extra skill. End quote. Drop it here. End quote. He tells Cecil, who concentrates his attention, where to drop it, and holds his hand in that direction without replying. Petite meteor. With Cecil's shout, a huge, red-burned rock falls from the tail end of the Demon King's army procession a little closer to the direction of travel. It destroys nearly 10,000 of the army in one fell swoop. The battle is fought together with the elves. Defense. Battles count the amount you fight with the elves, so you'll only get 10% of the experience. In the night raid, we fought with six men and received 80% of the experience per monster, but in yesterday's defense battle, we were considered to have fought with a squad of elves and received only 10% of the experience per monster, which is the lowest experience distribution. The 10% is the minimum experience when there are more than 253 participants. Thanks to the buffing of the fish system, Alan has gained experience for all the monsters he has killed in the four cities, which numbered 200,000. Today, Alan's party acted alone, so he received 80% of the experience per beast. Thanks, that was pretty good. Here's your ring to help you recover. Aaron restores Cecil's magic with a magic recovery ring. When we were flying together, I was afraid to drop the ring, but now that we're riding together, we can do this. I'll follow you. And Quat. Yeah, doesn't seem to be very intelligent. It wasn't the last Hexenbius that Cecil just killed. He activated his micrometeorite extra kill around the 20,000 rearmost trolls. The 20,000 enraged trolls and ogres, unaware that they have been separated, are chasing after Aaron and the others. The monsters ahead of where the micrometeorite was dropped seemed to continue their march, and they didn't seem to follow Alan and the others. Alan and his team will lower their altitude and move slowly so that the Hexenbiest can follow them. And quat, but destroying each one of them is a plan to attack the platoon. We're building a platoon. The destruction of each piece. We learned in class was like trying to beat a squad or platoon with more troops in priority. This time, they're using micrometeorites to force a platoon. Cecil seems to have a feeling that something is different. Well, I guess so. Well, let's make a platoon, if not a platoon. Okay? The Demon King's army that was on the side of the micrometeorite didn't come after that. So the 20,000 monsters were completely cut off. After less than half an hour of travel, Alan and the others stopped their movement and took a position a little higher than the monsters. Giggle. And a group of insect bee summonses awaits the 20,000 strong army of the Demon King. The number of baby aeropons has increased by 3,000 since the day's cool time passed. Afternoon. About 500 were killed yesterday, so the number is 5,500. We've already dispersed all of the fish system's specialties. I'll tell Sophie and Kiel to help, and I'll summon the dragon. Be summons as well. Now let's get the magic stone too. That's a bit much, but it's doable. It 
took me quite a while to get to this point, and I'd have to hunt about 20,000 to be efficient and level up. I've been fishing for a limit number of fellows and summonses to defeat. When the trolls and ogres realized they were trapped, they went rigid for a moment, but they seemed to attack regardless. Arapon's children are surrounding the enemy. Okay, we're ready. Overrun. It. And quat. And quat. Oh, and quat. With the use of the bird F summons to instruct the whole, the destruction of each piece began. Three days have passed since the siege of Tiamo. Alan is in the city of Tiamo, in the Queen's Hall with his companions. The Queen and the General are checking on the movements of the elves. During the past three days, it seems that you can still enter this hall with a face pass. The Elves of Rosenheim managed to recover a total of over 100,000 magic stones in Tiamo and the other three cities during the siege three days ago. Furthermore, there are about 70,000 magic stones that Alan and the others have obtained themselves, and the elves are said to be using more than 100,000 of them. Of the more than 100,000 magic stones, 50,000 will be turned into 10,000 heavenly blessings. We generate them at intervals and pass them on as we go along. Since the insects that are summoned are taking up the summoning slots, there are few blessings to increase magic power and the maximum magic power is not that high. Even if you use a magic recovery ring, you can only make about 200 pieces of heavenly blessings per hour. And the remaining 50,000 magic Stones were sent to the city of Nest. From the city of Nest to the city of Tiamo, the front line of the battlefield, a heavily guarded magic ship was brought to the city of Tiamo, loaded with a large quantity of magic stones and sent back. At this time there were 5,000 elves on board the ship. They were all talented soldiers and would be on the front lines fighting against the Demon King's army. The reason why they took the magic stone is to supply the magic ship with it. There are dozens of magic ships parked in the city of Nest and the surrounding open spaces due to lack of magic stones. I'm told that those magic ships will be working at full capacity from now on. With more than 50,000 magic stones of B rank and above, that's all you need to do. But even if one grimoire can evacuate 5,000 people, how long will it take to evacuate everyone? After listening to the whole story, Alan asks one of the generals who explained to us, you're right. In this city alone, there are more than 700,000 refugees. We haven't even recovered the magic ship yet. It may take four or five days to evacuate them all, but what does that matter? Why are you asking about the mage ship's carrying capacity? asks one of the generals. Alan and his companions both have a look of urgency on their faces. Yes, I have a bad news. One million troops of the Demon King's army are coming in a straight line towards this city of Tiamo. We have stopped the movement for the night now, but in two days they will come to Tiamo city. And quat, and quat, what? and quat, surprised elven generals. Even the queen leans forward from her throne and is surprised. 
For the past three days, Alan and his men had been relentlessly attacking the Demon King's army that had retreated northward from the city of Tiamo. About three days later, the Demon King's army joined up with the armies that attacked the other three cities, and with reinforcements from the north, the army grew to about one million men. As soon as they joined forces, they were advancing straight towards the city of Tiamo. Alan and the others have spent the whole day trying to turn the tide, but the Demon King's army is heading towards the city of Tiamo without paying any attention to Alan and his team. The same as the northernmost fortress. Oozing with despair at Alan's report, one of the generals put into words. A fortress many times taller and stronger than the city of Tiamo lay in the far north of Rosenheim. It was said to be impregnable, but it had fallen at the hands of three million demon kings. You're moving too fast. Even if we could defeat them individually, they'd only be around 30,000 at most. This battle was thought to be a forgiving one. The demon king's army can't cope with Alan's air power. If they could kill 30,000 demon king's army a day, they could kill three million in a hundred days. In fact, before Alan's arrival, the Demon King's army suffered only minor losses in the battle against the elves, but after Alan's arrival, nearly half a million monsters had been killed. It was enough for the Demon King's army to make a quick decision and move on. Furthermore, the Demon King's army seems to have determined that there is an elf queen in the city. Rosenheim's only spirit user is guarding the city of Tiamo. And it is also the city of Tiamo that was suddenly attacked by night. It was also the city that suffered the most damage from the Demon King's army during the defense. I have a proposal. Shall we retreat, including the queen? They say you don't have to be here. And quot. Nah. Master Allen, that's not possible. As I said before, the magic ship in the city of Nest is preparing to use magic stones to move it. At this rate, it won't be able to carry half the refugees. And quat, does that mean you will stay behind and fight the Demon King's army? It may be tough, but you could spend two days walking the displaced people out of town for two days. The Demon King's army will catch up with us soon. And we have the elves' elixir given to us by Master Alan. We will work together to protect our people. Who have nowhere to run. Are you alright? And quat. Ha. Your Majesty the Queen. There was no. One to be afraid of. We have a reason to fight and risk our lives. And quat. Will you be able to help. Me. Master Alan. More than 200,000 elves here. Plus the cure. They might last for a siege. But if they fail, the queen will be wiped out and Rosenheim will be gone. I'll take the better chance, if I have to take that chance. Of course. But if you don't want to run away, I have a plan for you. And quat, and quat, oh, and quat, the generals let out a gasp. This is the plan of the dark-haired boy who has been working miracles for the past few days. Everyone turns their gaze to Alan expecting him to perform another miracle, and they listen with anticipation to see what he has to say. And quat, 
How many scouts are there in this city? And quat. A scout. That's right. Well, there must be three thousand of them. It's not often we elves find ourselves in the scouts' sights. Out of two hundred thousand men, three thousand are scouts. The generals wonder why we have to fight against an army of a million men from now on, so why do we need to check the number of scouts who are hard to beat? How many of those scouts have extra skills to increase their quickness? And quat, nah, searching and tracking rather than increasing speed? Extra skill has a high gotcha element. But most of the time the skills will be of the right ability for each job. Yeah, I think there are at least 100 out of 3,000 of them. The other generals are nodding in agreement with the general who replies. On behalf of the general, that sounds like solid information. Then I would like at least 2,000 of those 3,000 to be assigned to me. Anyone who has the talent to increase their quickness, preferably all of them, should be assigned to me. And quat, nah, if 3,000 men are needed, 3,000 will do. We won't be much of a scout in a siege anyway. I'll make sure Master Aaron lives. The elf general responds immediately without hearing all of Alan's plans. And quat, thank you, sir. Well, I would like to tell you how I would like a unit of 3,000 men to act, and I would appreciate it if you could call your commander. Let's go get one right away. Knowing that time is running out, one of the generals walks out of the hall with the queen. And quat, after this explanation, we are going to launch a delay operation to slow down the progress of the Demon King's army. And quat, please, Mr. Allen. The queen replies on behalf of the queen. I will inform the scouting commander of the plan, but regardless of the success of this operation, in three days, hundreds of thousands of Demon King's troops will invade the city of Tiamo. With that in mind, you should take action to fortify your defenses. I assure you that Alan and his men cannot defeat an army of a million men. It will only be a matter of reducing our numbers and delaying our progress. And since we have three days, I'll tell them to build a shelter with spirit magic or something to fortify the defense as best they can. Sophie. And Quat. Yes, your majesty, take good care of Miss Allen. And Quat. Yes. Before Sophie asks to go with her to Operation Delay, the queen tells her to go with her. That seems to be the rule for those born into the royal family. I've got him. Then the general brings an elf to me. He seems to be the commander of the scouting party. The commander seems puzzled by the sudden summons to the queen's chamber and the presence of the dark-haired boy. And quat. I'm sorry to bother you so late. Sorry to bother you at this late hour, but let me tell you what's going on. Thus began the siege against an army of one million. Alan informed the elven scout commander of the mission. The scout commander looks at me like that, but he agrees. The place where I told him the plan is a hall with the general and the elven queen at the back. Everyone in this hall is looking at you to do as Alan says. The commander didn't have much of a choice, but perhaps because scouting units are more prone to darker maneuvers. 
than other units, he was more easily convinced. And we've been talking about whether or not the spirit user, Gatruoga, will be included in this plan. Having the strongest man in Rosenheim would certainly give us an advantage in our fight against the Demon King's army. However, since we had never fought together in Alan's mission before, and the mission was based on the premise that the Demon King's army would come to Tiamos City, we decided to ask him to remain in Tiamos City. It's also important to fortify Tiamos defenses. I've already informed the city of Nest that a million troops are coming to the city of Tiamo. They are rushing to activate the magic ships and move the wounded soldiers who are healed to the city of Tiamo and the refugees from Tiamo to the city of Nest. Although we can't move all the refugees, there is no reason for them to be killed, so women and children will be given priority. After informing them of the plan and confirming what they needed to know, Aaron and the others took a quick sleep and left the city of Tiamo before dawn. Since a night attack wouldn't do much good, we gave priority to conserving our strength. The battle from now on would be a long one. The Demon King's army is coming from beyond the horizon and filling the world. As before, they seem to have begun to act at the dawn of time. That's a lot. Today Cecil speaks to Alan while the two of them are facing each other in front of each other, riding the bird bee summoner again. Alan is always generating heavenly blessings, which is why he is sitting like this. I suppose, Alan replies to Cecil, making today a last-minute blessing for the heavens, and Quat, you're not afraid? Are you not afraid? And Quat, hum, I guess I'm not afraid. The words and Quat, I'm not afraid and Quat, mean that. I'm not afraid of dying, but I'm very afraid of my friends dying. But it is filled with the thought that it is very scary for your friends to die. Cecil's face relaxes at Alan's words. And quat, thank you. And quat, hum. And quat, you've taught me so much. I didn't know you were going to tell me. To Cecil, since the time he was in the house of Granville as a servant, Aaron was clearly an everyman. He used to not be able to ask what he wanted, but after his conversation with the spirit king, he seems to have lost his hesitation. Well, I guess so. Don't thank me before you fight. Don't raise any unnecessary flags, and quat. What's that? Well, it's a prehistoric story. Tell me about it another time. And quat. Yes. That's what we have to do to get through this fight. Alan now looks at the Demon King's army once again. The Demon King's army? The Demon King's army? The Demon King's army attacks you in one lump without thinking, and that's the most annoying part of the plan. If you took the time to fight, you could chip away at the enemy army every day. Even if the battle was spread out over several cities, like the Tiamo siege, we could still defeat a lot of demonic beasts. I was hoping to reduce the number of the demon king's army that way, and in time I would regain the fortresses and cities that had been dropped by the demon king's army. However, the demon king's army soon realized that this was not a good situation. 
They quickly changed their strategy after the defeat at the Battle of Tiamo. It didn't matter to the Zauberger's army whether a million or two million of his monsters died. In short, they didn't care if Rosenheim was destroyed. It's a simple strategy that is difficult to break through, as it is irresistible and defenselessly violent in numbers. When you are checking the progress of the Demon King's army, a black horde is heading towards the Demon King's army. It's a small crowd compared to the Demon King's army, but there are nearly 10,000 of them. Arapin and the others have arrived. And Quat. Oh, well, here we go. I think the timing is perfect. With nearly 10,000 baby Arapons in the lead, the 30 bug bee summons that we've been walking since last night will soon be facing the Demon King's army. In addition to the 30 bug bee summonses of already summoned, but I guess I can only summon 47 of them now. Two in the village of Rodan. Settlement 1 under the Viscount Granville 8 bodies in support of the North Central. Continent 1 in the city of Nest 2 bodies in the city of Tiamo 3 bodies in 3. Other cities 5 summonses of the bird bee that Alan and his friends ride a birdie summoner. Spying on the sky above Alan's group check the number of summons that can be summoned. In order to hunt down as many monsters as possible. I adjusted the number of summons as much as possible. Note that the summoned beasts I sent to the northern part of the central continent are already fighting against the Demon King's army, and their number has been reduced to eight. They are supporting the five-continent alliance army defending the northern fortress of the central continent behind the scenes. Let's go. And quat. And quat. Oh. And quat. Use the summons of Bird F and call out to your friends on the summons of Bird B and Quat. Okay, Cecil. Let's get to the first group. It looks like there's a fast Hexenbiest in the lead. We've got to slow our progress down a little bit. Alan tells Cecil to aim near the front of the charging Demon King's army in a mass. Cecil's figure flickers like a shimmering fire as he holds his hands out in front of him. And Quat, Petit Meteor. The huge, red-burned rock burned down the first group of the demon. King's army. It was a picture of hell, but after a while, the demon king's army, which was running behind, came straight ahead. It was as if the red-burned earth didn't matter. All right, let's descend and fight. And Quat, and Quat, oh, and Quat. Alan and his friends, who were up in the Air, descend to the rear of Bugby's summoner, which has already passed underneath Alan and his friends. They have not reached the ground because they are riding the Birdbee summons so that they can break away at a moment's notice. And Quat, Dora Dora and her friends, Carolyn and her friends, Harami, Shark's Finn and Jembu come out. Summon 10 Dragon Bee summons, 4 Beast Bee summons. One fish D, one fish C and one fish B summon. This would be the best lineup. Then, you'll soon come face to face with the Demon King's army, which will not hesitate to go straight ahead after receiving Cecil's extra skill in Quat, Micrometeorite in Quat. The trees on the ground are also 
crushed as the Demon King's army rushes in, engulfing everything in its path. The Demon King's army is at a position where you can see it, even if you're not a summoner of birdie, come on, give it all you've got. Alan came to this other world because he didn't want to play nulls. The scene in front of him reminds him of the days when he spent all his time trying to defeat his enemies on the screen. In a fit of exuberance, he reminds himself of how he can defeat more monsters. If you don't reduce their numbers enough, many refugees and soldiers in the city of Tiamo will die. The Demon King's army has made contact with 10,000 Bugbee summons. Even 10,000 baby aeropons don't seem to matter much to the Demon King's army of 1 million. After the number of children grew to 10,000, the number of monsters and their momentum was dwindling. Even when they are attacked, the Hexenbiest won't hesitate to attack the baby ponies. But it's nice to know that a single magical stone is enough to summon both insects and beasts. The number of B-rank magic stones needed to create a dragon bee summoner is 29. It takes 15 generations and 14 compositions to summon a dragon bee summoner. The time loss has been eliminated by fast summoning, but the number of magic stones required remains the same. However, Beast B and Insect B summons require only one B-rank magic stone. Current stock of magical stones and blessings 100,000 B-grade magic stones 6,000 pieces of heavenly blessings from now on. We'll use the magical stones we've saved up through the defense of Tiamo and the three days of individual defeats, as well as the blessings of the heavens to annihilate the Demon King's army. Dagara and Kurzna are also on the front line, wielding their weapons and starting to hunt the monsters. Kurzna and Dagara, hold on to your baby Arapin as a wall as you fight. And Quat, yeah, I get it. And Quat, oh, instruct them to change their position, using the child Arapin that fills the front. The demonic beasts in the sky above are also shot down by Dragonbee's breath. Formal's bow and arrow, and Cecil's magic. After all, the Demon King's army shouldn't bother to defeat us before advancing. The Hexenbiest in the front is indeed fighting with Aaron and the summonses. However, their army of one million is far greater than what Aaron and his friends have. Many of the Hexenbiests are advancing toward the target of falling the city of Tiamo, ignoring Alan and the others. I'll take down the Hexenbiest. In front of you. Take them down to the back of the line and we'll move to the front of the line. And quat, and quat. Oh, and quat. I knew this would happen. When you've finished killing the enemy. In front of you, you'll jump into the front line of the Demon King's army that has moved forward. And do the same. I'll hunt the monsters in the front line and slow down their march. Thus, the battle between Alan and his army of a million demon kings continued. It had been three days since Alan and his men brought word that a million troops were heading toward the city of Tiamo. The sun had risen high enough, and it was now just before noon. The demon king's army was supposed to arrive in the city of Tiamo in two days, but it still hadn't arrived in two days. 
The delay strategy worked and they were able to delay it by a day. At a distance from the city, a scouting team is waiting to check on the progress of the Demon King's army, and a smoke signal of the Demon King's attack is raised by their skills. On the outer wall, elven troops are already waiting in formation. Here it comes. On your mark. It's as it should be. Tell the third layer to take offensive positions. And quat, and quat, ha, and quat, the Elven general instructs the troops defending the outermost part of the wall, which is set up in triplicate outside the outer wall, to take up an offensive position. This is a pile of stones, piled up by elven spirit wizards over a period of three days. The pile reaches more than five meters high, but unlike the outer wall, it does not have a good foothold. They are piled up haphazardly as if they were vanishing blocks on the beach. Behind the pile of stones, spirit, wizards and archers are waiting, peering ahead through the gaps in the pile of stones. For the past three days, you have led the refugees on a magic ship to the city of Nest and brought the returning wounded to the city of Tiamo. The elves, now numbering 300,000, have taken up a defensive position around the city. Not long after the general gives the signal, a roar is heard in the ground and piles of rocks begin to shake. Trees are snapped by the demon kings. Armies march and the ground is stampeded. The natural beauty of Rosenheim is being trampled away. The demon king's army will not divide the city into north, south, east, and west. They come in a straight line in one mass, aiming to break through the city's north gate of Tiamo. Soon, the Hexenbiest will reach the third layer of stone masonry, which is the outermost perimeter. Here it comes, protecting Her Majesty the Queen. And quat. Oh, 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 oh. The Demon King's army comes toward you with a roar and full force. The arrows of the archers rain down on the demon king's army to cover the sunlight, but they advance regardless of the sun's rays. What's more exciting, they're coming towards you with bloodshot eyes. The moment the horde of monsters crashed into the masonry, it shook violently and collapsed in several places. The rocks that make up the five-meter-high pile are more than a meter high, but they aren't that big for a B-rank monster beast. The Hexenbiest grabs and throws them carelessly and crumbles the masonry. I desperately tried to fight back with arrows and spirit magic, but it seems that violence in numbers is no match for them. In less than an hour, the masonry began to break here and there, flooding the place with magical beasts. Draw. Pull. The general decides that the masonry will not hold and orders a retreat. The wounded are healed by the grace of heaven, and then they all divide into east and west, and the elves begin to retreat as if to escape. The elven army, divided into east and west, will retreat. Returning fire, entering the city through the east and west gates and defending the east and west walls and the second layer will be destroyed in less than an hour.
the generals and soldiers waiting on the outer wall look on in despair as the masonry garrison is easily captured. Is this the end of Rosenheim or is there no hope for violence in numbers? Even from the highest vantage point, the Demon King's army is enough to fill the world. At the last stone pile, as the garrison began to fight, a giant griffin descends from the sky in front of the generals. You can't help but take a stance for a moment, but you know who's stepping over the griffin. And quat, just in time. Was the last-minute delay superfluous? But it was good, wasn't it? We haven't even reached the outer wall yet. Alan and his team hover in front of the hull. While talking with Cecil and Quat, we will now go forward to participate in the war. I'll try to stop the progress of the monsters as much as possible, so please fight back from above. This time, it's not as thick of a hexenbiest as you'd expect to find in a pincer. There's so much violence in the numbers that it seems like the hull might be pulled out if you try to pincer it. And quat, em hum, but, but swallow the words and quat, can I go out in front of the outer wall? If you don't fight from the top of the outer wall, you'll be fighting the demon king's army in a situation where there are no obstacles to protect you. Even though you should be aware of such a situation, Aaron and the others, including Sophie, who are straddling the summoned beasts of Birdby, do not have an uneasy expression on their faces. Well, there are 50 of them that can be summoned. There are only 30,000 B-rank magic stones left, but that's about it. Check the number of slots that can be summoned and the number of remaining magic stones once again. The number of B-rank magic stones that I had increased to 130,000 through the Tiamo offensive and defensive battles and the destruction of each one was reduced by 100,000 in three days due to the generation of summoned beasts and the blessing of heaven. The amount of magical stones consumed showed the fierce battle of the three days of delay strategy. Arapin and his friends, Dora Dora, and her friends, Carolyn and her friends, Harami, Sharks Finn and Jembu. Summon 20 Bug B. Summons, 23 Dragon B. Summons, 4 Beast B. Summons, 1 Fish D, 1 Fish C and 1 Fish B. Summons, and 1 Bird E. Summons. This seems to be the best lineup for the moment. Summon all the summons at once, and let Insect B. Summoner spawn and form a formation. Meanwhile, the last stone pile has been broken through and the monster beasts are closing in on Alan and his team. You must be hungry. Don't you have any concept of logistics in your country? Alan found out why the Hexenbiasts were so desperate. The approaching Demon King's army didn't have any kind of supply unit. I don't know if it's to boost morale or if they have no concept of logistics. The only thing I know is that the demonic beasts have barely eaten for the past three days and three nights. Here it comes. Archers, spiritual magicians, launch attack. And quat. Oh, 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 
Oh, oh, oh. Destroy all three layers of masonry and launch an attack from the top of the outer wall at the Demon King's army, which is about to approach. But as if their attack power isn't enough, the Demon King's army won't stop progressing. Well, they'll give us some help. And quat. Dradra guys, blow. Fire. And quat. Oh. After confirming that the elves who were on the defensive at the last stone pile have been evacuated, I instruct the summons. The 23 Dragon B summons will use their special skill in quat. Fire breathing in quat. Without gaps to prevent the attack and reduce the Demon King's army to ashes. Cecil asks for a petite medio well ahead of the three stone piles. I want to slow down the Demon King's army until the last of the elves evacuated from the pile of stones enter the city. Okay. Alan uses the blessing of heaven. Unlike the last time we fought across the outer wall, we have enough distance from the outer wall to have Cecil use the extra skill. And quat. Micrometeorite and quat. I set my sights farther away from the city because Cecil's micrometeorite has too wide an area of effect, and I'm concerned for the elves on the outer wall. Petite meteor. Far away from the outer wall, a huge, red-burned rock falls. With a roar, the screams of the magical beasts spread out, but the demon king's army comes straight at you. The summoned beasts consisting of dragon bee, Aunt B, and Baby Arapin, along with Alan's friends, desperately suppress the progress of the Monster King's army. Hmm, it's not too close to call. The remaining Demon King's army is about 500,000 strong. Alan analyzes the current situation. I have a feeling that with the current configuration, the invasion of the Demon King's army can be just barely contained. I say that because the outer wall behind me is protected. But the Demon King's army's range of advance is too wide, and the east and west ends of the northern outer wall are currently under battle. A few more Dorados or it will collapse from both ends of the outer wall. In a fast-moving war situation, try to keep track of everything. Bug B summons are a marvel. A single B-rank magic stone can spawn as many as 100 offspring of half its own status every day. But they are only about B-rank status. Moreover, with an attack power of only 1,200 children, their annihilation speed is too slow. When there is no time limit or enemy forces are not available, the baby ponies are effective, but now is not the time. Due to the slow annihilation, there are quite a few magical beasts crashing into the east and west ends of the north wall, and the elves are desperately fighting back. Oh, the spiritist is also fighting. On the east side of the north wall, the spiritist Gatluga is sending out plush, fluffy, mystical winged things to fight. He is the most powerful man in Rosenheim, slaughtering more and more monsters from the top of the outer wall. It's the first time I've seen a genie, and I remember the first genie I saw was a flying squirrel. Now, bring me the magic stone. Put away your alapons and bring me more dolphins to generate a dragon bee. 
Summoner requires 29 B-grade magic stones. However, their specialties are even more powerful than baby alapons. Reducing the number of insect B-summons will reduce the number of baby alapons as well. Thanks to this, the dragon bee will have more opportunities to be attacked, so the magical stones will be reduced even more when they are regenerated. But now, the speed of destruction is more important than anything else. Every time you're defeated, you'll summon faster and faster to recover the numbers. Remember to have the dragon bee summoned again to use its awakening fire of fury skill. It won't be a shame if the beast is killed without using it. You'll feel that the speed of destruction increases in proportion to the consumption of magic stones. We're going to run out of magic stones right now. So this is the result of the demon lord's strategy. Let's just say that's impressive. Alan sends his compliments to the enemy army. Since I changed the configuration to mainly Dragon B, the magic stones in the storage are decreasing at an alarming rate. I'm not going to be able to get rid of them. For B rank, Cecil, Formal, Dora Dora and Araporn are enough. And Quat, and Quat, oh, and Quat. Violence in numbers is covered by Cecil's magic, Formar's arrows, Dora Dora and Alapin. The A-rank monsters, whose summons will be killed and needlessly depleted, will be prioritized by Kurzna and Dagara. And the war continues without a break. The magical stone will run out in less than an hour, or even half an hour. I thought it was a viable plan. Whoa! Come on, come on! The remaining magic stones that I had spent like hot water were less than 5,000. A birdie summoner catches an elf running alongside the demon king's army at a distance from their march. It seems to be activating an extra skill. Its entire body appears to flicker like a shimmering flame. And with a large bag slung over his shoulder, he comes running desperately toward the city of Tiamo. An elf is running frantically. Beside him, an apparently deformed group is heading in the same direction. It's a group of Hexenbiest from the Demon King's army, numbering in the hundreds of thousands. The elves seem to be wondering why they're doing this. Rosenheim's existence is at stake right now. This is not the time for this. If you ask me to gather information, I would be willing to infiltrate a city that was overrun by the enemy. I'd even be willing to risk my life if it would help protect the queen. But the orders of my scouting superiors are absolute. I have packed my bags to the limit and am running toward the city of Tiamo. The three-tiered masonry made by the elves is filled with magical beasts, which takes your breath away. And the running elves are relieved. The north exterior wall had not yet been cleared. You will enter the city as you go around to the gate on the east side of the city of Tiamo. Naturally, you can't open the gate. The service entrance for the gatekeepers is open, so you will be able to rush through it with little or no stalling. There are no elves on the main street. Run as fast as you can through the empty streets, aiming for the north side of the city. I've got the magic stone. Inside the north hall, you will find your scouting party superiors. 
they will report back to you on the accomplishment of your orders. And quote, yes, good work. Go to Lord Allen and ask for instructions. And quote, ha, people can't afford to watch these two interact. They are desperately fighting to keep the demonic beasts of the Demon King's army away from the outer wall. Even from inside the outer wall, under orders from the commander on the outer wall, the recovering staffs are casting recovery magic, spirit wizards are sending out attack magic and the archers are also shooting arrows. When you are told to go outside, you don't hesitate to go out through the gatekeeper's service entrance next to the huge closed gate to the outside where the magical beasts are. You're just in time. Don't be confused. Come here. I'm relieved that the magic stones are about to run out, and I'm relieved that you brought me the magic stones safely. I already have less than 3000 B rank magic stones. I'm sorry. Please pour the gravestone into this hole. And quat. Huh? And quat. Quickly, please. And quat. Yes, yes. In front of Alan, there is a one meter square hole in the ground. It's about a meter deep. The scouting elves are rushed into the hole and, without knowing why, open a large bag and pour in a bagful of magic stones. And quat. How much magic stone is this? It's about 5,000 pieces. And quat. Thank you for your help. And quat. Ha, ha. The scouting elves unknowingly poured in so much magic stone that it Looked like it was going to fill up and overflow, and for some reason the bulk of the magic stone was decreasing. They are being sucked into the hole, which is only one meter long. Oshi, if this is the case, even the elves who can't see the grimoires can replenish their grimoires. This hole was dug by the summoner of the mole-shaped beast F. I had the beast dig into a one meter by one meter cube, and inside is a grimoire with its storage pages open. The elven scouts can't see the grimoire, but I had them dig a hole to make it visible where they put the grimoire. Now we can still fight. I'm here. More and more coming. Alan checks the scene visible from the summoned beast of the bird E with a look of delight. More than ten elves are coming in thick and fast, carrying large bags. Then, the elves of the scouting party, who have reached an unthinkable speed due to the extra skill, come to Alan through the gatekeeper's service entrance. Not much time has passed since Birdie's summoner became visible. I've got it. The same explanation is given as before, and more and more magic stones are poured in. The soldiers seem to go on with their work while wondering where it is flowing to. The scouts often receive unreasonable instructions. It was also their role to confirm the total number of the Demon King's army and their direction of travel. Of course, the scouts will be the first to die on the battlefield under unreasonable orders. Their disguise is impervious to Hexenbius' disguise, and they'll be killed if they're found. I learned about the role of scouts in the battlefield at School, which explains why a scout I fought against in the past, Dagraha, was an assassin because he resented the world and his superiors, the noblemen, and fell into the hands of assassins. Now, 
You have more than 50,000 B-grade magic stones, there's more to come. From the first group of scouts, more and more elven troops will be arriving in no time at all. It seems there are more than 30 of them this time. This time the attack of the Demon King's army is very simple. Through violence of numbers, they must bring down the city of Tiamo, where the elf queen, the head of the enemy army, is believed to be located. In contrast, Alan's plan was also simple. For three days and three nights, he would continue to defeat the Hexenbiest in front of the Monster King's army. The monsters will continue to charge through the front of the army, and when they do, all come around to the front and do the same thing again. As a result, there are 400,000 corpses in the direction of the Demon King's army that Alan and the others have defeated over the past three days and three nights. They are lined up in a long line of Hexenbiest corpses straight north from the city of Tiamo. I've sent a squad of 3,000 elves to retrieve the magical stones from the monsters. They asked 100 people who have extra skills to bring them back in bulk, which could increase their speed. Right now, the elves are arriving one after another with a sack full of magic stones, heading for the city of Tiamo. Without a break, all 100 elves arrived and poured the stones into the hole. It's more than 300,000 magic stones. Now we're on target. That was close. We're getting squeezed in. Let's get started. Alan deleted the Dragon Bee summons once and regenerated them, bringing out 20 new Dragon Bee summons. I'm hungry. Let's end this hunger. Dragons, it's time to use the full force of our fury. And Quat, I've been waiting for you. My lord. The arrogant and irreverent Dragon Bee summons grinned and opened their huge jaws to swallow something from the void. Then a light several times greater than his speciality appears in his mouth, and he shoots out a glowing fire at the monsters. Twenty Dragon Bee summons spew out in unison a breath of power that is more likely to erase them than to burn them all away. Nearly 1,000 of these magical beasts are turned into charcoal. Then Alan uses a high-speed summon to remove and regenerate another 20 Dragon Bee summons. Let's go. Unleash the fires of anger. And Quat. Oh. Alan will continue to have the Dragon Bee summoner use the fire of wrath awakening skill with a cool time of one day. To do so, he depletes 580 B rank magical stones in 20 summonses, each time they are regenerated. Alan changes the rate at which the stones are depleted depending on the situation. In the first Tiamo siege, the inventory was reduced to 1,000 stones, so I took my time and fought mainly with insect bee summons, using them as a pincer. During the next round of delay against a million troops, I used more dragon bee summons and consumed more than 20,000 magical stones per day. Now there is no comparison. They use up as many as 50,000 magical stones per hour, turning magical beasts into charcoal. And this is the first time Aaron's team has moved forward. Their speed of annihilation finally surpassed the Demon King's army's speed. I'm riding on Birdbee's summoner as it slowly moves forward. I'm going. 
to make sure that the monsters are within the attack range of Dragon B's awakening skill. I've already pushed back to the third layer near the stone pile, and I'm still going to eradicate the Demon King's army that's coming towards me. And finally, the end of the Demon King's army has been eradicated. Good. The Demon King's army is no longer marching. We'll go around to the west and kill those demon beasts we couldn't kill. And quat, and quat, oh, and quat. By the time Alan consumes a large amount of magic stones, there are nearly 300,000 Demon King's troops scattered east and west of the north wall. I'm going to eradicate them from the west side of the north wall. On the east side, there's the spiritist Gatluaga. He's joining the weaker side. That's a monster. Dot 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 dot. The soldiers on the outer wall couldn't help but speak. It was too one-sided. Slaughter. This time, we're reducing the number of the Demon King's army between the outer wall and them. This is so fast that you can see it from the outer wall. You should be relieved that the Hexenbiest is disappearing, but you can't stop trembling. It's burning up the whole army. In an instant, it was a one-sided massacre beyond human understanding. Thus, some of the monsters in the Monster King's army started to retreat, but the battle against the one million Monster King's army was over as the corpses of hundreds of thousands of monsters spread on the north side of the outer wall. Alan ended up using 200,000 B-rank magic stones to wipe out the Demon King's army. After reaching 1 million monsters, he defeated about 400,000 of them in a delay strategy and hunted another 400,000 in a defense battle. About 200,000 monsters were scattered and fled from the city of Tiamo in the process of the invasion. It no longer had a body that could be called an army. It was just a beast without the determination to fight until the last one. The Tiamo siege that began before noon was over before evening, and this second siege ended in what could be called a complete victory. Alan informed the entire city, including Nest, that this siege had been won. It was such a great achievement that the generals seemed to have a hard time listening to what he had to say. However, it seems that they quickly sent a message into the city to give courage to many people, including the refugees. Even after the sun had set, and quat, spirit king, and quat, your majesty, and the praise of both can be heard throughout the city. Alan's existence is still unknown to the public, and it is all due to the miracles of the spirit king and the work of the soldiers who risked their lives to save the queen. Seeing elves slowly drinking from a wooden cup while listening to harp playing minstrelsy songs, one wonders if this is the true nighttime scene of Rosenheim. Unlike such carefree streetscapes, there is a tension in the air. It's the elf queen's hall. Here he comes. And quat. Do not be afraid. We're on the same side. And quat. Wow, I know. But you don't know because you weren't on the outer wall. That was not a good power to have in one's hands. In the midst of the tension, Alan was summoned to the Queen's room to talk about the results of the battle and the future. After a bath and a meal, you get sleepy. Hum. 
The spirit king is sleeping soundly today. Is that a navel? Gazing? With this in mind, I stand before Her Majesty with my friends in front of her. Majesty. When the battle is over and you enter this building, you will be provided with a well-deserved meal and a hot bath. It's always nice to have a hot bath after a hunt, I think. Since I was at school. On the elven queen's lap, a spirit king in the form of a flying squirrel lies asleep. The way he doesn't curl up and sleeps with his belly up to the sky makes you wonder if he has forgotten his wild instincts, or if he was a genie king to begin with. And quat. Thank you very much for this battle. Yes, sir. It wasn't a typical strategy, since it was sudden, but I'm glad that the city of Tiamo didn't fall. I'm really, really glad. That would have been the end of it if we'd been attacked with two million soldiers. The demon king's army didn't gather enough troops to attack as fast as they could. Well, the outer wall of Tiamo is about a fifth of the height of the northernmost fortress. Alan says we all protected you. The generals gasp at his words. Of the one million monsters in the Zauberger's army, at least 700,000 of them were killed by Alan and his team. The elves only worked on 100,000 of them. But Aaron believes that the battle was won. Thanks to the efforts of the elven scouts and the cooperation of everyone in the northern part of the city of Tiamo in fighting back. And while everyone is happy about this battle, he thinks it was close. In order to carry out a retardation operation, the Demon King's army must be far enough away from the city of Tiamo, and we need to defeat a sufficient number of Demon King's troops. Through the retardation operation and the annihilation of the recovered magical stones. If there were two million demonic beasts, this strategy wouldn't have worked. That's why I'm glad to hear that both luck and an error in judgment on the part of the Demon King's army are on our side. But I'm up to level 63 and they haven't released my commanding abilities yet. Alan had been gaining experience ever since he came to Rosenheim. This was an unimaginable amount of experience in dungeons, where he could only defeat a thousand or so animals a day, no matter how hard he tried. As a result, Alan's level, which was level 55 when he fought Helmios the Brave, was now 63. However, even after reaching level 63, the Inquat, Seal Inquat, sign next to the commander's mark has not disappeared. So what is to be done now? Mr. Allen? Marshal. Sigur, standing next to the queen, speaks to Allen. Hmm. This is the battle of the elves. We will fight the demon king's army, but I don't need to tell you what to do. The land of the elves is under attack and the elves are fighting. I think it would be better for the elves to decide on the general plan, but they ask me, so I will answer. Yes, after this defensive battle, the number of magical beasts from the Demon King's army that came to Rosenheim should be reduced by almost half. Indeed, if the report is correct, we're looking at about 1.7 million bodies left. But we can't let our guard down. We think that the moves the Demon King's army made from the last defense to this one were brilliant. The Demon King's army won't end like this. 
We will make new moves, including bringing in our reserve army. Allen praised the movement of the Demon King's army. The Demon King's army was moving very fast. If I hadn't chased the Demon King's army fleeing to the north to destroy each of them, I would have misjudged their moves. And quat. Then, what should we do? The Queen will ask Allen to make a decision based on his understanding of the current situation. Everyone here understands Allen's war potential. First, we need to be able to withstand the Demon King's army's plan to bring down the city with a huge army like this. 1. So you're still going to take down the Repulka Fortress? And Quat? Yes, Marshal Sigur. Just. The word that you have to withstand the hordes of Allen seem to tell you what to do. Next. Rosenheim is blessed with an abundance of nature, with many large peaks of mountains. The capital city Forteanya is surrounded by such mountains. Some of the fortifications that guarded Forteanya were built bordering the mountains. They are quite solid fortifications combined with the natural terrain that is a natural hindrance. In about 10 days ride north of the city of Tiamo, there is a mighty fortress called Lapolka. Alan says we should drop it. It's true that the fortress must be taken down to counter the horde. But by the time we get there from the city of Tiamo, the magical beasts that are already waiting in the fallen city will be attacking us. Marshal Sigur says that there are cities to be dropped before the fortress of Lapolka. There are about four cities scattered between the city of Tiamo and the fortress of Lapolka. That's right. It seems that 400,000 of the 1 million Demon King's army this time came from those cities. Now that the number of monsters is decreasing, the defense will be thin. We may be able to bring them down, but we don't have time to waste on a city that's not even a key location. In order to send a million monsters to Tiamo, the Demon King's army brought in a large number of monsters that were already waiting in the cities they had dropped. Even though the number of magical beasts is decreasing, we're still wasting time if we drop a city that can't be a key point. That means we'll also waste time until we get the fortress of Lapolka. And if even one million of our four million reserve troops are deployed before the fortress is taken down, this time the whole thing might end, including the city of Tiamo. When Alan says that much, Marshal Sigur starts to think. He pauses to collect his next words, as if they might change the future of Rosenheim. Indeed, it's time to go to capture the fortress of Lapolka, including the troops waiting in the nest. I'll bring together 300,000 troops from each city. Marshal Sigur decided to use half of his 600,000 strong army of elves to capture the fortress of Repolka. Thank you, sir. How long will it take? I guess we'll have five days to get out of Tiamo. It would take five days to pass through Tiamo, or ten days at the earliest to march on. Maybe the Hexenbiest will come from the city where we were dropped, so it'll take longer than that. We're in a race against time here. They say it will take five days to mobilize the grimoire and no matter how fast you try to do it, military actions take time. 
Even if we ignore the occupied city between the city of Tiamo and the fortress of Lapolka, it will still take this long. To avoid wasting time, Alan thinks about what he should do next. Then, please do that. I'll clean up the escaped Demon King's army. I'll also discuss the strategy. Out of an army of 1 million Demon Kings, 200,000 of them have escaped in several masses. This number will always be a hindrance to the elves' march. Since we have several clumps of them, I need to get my magic stones. I have about 100,000 stones in stock. An additional 100,000 or so will be collected. The rest will be used by dragon bees. Summons to extinguish the charcoal, or by Rosenheim to power their magician ships and for heavenly blessings. A breakdown of the 800,000 magical beasts we defeated this time 400,000 by Alan. 200,000 of which were consumed in this defense. 200,000 pieces of charcoal 200,000 on the Rosenheim side. 100,000 for the magic ship and 100,000 for the blessings of heaven. Therefore, Alan's stock of magic stones is about 200,000. I'm thinking of increasing it as much as possible. Until the elven army is ready, we must destroy the 200,000 remnants of the Demon King's army and collect the magical stones. Furthermore, I've already talked with the Queen to make sure that all a rank magic stones belong to Alan. Alan sees the Spirit Bee Summoner. Ellie. I need you to infiltrate the Laporca fortress. I want to know what's inside. Speak to the consciousness of the spirit bee summoner. And Quat, I am pleased to hear you, sir. It was Alan who made a new move and moved on to the next battle. Alan and his team are about 10 kilometers north of the city of Tiamo. I think I made you quite a bit. Do you still need it? And Quat, yeah, I guess so. Maybe there are more of them in the future? We have to capture fortresses and all that stuff. Alan is sitting like a matchmaker. Between Cecil and a wide, low-backed flowerpot today. Cecil is putting the heavenly blessings that Alan works so hard to create into storage to prevent them from spilling out of the flowerpot. During this defense, 200,000 magic stones belong to Rosenheim's side. We need to Turn those 100,000 magical stones into 20,000 blessings. Until now, the elves' warfare has been mainly defensive, fortified by outer walls and shelters. From now on, they must march north to reclaim their land. The number of wounded men will be greater than ever before. To reduce the risk of death, the blessing of consuming magic power, increasing the speed of destruction, and Healing the mortal wounds is essential. I don't know, it's the same when I see it like this. And Quat. Hum. Alan didn't ask for anything when you gave up your mining rights in Mithril. Did he? Cecil has a sense of deja vu in this situation. It seems that you think about all the bad things, but you don't often ask for the other person's gratitude. When the poor noble family of Granville was being harassed by the Carnell family, Alan gave up his mining rights for Mithril. That he had obtained. What he got in exchange was his position as in Quat. Guest of the Granville's and Quat. 
Cecil knows that it was the best the moneyless Granvilles could offer in return. Well, I'm not so sure. Well, you can't wave a sleeve without one, you know. I guess we can't force it. And quat, what's that? Cecil didn't seem to understand the phrase and quat, you can't shake a sleeve that doesn't belong in quat. I'll talk to Cecil about the proverb from a previous life. Cecil listens to Alan while he hums and groans. This is how he often chose his words. I think you had a conversation that avoided a lot of proverbs and side letters in a previous life. Rosenheim has become a country of extreme poverty. More than two-thirds of its territory is now invaded by the Demon King's army, and many of its cities have been burned to the ground. It would take ten years to fully restore the present situation. It would take two to three years to recover the harvest from the trampled fields. The Giamat Empire has seen this situation and has begun to provide food and other support. It is expected to reduce the cost of the expedition for the Elven Recovery Unit, which has been relatively expensive, and to use it as a bargaining chip to buy Elven elixirs. Such topics were also on the agenda of the meetings over the past few days. Alan understands this situation, so he's offering to make you a blessing for free. If I had to say, I would say that making heavenly blessings for free is only within the scope of saving Rosenheim, as promised to the Spirit King. And quat. Well, we've seen it. It's the Hexenbiest. There's about 30,000 of them. Hmm. I've been flying since yesterday, so Ellie should be arriving soon. Now I have to raise my level. I don't know how high I need to level up the and quat. Commanding and quat. Skill to get it unsealed. Well, there's nothing wrong with raising the level of the skill, so I've decided to just raise the level. I've raised the level to 63, but I still can't break the seal. I don't know how old you are when the seal is lifted, but we need to hunt as many monsters as possible. Okay, Cecil Sama, I'd like to have your first attack. And quat. M. Saying so, Cecil stood up on top of Bird B and activated the extra skill. And quat. Micrometeorite and quat. The hunt for the remnants of the Demon King's army has begun. There's a separate team acting apart from Alan and the others. They are spirit bees. Summons. The summoned beasts of spirit bee were at the center, and a summoned beast of bird F. E and D were formed, and they continued to move northward under Alan's direction. I see it. Death. The summonses of Spirit B discover a fortress built in the middle of the mountains. It's a solid fortress called Lapolka Fortress. I'll get information about this fortress and try to capture it at all costs. The fortress is much more solid than I expected. This thing is going to be hard to take down. But if we take down La Porca, we'll be able to see the capital, Forteanya. It sounds like a big country, though. It's about the size of Australia in a previous life. About five days by carriage through this fortress, you will see the fallen capital Fortinia. Travel time. In carriages from the southernmost city of Nest 30 days in the city of Tiamo by carriage 40 days in 
A horse-drawn carriage, La Porca Fort 45 days in a horse-drawn carriage, capital city of Fortinia 110 days in a carriage, the northernmost fortress Rosenheim, said to be the smallest of the five continents, is slightly larger than the prehistoric Australian continent. Rosenheim is a continent and not an island, so it has a size of its own. The central continent is about three times larger than Rosenheim. Hmm, we usually have guards. It's an armor-like monster. I saw one at the bottom of a class a dungeon. Was it called the Great Warrior? At the entrance of the fortress, there are two gatekeepers about 10 meters long. There are raided hexenbiasts. There's no need to enter from the front, Ellie. It's time to get down to the ground and sneak in from the right place, because they'll spot us if we stay in the air. In the sky, there were a number of bats flying around with their big eyes gyrating. It looks like the eyeballed bat, a demonic beast that is in charge of searching for the enemy, also seen in the city of Tiamo. I'm impressed. Sir, the spirit bee summoner landed on the slope of the mountain, whispering softly so that only Alan, who is sharing, could hear it. I have prepared three spirit bee summons. I heard it's a large fortress, so we split up to check out the inside. I stay a little floating and look at the fortress wall, hiding in the trees. Hmm, the top of the fortress wall is full of magical beasts. Two, the summoner of spirit bee slips through the wall of the fortress and goes into the fortress. The bird-fed summons perch apart in a tree and wait. The invading spirit bee summons. See monsters strutting around inside the fortress, looking like they own it. Of course, the elves are gone. When the capital city of Fortinia was fallen, they once retreated to the fortress of Lapolka with their queen, but I heard that they fled southward to the city of Tiamo instead of hiding there. Many men died during the fall of the fortress and the capital north of the capital. They were not able to gather enough troops to siege the fortress of Lapolka, which is not far from the capital. It is said that they surrendered the fortress without persevering for days because they thought they couldn't protect the queen from the lack of troops at Repolka. Then, the troops that had been waiting in the south under Tiamo rallied to Tiamo and a siege operation was carried out. Thanks to that, it still functions as a fortress. Although there are several signs of warfare in the fortress, it still looks like a solid fortress. It's not that big of a city, but it's big enough to hold 300,000 elves. Then, Spirit Bee's summoner turns to look at the skeleton holding his sword. Smiling lightly, Spirit Bee's summons pass by, but they do not attack. Oshish, they still won't attack. The names are above the characters, and the red letters are not set up as enemies and blue letters are allies. I thought I could probably go, but, thank goodness, Alan knew that in this war, he would have to recapture cities and fortresses that had been dropped by the enemy. That's why he didn't allow his spirit bee summonses to participate directly in the battle so far, but instead made them liaison between the cities. This is to allow them to be infiltrators.
I had to save them for when they played a major role in the war, they would be found out as Alan's summons and we couldn't go undercover. Spirit B. will infiltrate and gather information while Alan and the others prepare the ground for the elves to capture the Repulka fortress. Okay, let's go for the biggest building. There might be some kind of boss in there. And quat. Yes, ma'am, sir. And then go to the solid building built in the center of the fortress. There aren't too many large magical beasts here. Well, it's a city the size of a man. It's a human-sized city. It's a good thing that Ellie and the others are able to blend in. As you advance, there are monsters up to twice the size of a human, but there are no dragons or other large ones. Skeletons with swords and monsters with nothing inside their robes are moving around. It's no surprise that the summons of Spirit B have blended in. While checking out the cityscape in the fortress, I walk into the building where the master seems to be located to see if there is any information. You're going to be able to get a lot more information about the particulars of the particulars. They don't seem to tell you not to enter or anything. Since many of them would be wary of entering, I'll just enter through the doorway with one of them. Are there any demons or demon gods? There are monsters inside as well, but the summons of Spirit B are slowly creeping in deeper and deeper for infiltration activities. Repulka Fortress was dominated by demonic beasts of the dead spirit and armor strains. In order to gather information on the Demon King's army, I sent a summoned beast of Spirit B into the Fortress of Lepolka. Even within the fortress, there is a particularly large building. In order to get useful information about the Demon King's army, I'll send you to the building where there's even a magical beast on guard. The guard Higzenbiest won't blame the summoner of Spirit B for entering unobtrusively. Inside the building, dead skeletons with swords are strolling here and there. It's like walking into an enemy castle. Now, Ellie, find the kitchen. It's probably on the first or second floor. And Quat, we're happy to oblige. At Alan's direction, the Spirit B summoner prowls around and looks for the kitchen. It finds the kitchen at the end of the second floor and goes inside. Oh, what's the matter? I'm not eating yet. As soon as you enter, a bipedal pig with a pig's face, a cocked hat on his head, and an apron will be talking to you from the back. Mainly he asked me to bring him a cup of tea and said, I like the scare. Factor. Alan gives instructions. And quat. Mainly for tea. Dot 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 dot. The spirit bee summoner tells the pig-faced cook as told by Alan. Alan is instructing the summoned beast of spirit B that he shared with while generating heavenly blessings while cleaning up the magical beasts that escaped from the city of Tiamo. And, I just served you a meal, bah. Well, Lord Glaster is very angry. I don't know who's got your best interests at heart, but if you think so, take it yourself. I can't get into the story. Is Master Glaster the boss of this fortress? Rosenheim. Boss? And Quat. Sorry. Too. Yeah, I'll be ready. Just wait for me. You don't look it, but you're 
getting the short end of the stick. The pig-faced cook quickly prepares three cups, a teapot, and a pastry while casting a pitying glance at the summoned beast of spirit bee. Hmm, still feeling uncomfortable with Ellie? Hmm, don't you still feel strange about Ellie? Well, in a world where there were no summons, magical beasts can't tell the difference between a Hexenbiest and a summoner. Elmir also had a bug about summons in the appraisal ceremony. Alan has been thinking about how Hexenbiests in this other world recognize their enemies. Hexenbiests in this other world will attack even if they are Hexenbiests. I've seen groups of orcs hunting the great boar in Granville. I've also seen many monsters that would attack the Monster King's army in the night and then stop the other monsters from dying. This other world isn't designed for monsters to only attack non-magical beasts. Some people think that the reason why the army of monsters is made up of B rank and above is because the monsters below C rank are not enough of a threat to the human race, but Aaron thinks differently. Even a C-ranked Hexenbiest is enough of a threat to those without talent. As a matter of fact, I think the reason why C-ranked monsters are not included in the Hexenbiest army is because a Hexenbiest with the least amount of intelligence to follow the command is B-ranked. It's a very ambiguous world where both enemy and ally recognition is very ambiguous. If that's the case, I expected that the enemy camp, which is thought to have many intelligent people leading the Demon King's army's invasion mission, wouldn't suddenly attack even if a summoned beast was brought in. Well, it's not that you have to be able to gather information, though. And quat. Here, take this. As a matter of course, the pig-faced demon beast tries to hand a tray with a tea set to Spirit Bee's summoner. You're going to be able to find out more about this. And quat. And, it's not funny. It's the fourth floor, straight down. You'll get killed if you linger too long, so get going. Open the front door of the fourth floor. With the tray that was handed to you. The room you were told seemed to be a conference room or something, and there were three people or something in it. Oh, are these the demons? A demon. God? In school class, I was taught that the Demon King has demon gods and demonkind as his followers. However, there isn't much information about demon or demon gods. The Demon King's army is basically made up of B-rank monsters, and it is led by a rank monsters. It is said that there is very little information on demons and demon gods since there are no demon tribe or demon gods among the monsters that invaded the area. Only after the brave Helmios was able to eradicate the monsters deep into the enemy camp, the existence of demons was revealed. Demons and demon gods have only come to light in the last eight to nine years as Helmios has been working to eradicate the enemy camp. At the far end, a man with goat-like horns, dark skin, and silver hair sits at the far end. He looks like an over 50-year-old man, and he's clearly in a bad mood. Next to him sits an older man, also with horns and the same complexion and hair color. With long hair. This one is looking at the old man who is snapping beside him and giving him a troubled look. 
And next to him sits a large man with a hyena face that could reach three meters in height when he stands up. He looks more like a beast than a beast. His expression is so far from human that it's hard to tell, but I'm sure he's calm. Hmm. Can demons be divided into two types, silver-haired and dark-haired? So, the cook from earlier was also a demon? Alan begins to classify the demon race at random. Because they are sitting at the same table, you can assume that the hyena face is sitting at the same position. If so, then the hyena face must be demon. And quat. M. Who are you? The summoner of spirit B is noticed by old man Asaguro sitting in front of him, and is asked while glaring at him. Nice and imposing. There is no longer any reason to be a frightened character, so I say do it proudly. And quat. I'm sorry. Master Glaster. Sent me for tea. The summoner of spirit B replies to the glaring old man with a smirk. There is no fear of death in a summoner. It's an existence that transcends death and the experience will circulate in the grimoire once its strength is exhausted. That sounds great. Master Glaster, let's take a break, please. Hmm, old man Asaguro is a Glaster. I'm guessing that big brother Asaguro next to him has a name too. Brother Asaguro says thank you for being considerate. The hyena face doesn't seem to say anything. With his back to everyone, he tilts the pot into a cup, and something purplish and slimy comes out of the spout. What is it? A smoothie? Healthy. While looking at the tea, which never looks good, there is a loud bang. From behind. Dawn. It was the sound of Glaster hitting the wooden table so hard that his fist was jammed into it. And quat. So, Nephthyra. You're late. I have to explain the reason for the defeat to the demon goddess Razel. So why are you so slow to inform her? It is said that the demon goddess Razel has already asked for reinforcements from the general army commander. I'm sorry. Almost all rank monsters are defeated, and only B-rank monsters are defeated. Asaguro's brother is Nephthyra. I'll be back with more troops. Well, the Demon King's army is only half of the 1.5 million plus left. I guess the Demon King's army is rank A or B. It is said that the reserve force of the Demon King's army is about 4 million. At what? Time and to what extent the reinforcements will come, I will listen to the summoned beasts as they share with me. It should be noted that in the second Tiamo siege, the A-rank monsters fought to the end, and only the B-rank monsters were defeated in this story. Speaking of which, I noticed that there are no A-rank monsters that we are currently sweeping up. As I said before, the reason for this is because the spirit king has been promoted to spirit god. That's why the elves got stronger and lost. Hyena face joins the conversation between Glaster and Nephthyra. Isn't that premature, Jagoff? The spirit king still doesn't have enough faith value. So he should remain a sub-god. Besides, I don't think becoming a spirit god will make the elves extremely strong. And quat. Then the wizard is actually a genie wizard. Or a high-powered wizard. 
appeared among the elves. I hear that big ants and dragons have turned against you. I'm starting to get excited about something I've never heard before. Now we know the names of the three demons. And Rosenheim's boss is a demon goddess Razel? The three demons here Glaster, the old man and the three bossy men Nephthira brother Nephthira the black man the hyena man who is goggling the words you hear for the first time keep popping up in your head, such as spirit gods, faith values, and high-level Hexenbiest users. You can understand some of the meaning, but you can't understand it completely. That's true, but it's impossible. There is no such thing as a high-level monster tamer that can repel the monster king's servitude. And if there is a master spirit user, it doesn't explain how we can push them this far. Reports of dragons and giant ants seem to have already been received, but say that they are troubled and do not know why. Glaster wrinkles his brow and listens to what Nephthira and Yagov have to say. I've got information about the Dragon B and Ant B summons, but I'm not sure what they are. In a world where there is no concept of summons, it is difficult to understand what a summoned beast is. And Quat, come in. I tell the Spirit B summoner to pour the tea slowly to gather information, but he will be suspicious if it is too late, so I leave the cup in front of the three demons. You're not catching on to me as much. As I thought. Well, basically, when the battle starts, I'm taking out the information gathering. Eyeball bats as fast as I can, but it still seems like a small number. Alan is using the waking skills of Bird E and Bird D to swat the big-eyed bat that seems to be gathering information. Giving priority first when the fight starts. Shooting the bat down is the job of Fulmer, who has reached a range of one kilometer. You'll be able to find a lot of people who have a lot of experience in this field. It's not as if they didn't have any information. Apparently, this conversation is going in circles. The reason why we lost with an army of a million bodies this time is hard to grasp, since we were able to push it perfectly until now. As it turns out, there were no spies among the elves. Alan was worried that there were no spies among the elves. The Demon King's army moved quite quickly this time. Their mobilization of a million forces from a single siege defeat could have cost them the battle if they had made the wrong decision. This could be due to the presence of spies among the elven generals and elders, who may have extracted information from them. That is why I thought they were afraid of the elves' rapid recovery and went on the offensive. This infiltration activity is also meant to confirm whether such a traitor exists. Of course, they will be found out and Spirit B's summons will be killed, but it's great to know that there is a traitor among us. However, I feel that the information of Spirit B's summoner waiting in the conference room with all the city's generals, elders and officials is not getting through to these three. The way Spirit B treats the summons is not strange. Well, they may have noticed Ellie on the bluff and are trying to give false information to us elves. I've heard these guys have a few thousand intellects. It seems that there are at 
Least a lot of hexenbiasts who are equivalent to a ranked hexenbiasts. So there are some monsters that are close to S rank monsters. An A rank hexenbiased status is around 3000 to 6000. If you think I'm stupid, I'm the one who looks stupid. While I was thinking about this, the demon tribe called Nephthyra was staring at the spirit bee summoner. And Quat, you don't look familiar. What's your name? We had just finished handing out the cups. When a demon named Nephthyra approached us. Come to think of it, you asked me my name. Earlier. When asked his name, the summoner of spirit bee replied. My name is. Ellie. Normally, you take the name Alan named. What do you think, Ellie? Why do you think? A million of our troops were defeated? And Quat. Well, I don't know, death. If you can just. Guess. And Quat. Hum. Of course it is. It's important to have different opinions. And Quat. For. Example. How about the Empire sending a brave man? And Quat. Um, I didn't see that coming. If a brave. Man is coming. That's the reason for this defeat. The hyena faced Yagov nodded yes sir. No. No. It's not. That's why we sent two million troops to the central continent. Nephthyra. Looks to Glaster for confirmation. Glaster nods yes. Ho ho. So it's confirmed that the. Information is coordinated with the central continent. Now I just need to guide the. Operation. Alan infuses spirit bees summoner with the following content. And quat. I've heard that. There is a recovery potion called the Elf's Elixir here. It is said that there is a restorative potion called the Elf's Elixir here. You were dying of serious injuries and were about to perish. So you used it and the elves recovered and came back to life. I'm afraid that we were careless, not understanding the situation, and we suffered a heavy defeat. I see. That's what Yagov said. Too. And Quat. I told you. The number of elves does not match the report. Goff, a small number of wounded. If so, it should be easy to win now that the drugs have run out, death. I can't deal with this if you do a bizarre strategy. I hope you're going to keep attacking the rest of us. Spirit B's summoner grins and declares victory. No, there might still be some medicine in there. We can't do the same strategy. Isn't that right, Mr. Glaster?